Hey everybody, welcome back to Ali Talks Anime with his boy Manny. We got some technical difficulties to talk about before we get into the episode. The first five minutes of this episode, I had to manipulate the audio because Manny's uh, audio levels were a little too high and he was kind of peaking. So that was a result of me because I had his audio levels too high in like the recording software. So I had to put that bit of audio through a software that levels out all the audio in the uh in in the clip so my voice is going to sound louder and manny's voice is going to sound lower and it's going to sound a little awkward compared to the rest of the episode and uh you might not even notice it but i just wanted to bring it up in case you did and you were like why did it happen that way that's because i had to do some uh uh movie magic in the background and it's not really movie magic because it sounds weird but i'd rather it sound weird than blow out your eardrums so it was a necessary change. Sorry about that. And in the Star Wars Visions uh, segment, you might be able to hear uh, people talking in the background um, in another room, and you might be able to hear uh, a blow dryer. It's because my mom was blow drying my sister's hair, and they were talking a little bit. It is not very intrusive uh, to like the podcast. It's like we don't. I don't even notice it, and it's so faint in the background. It's really not that deep. I just wanted to say sorry about that because it is noticeable. Like you can hear it. Um, but yeah, that's not going to happen again. We, we won't, we won't be doing that, uh, anymore. I'll make sure that those sounds do not, uh, emanate into these, uh, podcast episodes, but regardless, um, thank you for watching and I hope you guys enjoy. This was a really good episode. Me and Manny had a lot of fun and I'm pretty sure you will too. So, uh, yeah, thanks for watching. Hope you guys enjoy this one. Hello. 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 I missed the call because I was in streamer mode. Sorry. All right. I am ready. It has been two weeks. It has been a while. Have you watched anything besides the three things? Yes. Tell me about them. We're going to start off with the secret world of Arietti. Okay. I want to start off with that one too. But um, did you watch anything else besides Arietti and when Marnie was there? Star Wars. Star Wars? That was it. That was it. Okay. I watched a lot of things actually. Um, I rewatched the fucking... Uh, all three. I rewatched the first two my hero movies and then i watched the newest one and then i'm like neck deep into cowboy bebop and i'm probably going to finish it like tomorrow or the day after um so and then i watched secret world of arietti and when marnie was here or when marnie was there what's i don't remember, <laughs> I don't remember the title but or the alternative title marnie of my memories <laughs> Yep, exactly. Uh, alternative title. Your name. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I think I'm. I'm very interested in this. This chat we're gonna have. Yeah, me too. I don't. I'm. I'm kind of. I'm scared for when Marnie was was here because I don't. I didn't take too many notes, but I made yeah. sure to take notes on Secret World of Arietti so that I could articulate myself well 
and I will do my best to explain myself uh, in that discussion. So I'm also ready. Do you want to start with Star Wars or do you want to start with Arietti? I I think we should save Marnie for... I think Marnie should be last. I think Marnie should also be last. <laughs> I, I have a lot of notes, a lot of notes on Star Wars. Okay. A lot of notes. I, I, I was just under Marnie. Yeah. I'm ready, I'm ready for Marnie. Yeah. You have you have notes on Marnie? A lot of notes on Marnie. Nice. That's good. That's good. I watched it recently, so it's despite the fact that I didn't take notes, it's fresh in my mind. And um, I have a lot of notes on Star Wars, despite not having seen it in like a month. So that'll also be good. Uh, yeah, I feel like honestly, I feel like I don't have much on Arietti, so mm-hmm. I feel like we can kind of get that one out the way. Yeah, yeah, I feel like there's not much to say. <laughs> I was gonna, I was going into this call thinking like, yo, this might be the shortest call because like, what's there to, what's there to say about Arietti? And I don't know what you have to say about Star Wars, but it's been a grip since I've seen it, so I don't have much to say about it either. Um, I have a lot. Yeah, so do you want to start with Star Wars or Arietti? Arietti. Okay, you want to start with it. Get that one out the way. (laughs) Um, So, I mean, I'll I'll just be straight. I did not like this movie. No. Okay. I'm so... I thought this was going to be another Ocean Ways where you'd be like, yo, Ali, I loved him. Oh, so oh no, no, bro! I, I, I hated this movie. It was so it was such boring. A, it was such a disappointment. Yeah, and, and the, the title was like makes it sound so cool. Yeah, but it's, mm-hmm. it's not actual. It's not actually a secret world. <laughs> it really isn't. It barely is a world. It's just like this one family living in this one house, and that's it. And they're. Yeah. They're in the normal world and, and they're tiny. And it's like, it's crazy because I feel like I've seen this movie in many different like shapes and forms. Like this movie reminds me a lot of Toy Story. It's like tiny things that are like trying to hide from like humans and stuff. You know, um, you got fucking, you know, they, they try to like maneuver their way around like the, like the kitchen and stuff with like unique ways because they're small and they have to like, you know, sneak things without like the humans noticing. It reminds me a lot of toy story. It reminds me a lot of Ratatouille. It reminds me a lot of like ET where just like, there's an evil adult that wants to capture the magical thing. And then there's a kid that wants to protect the magical thing. And out of all of those kinds of movies, like this very derivative concept, this is like the worst one because it's boring. And yeah, I feel like uh, Toy, Toy Story mm-hmm. and The Secret World of Area and he said change titles. It should be <laughs> The Secret World of Toy Story yes. or fucking Arietta Story. Or do you watch the dub version? No, I watched the sub. Good thing, because the dub got me angry because <laughs> fucking the main, the, the dude, the guy, the sick guy, instead yeah. of saying Arietta like everyone else, he says, I switched it on after the fact to see if it was good. And I was like, I'm so glad I watched the sub because I, I watched like that one part where he asked her name. I, I know what you're talking about. I saw that part in dub form. Arietti. I was like, bro. Yeah. 
Man, but this movie is so disappointing. Like, the thing is with this movie is for a short movie, it loses steam very quickly. Oh, yes. I feel like I was engaged up until she the dude saw her for the first time like from the beginning to that point i was like i was invested mm-hmm. and then after that point nothing happens they just kind of chill they just you'd they think was- that if that should happen to a toy in toy story they'd be like yo we gotta fucking go we gotta run we gotta like bounce from this house it would be a big deal in a movie like that or in or in like et or something but in this movie they get seen by the humans and they just sit there for the whole movie. They leave at the very fucking end. Even when the dude reaches his hand inside their house and like destroys their house, they're like, all right, like we'll leave tonight. It's like, no, leave now. Go, we need to bounce. It's so, uh, it's so boring. Like, literally, this movie lacked a lot of things. Like, it lacked, um, it lacked any, like, um, it lacked heart. It, I, I wrote down what it lacked. It lacked uh, tension it lacked, uh, and heart. Substance. Yeah. It lacked uh, any stakes. Yeah, there were no... There, like, I understand what they were trying to do with like the, the boy having a heart disease. I understand what they were going for. They wanted you to care about the relationship between the boy and the girl. And then they wanted you to like dislike the 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 housekeeper but the reason why you don't feel anything is because number one you don't really know why the housekeeper is like evil she doesn't have like a motivation she's just like i want to find them just because i want to find them it's like yeah she, she has a motivation it's extremely weak though yeah i yeah, yeah. it's, 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 it's yeah. fucking i want to find these tiny people because the aunt thinks i'm crazy yeah but like it's like that's such a boring motive for mm-hmm. a villain in a story like this like yeah it was, it was like when i found out that was a motive that's when that's when i kind of got bored it was like up until when the dude when the dude saw the girl the tiny girl yeah i was like okay what is gonna happen now because yeah like, yeah like what is gonna happen now like i i kind of knew at that point i was like damn this movie's gonna be ass. I called it. <laughs> I was like, this movie's gonna be ass. I, was I knew it was gonna be basic, but I didn't think it would be that bad. Cause like yeah. up until Especially that from part, Ghibli. Like Ghibli, I know. there's always some message, some substance, yeah. but this one was just like And Manny, you know what you said about Howl's Moving Castle where it's like they took from the book and then like, you know, like, oh, you know, you can't give them like too much credit and how I was like making a defense for Miyazaki. This is one of those things where, like, he took from the book, and I don't feel like he did anything else. I feel like he took from the book, and then he detracted. I feel like he... So I, don't think I, he I don't think he was the main director, though. Miyazaki wasn't the main director. Um, yeah. uh, it was it was some other guy. And it was, oddly enough, the director of Secret World of Arietti was the same director as when Marnie was, was there. Yeah. Which was... <laughs> Very coincidental, but Miyazaki wrote the screenplay for this movie, and a screenplay is basically like it—it's basically like building the movie. Like, where's the camera going to be? Like, you know, what's this character going to say at this point? So Miyazaki wrote the screenplay, but he didn't write the story, and he's not like the director. So if the dude like wanted to change anything, he could. So Miyazaki basically took this dude's shitty movie and was like, "All right, I gotta kind of make this as good as possible." So like, when I watch this movie, I'm like, 
I can tell when when Miyazaki's doing his thing, and I'm like, all right, you're trying, but like you can't save this movie. Like it's too it's too bland even for Miyazaki. It's, yeah. it's about friendship, and you don't believe the friendship for the whole movie. It doesn't hold any weight until that final moment when she says goodbye and she's like and then she cries and like holds his finger and she's like i hope your surgery goes well that was like the one part where i was like oh i i kind of feel something i wish that was like the whole movie you know but it wasn't they talked twice in the movie manny i like that scene so much that was like the one scene where i actually felt something but that's the ending that's like the only part and and by that time, the movie's the steam is gone. You're already, you're already dead as a yeah, viewer. bro. When when the third act began and it was like, oh, yo, the movie's about to wrap up. Um, when when the homekeeper took the mom, I was I was like, yo, there are thirty minutes left, and I legit want to skip to the ending. Like I I don't even care anymore because I've seen this movie already, so like I knew that it like didn't really matter and getting to that point where you're in the third act and you're supposed to care about the friendship between Arietti and the boy while also caring about uh Arietti's family and their safety and me realizing that i didn't care about any of that i was like yeah this movie's like f tier <laughs> and and i was so i was really anxious going into this because i'm like what if Manny like pulls an ocean wave on me and he's like, yo, no, it was great because I saw a borrower when I was a kid and I, and I protected them from my housekeeper. Um, I can't save this one. Yeah. It this, was, one, this one's going to no man's land. Yeah. And it sucks because when I was, a, it it sadly is in, in my version of no man's land as well. But it sucks because when I was a kid, like I saw this movie in theaters when it came out. And I remember this movie so vividly for its concept this movie's like concept is so good about like a dude who has a heart disease and he can't get excited or else like you know it might fuck him up like his disease and i just remember when i was a kid the scene where he like runs to the other side of the house and there's like this sense of tension because it's like oh my god his heart's racing but he has to like save arietti and i just remember that scene being so good and it falls so flat on my rewatch because like i just don't care about anything else and i'm like fuck it, it was soul crushing for me bro because my my memory of this movie is not what this movie is it's not at all what it is yeah. <sighs> i don't I know mean, it's uh i give one thing i think the movie did well was um the the background design oh yeah it was beautiful um you know it had to be because fucking they have to like portray the secret world yeah the, mm-hmm. their their perspective the, i think uh, no i think they did a good job showing like yeah. mundane things now mm-hmm. how big it is like you i thought the, the sugar cube yeah i thought that was pretty cool like one sugar cube is all they need mm-hmm. that's yeah. about the only positive let me see if i wrote anything <laughs> that's really all there is to this concept they're tiny and everything they grab is big <laughs> that's it that's like the whole that's like the whole movie and i, yeah. I also said um what did i say when i was like uh i don't know i don't know about the sub but the english version was terrible it was that the music was oh the music the music was bad 
I usually from one of these Ghibli movies, I get one song out of it. One song I remember after, mm, like the, yeah. the Ocean Way song, which I still think about yeah. it. <laughs> but this this one was just like I don't so, even remember the music. Bland. It was so bland, and really? I feel like it was some songs are like out of place. Mm. I didn't even notice, to be honest. Um, I remember in the moment like really feeling like the best part about the movie was everything in terms of its like atmosphere like the art like the way it was animated the directing in terms of like how they executed like oh they're tiny and everything else around them is big i felt like everything was like to proportion like to 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 their bodies like they're like a nail would be the size of their body and i really like that everything like that was consistent um in terms of like how big things are um but that could only hold me for 20 minutes, you know? Yeah. In a movie like this, where it's like a secret world, like, this movie does not deserve being an hour and a half long. This movie should have been shorter than Ocean Waves. This movie should have been like 50 minutes long. Yeah, it should have, it should have been shorter than The Cat Returns. Yeah, bro, yeah. honestly. And you know what? Is and so you want funny. to talk about Secret World? Yeah. Secret, a real secret world is a cat returns. Yeah, no bullshit. A real secret world is fucking Ratatouille and Toy Story. <laughs> there's more interesting things that happen. Th that there's more interesting things to the universe of Toy Story and toys being alive and rats being able to talk and having their own community than this movie. And they don't yeah. overstay their welcome. You're not sitting there like, all right, I'm bored. I don't care about this anymore. Get to the plot, like. You don't say that in Toy Story because they don't spend too much time on it. They don't waste their time on that stuff. Plus, um, if, um, I feel like... Take your time. You can, you can say what, what you was about to say. <laughs> it's so funny, Manny, because I did a lot of research on like what the book is and like if... Because I'm almost positive that I've seen other movies like this. And there's a movie in 1997 called The Borrowers. And it's like, I, I was like, let me watch this. So I watched that movie. And it's like a dumb kids movies from like the 90s. It's like Gremlins. It's like that like kind of tier. Um, it's not as good as Gremlins, but you know what I mean. It's like that. And um, the main character in the movie is Arietti and and the dude is there and and it's it's like the same story it's crazy but um it's as dumb as that movie is it's way more engaging like i if if i was strapped to a chair and you wanted me to watch that movie it's stupid but i would be able to invest myself because they don't waste time they know that the tiny thing is like okay they're just tiny let's like have a story and in that movie the bad guy is like someone who's trying to tear down their house and it's and it's like oh we have to work together with our human boy and it's dumb but like it's more engaging than this you know that's a story that's something they aren't just sitting around for fucking half of the movie you know and i was like holy shit how is a ghibli movie worse than this like how's that even, how's that even possible and then um and funny enough the guy who directed this movie when Studio Ghibli, I don't know if they, I don't know if Studio Ghibli disbanded or, I don't know. When when Miyazaki retired and Studio Ghibli kind of just like, kind of stopped doing shit, uh, this director, he was like one of the premier directors of Studio Ghibli that was like, you know, when Marnie was there, was like one of the last Ghibli movies. 
like before the wind rises. Um, and this guy was like, all right, I'm going to take some of you guys from Ghibli and we're going to keep doing Ghibli shit, but we're going to do it under a different studio. So he took some of the Ghibli animators and he created Studio Ponok and they made Mary and the Witch's Flower, which is like the other movie that he made. And then they made, um, whatchamacallit, they made a, uh, a sh you know, like anime movies that are just a bunch of shorts, like compiled together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They made a, one of those and he directed one of the shorts in that short, like movie in the movie, like filled with like shorts. And one of the shorts is about tiny people. <laughs> so he did it again, but I'm not going to lie, Manny, that short is so much better because it's like. I don't even think it's 20 minutes long. It's like 15 minutes long. And it's so much more interesting because these guys are like in water and they can, and they have to like fight animals in like the wildlife, you know? So you just see them like living their life as tiny people that have to like fight fish in like, you know, the water and like, like crabs. And he did it so much better in that. And it's just like, yo, what the fuck? Like it's, an, it's so crazy. You know, um, I thought, you know, when already got the pen, like yeah, mm -hmm. I thought she was gonna use it. Why would you introduce something to the to the audience? You just, you just remind me. You said fighting. I yeah. was like, hey, yeah. we had a guy with a guard. Why was that? Why did they spend so much time on that? Because <laughs> like, he thought it was mom. cool. Because they the, thought it was. She cool. gave it to her mom. And her mom this is a, nice, a beautiful pen. Yeah, exactly. And they make you think like, <sighs> why? Why? She never. Actually, I think she does use it to free her mom. But like that's not yeah that's just to cut the thing yeah <laughs> that's don't not portray what I... it as a sword for yeah his, exactly like, sword not us sheathing right yeah mm -hmm. yep like come on yeah like and then you know what else the fucking Native American motherfucker bro he didn't need to be there at all he didn't need to be there at all yeah, he, this... he provided like lore he provided questions but no answers he came was like. Because, you know, the whole time they're thinking they're the last, the last of their kind. Yeah, yeah. And that's why they're so protective over area. Mm -hmm. Yada, yada, yada. And he yeah. comes and they're like, oh, is there, is there more of us? He's just like. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and that's kind of all yeah. you wanted to know. Like, that's all that you wanted feel, to feel, know. Feel, and then they gonna, tell you that. If they're going to show that, if they yeah. show that, I feel like at least in the, in the credit scene. When show all of them, know, maybe. Show of them meeting some, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like. <laughs> Yeah, at least what's you're building point? towards something. Exactly. Yeah. Like, what's the point? Mm-hmm. Like, at least, like, that end, the end I really thought they was going to do it, Ali. Yeah. I thought they was going to do it. The end credits, I was like, okay, they're going to meet some more Native Americans. Fuck no. Yeah. Like, why even bring this fucking guy up? Yeah, exactly. It's so weird. It's so weird how, like, this movie thinks its world is so cool. It's like, yo, aren't, isn't it so cool that they're small? Like, yo, look at them just like drinking tea in their house. Look, look, the tea like drips like a like a like a drip. Like it does one drop, but it's like a tea, and it's like I get it. I saw it like twenty minutes ago. Oh, oh look, it's, it's a, a dollhouse that yeah. would work perfectly for that, bro. Bro, Manny, you want to know what was so fucking stupid? There's also like really dumb contrivances in this movie. Like, you want to know the dumbest thing, Manny? <laughs> Their house is under a latch. You can hide I, I anywhere. Know. And you hide in a place where the humans can go. 
grab open whoa what the fuck is this <laughs> like, you need to hide yes, in a, you need to hide super. in a place where it's not easy to access for the humans and yeah, also Ali chose the secret world bro <laughs> It's the secret world. Secret my ass. You can find it under the goddamn cover. <laughs> it's so fucking dumb, bro. It's so lucky and convenient. How stupid do you have to be to hide under a little, like, cupboard thing? What the fuck is the utility of that anyways? Why is there <laughs> just, like, a little, like, like hatch that goes to the bottom of your house? What, like, what the fuck? Like, what's the purpose in that? I don't know. Do you throw trash down there when you're too lazy to go to the trash can? Ali, I don't know. It makes no sense. The latch makes, the hatch makes no sense. And the house being placed makes no sense. It literally makes, they're asking to get yeah. found to move. The worst, I think the worst part about this movie is that there is no urgency to them leaving when they immediately get seen because when yeah. you see that you're like oh shit conflict is going to spur from this and this is going to be like a really interesting thing and you think that they're going to bounce but they just kind of chill and i'm telling and i'm sitting there thinking like you know when you watch a movie and you think is the movie like taking a really long time to do this or am i just bored and do i and does this feel long the movie objectively takes long you know, sometimes yeah. I watch a movie and it's like that felt like it was 20 minutes when it was really just like 10 minutes. When I feel like something's 20 minutes in this movie, it is 20 minutes. And it's like, oh, my God. Like, you know, when when the mom got taken, I'm like, really? Like, like that already? Like, it's. Uh, <sighs> another, another contrivance, Manny, is one thing that I was so confused about when the mom got taken, I was like. Where's the dad? Where did he go? And I didn't notice it the first time, but I rewatched it. And he's like, all right, I'm going to go make sure the coast is clear for when we leave. What? Do you, wait, what? Your leg is like sprained. What do you say you're going to make sure the coast is clear? What do you mean by that? You have to walk across the fucking garden. How? What do you mean? Make, what do you mean by that? What does that mean? Make sure the coast is clear. You know that the humans know you're there. Someone just dug their fucking hand into your house. You're really going to leave your wife alone to get captured? Really? Are you fucking serious? This movie is terrible. <laughs> oh my god. What does he mean? I'm going to go check. Manny. Manny. Manny, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna fucking say it. It's a your name. <laughs> it's your name. It's your name. It's Not ride your wave. It's ride your wave. It's worse than ride your wave. It it's worse. It's worse. It's it's worse than is, ride is your is wave. It worse? I mean, maybe not to you. To me, it is. Me, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is bad. This is, this is terrible. This is your name levels of terrible, in my opinion. I think this is just as bad as your name. And it's the whole third act. It's like the whole exciting part of the movie. It's like, isn't this fun? Aren't you like, uh, aren't you fucking into it? Like, no, bro. Like, ah. No. <laughs> I hate this man. I hate this movie. This movie is bad. I'm 
I'm glad we're on the same page. <laughs> I I don't even know what the, what the fuck else to say. Um, literally, the only thing good thing I can say is background design. Yeah, I loved. That, the like, bro. I love the sound design as well. I think they did a really cool thing where because they were tiny, noises were louder to them. So they go in his room and the clock is ticking and the it's clock, like ticking. Yeah. yeah, I was like, that's cute. But you know, well, me. I finished this movie, and the first thing I did was immediately hop on TikTok and start <laughs> scrolling. That's how I know a movie's not good. Yeah, yeah, that's perfectly valid. I, when I finished Star Wars episodes, when I finished uh, Marnie, mm-hmm. I sat there. Yeah, I sat there, pondered. Yeah, thought about it, did some research. Exactly, I was interested. Mm-hmm. This movie, I was like. I was like, damn, no, they, they didn't even show the other barbers. Fuck this shit. <laughs> yeah, bro. I was. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. Actually, I saw it today. I watched it today at work. You, oh, you watched Secret Road to Arietti today at work. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm so sorry. Okay. I was supposed to watch it. I knew I was going to finish it today. Yeah. Because work, work is slowed down right now. Mm-hmm. It's slowed down right now. So I knew I was going to finish it today. And I wanted to finish it today. It would be even fresh on my mind. But right. all in all actuality, I should have watched Marnie. Marnie, today. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel that. I feel that. I, whenever I watch movies for our thing, I always try to watch things in order of like how hyped I am. So like Secret World mm-hmm. of Arietti, I saw it before and I was like, in my head, I was like, this is probably going to be good. But Marnie, I, have, I don't know anything about this. And... Mm-hmm. I'm like really excited because I just don't know anything going into this. And I will say, I I did it. I watched these in the right order. I watched Arietti first, and then I was like, all right, let's watch a real movie now. <laughs> oh. Man. Oh, man. I, I, honestly, I, have, I have nothing else to say. This movie is it's, it's, it's terrible. It's, it's dog shit. It's the worst. It's the worst thing we've watched. It's worse than Decadence. Yes. I'd say it's worse than Decadence. Decadence is like <laughs> laughably bad in many ways, but I actually, there was like, Decadence's stupidity was a result of just like hubris and like ignorance. Like the people making that show were like, yo, we can do this and we can do that. And it's just like, no, you can't. Like, stop, stop trying. In this movie, it's just like, it's like they just were, like. What was know. the meaning of it all, Ali? Bro, I wrote, what did it mean? I wrote that in my notes, Manny. I wrote, "What is the point of this movie? What is the point? What is the fucking point?" I can't believe Jubilee. Ju- I was about to say Jubilee. I yeah, should call yeah. it Jubilee after yeah. this movie. Fucking <laughs> Jubilee! I can't. <laughs> Jubilee, Jubilee. They might as well be Jubilee. You know when Pixar, this is like when Pixar makes a bad movie and people are like, how could Pixar make a dog shit movie? How could Pixar make the good dinosaur? This is the good dinosaur of of Ghibli. This is like, what the fuck? This is the Cars 2 of Ghibli movies. (laughs) I don't know how this like got through anyone. Like, bro, like there's no like- I don't know how Miyazaki wrote this shit and was like, here you go. Like, I just don't know. Like, this is it's like, I don't know if they thought this movie was going to get carried by animation or something, but. 
to a lot this of people, movie, I guess like, it did. I mean, I guess I, every movie, all their movies get scary. Man. Yeah, I know. To a lot, I mean, to me, to my, to my dumb ten-year-old self, like that's all I really need going into a movie. Right, right. right? But, um, you know, but a lot of these, changed, yeah. man. Like, bro, you compare this to Marnie, it's like wow, oh, bro. Yeah, and Marnie isn't even like the best movie ever made it's not I like know. it's not even up there for the ghibli it's movies not. but marnie i was like oh my god i feel alive i feel like i just fucking woke up my soul is just like awake again you know this movie compared to marnie is like wow i think wow. i like marnie a lot more because i watched this movie first I know, and right? and i was like oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh like man i yeah Ex exactly and it's crazy because marnie is also based on i was excited for marnie because miyazaki has nothing to do with marnie he did not write the screenplay or anything um it was written by the the, the director and this one is also based off another book and sure. i feel like and that just made it more interesting for me because he wasn't dealing with the concept of of uh the borrowers because miyazaki he did base Howl's moving castle off a book but he like it still felt like a miyazaki movie you know this doesn't yeah. feel like a like a movie from like a dude that's trying to say something like when i watch Howl's moving castle i'm like all right miyazaki's talking to me he's trying to tell me he's trying to deliver a message what message is in arietti nothing there's nothing in that fucking movie it's a, it's like a, I would call it half baked, but it's not even half baked. You didn't even put the shit in the oven. Oh, like I don't even fucking know, like bro, like. I didn't I even know. open my notes. I, I really should because I wrote down a lot of things. Fucking, I don't know, like what does it mean? Like, it means Marnie, nothing. Marnie, it, no, Marnie, no, no, Marnie, <laughs> Marnie means so much more. Yeah. Than this it is insane yeah like, i don't get it i don't know you know when you watch i you haven't you didn't watch your name re like recently but when i was watching your name uh you know i was thinking like how could you watch this movie and go through the process of like writing it looking it over and being like all right this is what we're going with <laughs> like this is the same thing where it's like how could you write this look it over and be like yo this works and then be in the process of doing it and like do you know how many times they like rewatch their own movie and like make sure the scene fits and make sure it like works they must have I done that i hope not so that there is an excuse for why this movie's so dog shit <laughs> like, because if they did it a lot manny it's like what the fuck were you doing <laughs> like uh ah fuck man this i don't know man this is so disappointing it is disappointing you know and it's so weird how this is like the third highest grossing like and like Ghibli is possibly I don't know in in the scale of Ghibli movies, but it's like the tenth highest grossing animated movie of all time. This shit don't deserve that title at all. The fuck? Knock that shit off. You know, you always whenever a Ghibli movie comes out, you think like, oh, it's gonna get nominated for an Oscar. This one didn't even get nominated for an Oscar. It's like I mean the Oscars are like kind of biased and stuff, but they're they are biased towards they're biased towards Ghibli movies. Like the Oscars like Miyazaki and they like Ghibli movies. 
So they usually will nominate a Ghibli movie. But this one was so ass that they were like, yo, nah, bro. Like, like we suck your dicks, but we don't suck your dicks that hard. <laughs> like, it's just like, oh, man. It's crazy. And guess what? When Marnie was here, did get nominated for an Oscar. Yeah. yeah. So. And that that gave me more hope. Because going into it, like, I understand the Oscars biases. And, I, and if a movie gets nominated for an Oscar, I know like that the general populace liked it you know so like i went into it and i'm like all right this is at least going to be for normies decent and it was in my opinion so um marnie yeah. marnie was cool yeah Ma marnie was cool i liked marnie as well and i'm excited to talk about that um, I think that's it for <laughs> I think that's it for Arietti. I don't think there's anything else to say. The movie doesn't give you anything else to say. Fuck this movie. Fucking stupid ass. No, no man's land. No man's land. Three out of ten. Fuck it. Bad. It it might be a two, but I'm gonna give it a three for now. It's a three. What is it on your scale, Manny? Is it lower than Ride Your Wave? <laughs> oh, of course, of course. Yeah. Um, it had no heart. No soul. It's going to be in that fucking three range. But my three range is like, there's only like 10 shows. Like the lowest rated show I have is like a three. So. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> so a three. <laughs> there are like seven. There are like like seven layers of like hell of like Manny's ratings, and that's like that's like it's like the abyss in Made in Abyss. It's like you're on the sixth layer when you're three out of ten. Yeah, no, I never rated anything lower than three. <laughs> oh man, that should be a parody. It's like you go down the abyss, and the farther you go, the more shitty movies you have to watch, and then you bleed out your eyeballs. Arietti, Arietti. This movie sucks, man. And. I wanted to kind of validate my perspective by seeing other people's reviews. Other people like this movie, bro. I know. <laughs> bro, people, I hate people. <laughs> people be like, I read comments. People be like, this is the best Ghibli movie. Just the, the sound, the sound, the music, the this the plot like bro oh my god bro i hate people too man what the fuck like how 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 do you watch this and say this is anywhere near the level of anything else bro if like that's like like if you can say you can come up to me and say marnie's the best fucking Jimmy movie yeah that's fine with me yeah i can completely see someone watching marnie and saying that that's their favorite it's right, like but, it's very plausible. But the fucking the boring shit world of Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck no, man. Holy shit, dude. Oh man. That movie gotta go. It does it this movie if this there are some movies and some pieces of media 
that even if I give them like a three or even if they're bad, I can still derive value from them to the degree where it's like, I am glad that that exists. You know, like I'm trying to come up with an example, but like ocean waves, like I don't like ocean waves, but I see the value in that movie. I see what it's going for. And like, you know, I'm glad that it exists. I'm glad the ocean waves is a movie that exists on this planet. This shit could get deleted from history. And I wouldn't give a fuck. No one would give a fuck. This movie could get erased from the planet. And it wouldn't matter. Yeah. Let that sink in. If, If Marnie got deleted, that would, you know, that would affect me. It would affect some people. That would affect me. I guess, I guess, Marnie, I guess, Marnie, I guess, Marnie is special. I think Marnie's special. Yeah. Marnie is, is, is unique. It's trying to say something. Um, it definitely says something. And that message is definitely portrayed very well. And it's so interesting because I feel like Marnie is so, you know, we talk about the Miyazaki movies and how they're all about war and, you know, it's, it's all about like love and, and family, but these two movies are very similar in in the sense that you have a main character who is isolated and they want to make friends and you know i think this movie i think marnie is very much about friendship and being lonely in the same way that in the same way that arietti is about friendship and being lonely but marnie does it so much better and the and the core story of like what's what marnie is like a foundation on like friendship and you know, not being lonely on top of that narrative is so much more interesting than Arietti. Mm-hmm. And it's executed so much better. It's executed way better. Yeah. Honestly. I think we should move on. Yeah, we need to move on. That's it. We, we just, yeah. This is it. <laughs> I remember, you know, you said on the last episode, like, Princess Mononoke deserves, like, more than an hour. This deserves a long call. This deserves... This doesn't deserve 40 minutes. We've been going for... Four, this does not deserve that at all. <laughs> yeah, let's stop, please. This, let's let's, uh, let's delete this. Delete this That's movie crazy. from existence. Fucking awful. I know. We go on for a long time. These are, like, five hours long. Um, yeah, Arietti. Arietti. Yeah. Do you want to give it a rating? You you said three, right? Like in the three range. Okay. All right. Um. Do you want to talk about Marnie? Or you want to talk about Star Wars? Star Wars. I've Star. We we'll keep Marnie, Marnie for last. Yes, please do. I would like to keep it for last. What do you have to say about Star Wars? Star Wars. Star I want Wars. You to know mm-hmm. Everything I say. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. This is coming from a. Person who've never watched anything related to Star Wars. Okay, so hold on, let me. You've never seen any of the movies. No. You've never watched any of the shows. No. You've never played any of the games. I have only online. Like Battlefront. Yes. Okay, you never played like the Lego games. No. That is so interesting, Manny. Okay. The only people I know is Luke, Darth, Darth Vader, and Yoda. That's all the people wow. I know. Wow. There's the only people I know. 
I was not aware of how. I knew Boba Fett. Okay. Okay. I'm. I was not aware of how uneducated you were on Star Wars. Yes. That so, is very interesting. So keep your perspective. In Everything mind. I say is on the perspective of. Yes. A newbie. Yeah. This will. That'll make for a good conversation. It does. That's yeah. why I had to do the mm-hmm. disclaimer. Mm-hmm. Right. Episode one. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. I agree. I like. I like the animation. It's mm-hmm. different. It was different. It was very unique. I like that. I. I feel like a show. Mm-hmm. That a show that looks at, that has animation mm-hmm. could get a little boring right. to me. Yes, like a, like a 12, 24 episode show with this yes. animation. Mm-hmm. Like, like, yeah, but for one episode, it's perfect. It's perfect. This is where this is where it's incredible because yes, it's it's so interesting because a lot of these episodes. They, they they mix in the Star Wars. They mix yeah. in the, its own lore. Right. It mix in the, the already the Star Wars lore, and it mm-hmm. also mix in a lot of Japanese traditions. Yes. And that yes. is so amazing. It makes it so cool. Yeah. And and the way that they do it in this one, the way they like they um the Star Wars element is imbued in its art style. Like the lightsabers are the color that they are like, you know, in Star Wars, but everything right. else is black and white. And like the little lights, like the LED lights on like the R2, that like is, I believe is also like in color. So, and the guns, like the lasers and yep, the, the, yeah. the, they had the same sound design. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but listen, yeah, this episode fucking the classic, it doesn't get more Japanese than the 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 Ronin, right? The, yeah. the Wandering Samurai. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, so I ha- but I feel like they had to go this route to show you how they mixed Japan, yeah. Star Wars. Yeah, it's, they do it perfectly. This they is, do. This is, this is such an amazing first episode mm-hmm. or something like this. It was like yeah, they had to put so much thought behind this shit. They did. They put. A lot of thought behind it, and Manny. It's like, how do we mix Japan and Star Wars? Why not? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Fucking. And it's perfect, and it's by the guys who did Batman Ninja and the JoJo openings. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, there's also that aspect to it where it's like, yo, it's like, you know, the the the, the goats, <laughs> like the guys who are great at the 3D animation thing, are here doing doing you know God's work. Honestly, it's. Um, Hey, they they killed it. They did, and you know the plot of this episode isn't crazy, which I expect because these mm-hmm. are short episodes, right? Basic plot we've seen this before. For an eighteen-minute short, I think it is pretty. I mean, I think it's pretty crazy for an eight. I mean, when you say crazy, what do you mean? I think it's great given it the time it has. I say crazy. Okay. I think it's like like we've seen this like this type right. of plot, before, right? Mm-hmm. But with all these episodes going in before I even watched them, I was like. The plot isn't really going to affect how I like this because it is short. Yeah. It's only one episode, right? Mm-hmm. So there isn't much plot, even if there was. Right, right. This episode, it just keeps you hooked. Mm-hmm. The fucking, oh, no, when the dude pulled pull out the lightsaber, I was like, yeah. oh, shit, it's red. I know yeah. that's not good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, so it's a, a Star Wars newbie. Yeah. I was like, do good guys have red, red lightsabers? No. I don't know. Now I do. Fuck yeah. no. Yeah. So, uh, and it, that ties in with later episodes where, yeah. like, 
they would I don't get to all this. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, this episode it was smooth. The the way he killed the bitch was clean. Yeah, it was clean. It was actually um, like you believed it. You believed that his final strike was something that she would get hit by and it's something that he would do. It wasn't mm-hmm. like forced. It was like cool. Yeah, um I saw this anime last week. I'm trying to remember anything else from this episode. I really liked it. Yeah, I, I wanted to say that when I watched Star Wars Visions, the month before, um, there's a movie theater in Boston that like screens old movies that I go to like every, you know, it's the one with that, that was doing Taxi Driver that I was talking about. And Akira Kurosawa, like Seven Samurai, and you know, you, you know about those yeah. movies. That's what this is heavily inspired by. And I saw a lot of Akira Kurosawa movies before i watched this so the things that this is directly like emulating i saw those so i watched this and i'm like it's the same thing like they did it perfectly and you know it's it goes beyond just like oh it's black and white and it's samurai like they are there are like references maybe not maybe references is a strong word but there is like harsh homages to the akira kurosawa movies like the um the designs of like the stormtroopers that were wearing like half stormtrooper outfits and like half indigenous like you know like J- japanese like garbs they were th- those similar designs are in seven samurai where they don't where they're not wearing shoes and they're like barefoot and they have like swords but like no sheaths for the swords um that is in seven samurai and they just did that but they like star wars it up and i was like that's so gangster and the main character in this there's another akira kurosawa movie called Yojimbo and it's about a wandering samurai who like he he's a bad guy but he like does good things like that's kind of his gimmick and it's very similar to this movie where um he just in Yojimbo the plot of Yojimbo is he just pulls up and there's a conflict happening in the city and he's like I'm gonna fucking fix this shit and and that's just the whole movie and it's such a basic premise for a movie um but it just works so well in the Akira Kurosawa movie. And and that's just that's kind of what this is, but just Star Wars. Um Yeah, and yeah. I feel like the he's the the character's so interesting because yeah. he's, yeah, he's a bad guy. Yeah, he's a bad guy. Yeah. We don't know anything about him. Mm-hmm. We don't even like the kid asking for his name. He's, yeah. Like nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I think it's so interesting because it keeps up the fucking you know like yeah. I don't, I don't know word, but keeps up the intrigue, you know. Yeah, like I, I still remembered him when I even finished the show. You know, I was like, "What yeah. if that dude got a little song spin up, bro?" But a lot. Of, another yeah. thing with these episodes, a lot of them. I know one in particular, but a lot of them can have that can continue on, right? Yeah, it's I like that. I know one of them that I'll get to later, but one of them is supposed to be a pilot. Yep. Like it was made to be a pilot. Mm. And I read, I think I read that the, the director of the episode, like he wanted it to be a pilot and he said he would continue if he got the green light. So mm. that's pretty cool. But a lot of, a lot of episodes can continue yeah. on on their own. It's, right. It's cool. This episode can definitely do it. The dude's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, his robot was cool. Yeah, his robot was awesome. It was dope. And I love the way I they did it. it. Where it was like on the bottom. Yeah, I like, the like that. The waterfall and shit. I love the ladies like lightsaber like like uh 
like uh umbrella thing like you know like the sith lords i love i love her design i love all the other people in the city that are fighting her and and like how they all get fucked up i love the execution of this i don't know if there's much else to say i yeah, i remember it liking ex- it a lot mm-hmm. that was really that was a good strong episode yeah but that moves us into episode two mm-hmm. tatooine rhapsody right yeah You know, Boba Fett, right? Him yeah. being in the episode was super dope. Yeah. Um, I feel like he carried the episode, and he was barely there. Yep. Uh, yep. The only the things I remember is him. I'm mm-hmm. like, at the end, he's like bobbing his head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that made me laugh. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, he just went from like, from. You know, being like evil bounty like, hunter i'm gonna kill you to like yo your song's pretty lit guys <laughs> like yeah. yeah yeah and the thing about boba fett like the reason i know him because i like his design right yeah he has really, a- mm-hmm. and i think he even in this like this art style he still looks fucking cool yeah right? he does he does and it's you know the contrast between this episode the first one mm-hmm. you know like this one's like you know it's much more lighthearted. it's much more yeah. anime right yeah right and uh honestly like i didn't really like it to be honest mm-hmm. take your time <laughs> Hold on. i feel like uh honestly I feel like this this episode was part of the i feel like this one was it was out of place mm-hmm I can understand how the tone just is not for a lot of people. I don't know if it's the tone. It's like the band thing. I mm-hmm. get it, though. Yeah. Because we've seen the band thing in other anime, right? Yeah. We've seen it in Space Dandy. Mm. And I have to compare this one to Space Dandy's. Okay. Sadly, yeah. this one doesn't even touch Space Dandy, but it, that's okay. Yeah. Do you want to explain? I haven't seen Space Dandy in a while, and I really liked this one to the extent really where... Like- I really did, uh, to the extent where I call it like, like my top three for like the entire show. <laughs> I know, I know, it's pretty crazy. Uh, but I didn't find anything. I, it was very charming for me because this tone you would never see anything of this like, like kind of energy in Star Wars, you know. And when you fuse characters from Star Wars like Jabba and Boba Fett, who are like bad guys. And, you know, they're, like, evil people. And then you have this super, like, like you know, Nickelodeon, like, we're going to be a band and we're going to sing our song. And I just I just really connected with that. I understood the energy that they were going for. And that's not something you see in Star Wars a lot. And I just liked seeing that in Star Wars. It was a, a fresh time. I, I, I get it. And I liked the music. I liked the music in it. I get it. I was in yeah most people did not i i i understand this is one that it came it came off such a strong episode too yeah i went into this hoping that i would not just be getting episodes like the duel i understand that you know in the universe of star wars like people want to see fights people want to see like you know sith and like you know samurai because you know when you do japan and and star wars and you fuse them together you think samurai jedi are like samurai let's just make jedi samurai and they do that very well in the first one but i was hoping that there's so much more to star wars than that and tatooine rhapsody kind of dips its toes 
into something that I didn't even know Star Wars could be. And I like that. I like seeing something different. So, as someone who's not a Star Wars fan, I can understand why it wasn't for you. I really did like it because I like Star Wars, and it you never see shit like that in Star Wars. Right. Yeah. Well, so. I, I, don't, I don't have anything else to say. Okay. I liked that one as well. I did not. <laughs> well, then you got uh, episode three. The uh, twins! The Promare! Promare, Promare 2. Hiroyuki Imaishi, yep. Same Promare character. Yeah. I love the I opening of this one. I love that. I love the... I love the design. Even though, like... What the uh, the, the, the MC of the episode... Mm -hmm. You know, he, he looked just like the guy from Promare. Yeah, yeah. That didn't I didn't like me. that. You didn't like that, okay. Yeah, I know, I, I know, I know your criticisms. Like, you want people to look different. You want them to look unique. I feel like it could, it could be like a, like a little nod or a reference. I mean, I don't know. I feel like Gallos in, uh, uh, what's his name? I, the, I feel like the main character in Promare looks like the dude from Gurren Lagan. I feel like he looks like Kamina, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah he does. So I feel like. That's kind of a nod in of itself. But I understand that this guy looks way too similar to the other guy. So I know that, you know, yeah, that's so not a great comparison. Like literally, they can literally switch spots. Exactly. Yeah. That's valid. Uh, that's valid. I would have preferred if they had a more unique design as well. Yeah. But this episode. This is great. It was all right. It was all right. I, yeah. Right. Um, no, when it comes to trigger. Yeah. The fights were cool, of course. That's mm -hmm. to be expected. I feel like they're they're Sith, right? They're Sith. Yeah, they were both Sith lords, and then like one right. of them kind of like, was turning into a Jedi, and that was like the story of this one. Yeah, I feel like the their Sith armor. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, I loved the story of this one because this is so goofy for Star Wars, and when I say is. goofy, oh, yeah, yeah, I mean know. like. Like, this is definitely Studio Trigger. Like, this is on this. This has the same energy that, like, Promare has, where it's like, giant fighting robots, Evangelion stands. Ah! It's, like, it's like the same thing. But you never see something like that in Star Wars. No one's ever going to fucking cut a thing with a lightsaber, like, cut a, you know, TIE fighter. But um, I feel like I love the energy that it had. And I think that my issue with this one was uh, that the fights, to me, was kind of lame from what I expect yeah. from Hiroyuki Imaishi. I feel like when you think about any other Studio Trigger show and you think about like the standout fights, like the first fight with uh, Ryuko Matoi and Satsuki, you know, I think when you think about the panty and stalking fights, when you think about the best fights in Gurren Lagan, when you think about the best fights in Promare, it doesn't even come close to this, you know? And yeah, this is short, but I don't really consider that an excuse because... The duel was short, and the duel had amazing fights. So, like, you know, I don't really... I'm not going to cut some slack on this one in that sense. And, like, I feel like the fight was just so short. And it didn't really have any, like, cool 3D animation. And um, that was one of the things that bothered me. I really liked the 3D animation in Promare. 
And I really like how fast the camera like swings around all the characters and you see like, you know, them flying about. And I guess it's just two people with lightsabers like standing on a ship. So I guess that maybe it wouldn't entail that much, but it didn't feel very large scale and it didn't feel it felt like they were trying to make something bigger out of something that really wasn't that big at all. You know, it wasn't bad. It just wasn't what I expected. And I felt I want you to remember, I watched Promare the same week that I watched this. So I watched Promare. I'm like, yo, I can't wait to see that Visions episode. And then I watched the Visions episode. I'm like, huh. <laughs> it's like, so that's, I agree that it was all right. I agree that like for me, this one, despite it being the trigger one, it's, it's, it's lower on the totem pole for me. Um, but why, why, why did you say it was I? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love I love the tone. I love what it's going for. I love its energy. It's like, I'm in the evil Sith Lord. I got a stupid crystal over here that did all my power. Like, that's so fun. And I I appreciate that. I took notes on it. Um, I can look at the notes. But keep ta- keep talking to me. I, I interrupted you. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't feel like there's much to say. It's, uh, yeah. it's just from my head, too. Yeah, exactly. But I don't know. Uh, when he, it was cool for me that I I never seen I didn't know or seen a Sith turn good. Mm-hmm. So for me, so, it was kind of cool. Yeah, that was that was dope. That doesn't happen often, so it's cool. It's always cool whenever it happens. Um, and um, I think it was it was cool because you know it's it's oh it's so over the top. Yeah, like them standing on the thing. And mm-hmm. like, yeah, exactly. Like, technically, they shouldn't even be able to do that because they're in the vacuum of space. And, like, you can't do that in Star Wars. You can't just breathe in space. But it's it, it doesn't matter because it's cool as fuck. I love how it starts out. I love the intro of this show where you see one of the starships and it's like, oh, that's the starship. And then it goes, and the music goes, bum, bum, and it, like, pans out and you see, like, it's two things connected. I'm like, oh, shit. That's so goofy and, and cool. Um, I love their, how she had, like... Uh, like lightsabers like attached to all her armor like her her armor was the lightsaber and you could eject lightsabers out of her like elbows and out of her heels um and i like how the dude had like his lightsaber it could extend to like any length um i thought that was cool i i like how they had their unique quirks but that's why i criticized the fight because they didn't really utilize it that much um so it was more for show yeah yeah yeah, I see that. Yeah, but I didn't hate it. It wasn't that it wasn't I bad. It. I thought, yeah, it was fun. It was fun. It was cute. It was cute. That's what I'll say. I think it was for me going from episode two to three. I think it made me like it even a little more because I didn't like two. Right. So. Right. Yeah. Nice change of pace. So, that's that's all I got for episode three. Me too. Me too. Episode four. The Village Bride. Uh, uh, this is like another classic, like Japanese story. Mm. Someone has to sacrifice. This is this is what happens in to your eternity, right? Oh, okay. And someone sacrifices, right? Interesting. Right. Someone yeah, this happens in to your eternity, right? So when I saw it, I was like Oh, I've seen this. This is super Japanese, right? Oh, okay. I've seen it somewhere else, too. I think I've seen it in Mushishi. 
some rose and two years turned me. So I was like, okay. Okay. I've seen this before. This is like episode one. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is the classic Japanese story with Star Wars sprinkle, right? Right. I was like, that's pretty cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and uh, I'm gonna fix my lights, but you can. Uh, you can hear me. Yeah, I have my headphones on. So off the rip, I can tell. Well, well, I wasn't I wasn't able to tell, but when it was shown that the girl was a Jedi, right? Yeah. I was like, oh, she's like a Jedi in training because her master is right there, right? right. So. It, it made me assume that she was like she was young she was learning the ways of the world right yeah. she's probably never seen anything like this where like someone was sacrificing herself so that's why i like brought the episode like she went and talked to the girl getting sacrificed and i think she talked to her sister to see their point of views and in that i think i think those conversations the conversation she had made her go and do what she did where she stopped him right she had it was like it's kind of like i saw it as like i have the power to stop this uh, let me use my jedi powers to stop this right mm. strategy um i wish i remembered the conversations she had with the females right i remember she was just trying to see like their perspectives and i think mm-hmm. what they told her led to her doing what she did Mm-hmm. So honestly, I didn't even think she was like gonna like stop them. Right. I think the the lady, the girl who's gonna sacrifice herself, was like telling her like, "Oh, well, I'm doing this for the better of the village, so this is a good thing that I'm doing this, right?" Right. It is good that I'm sacrificing myself. And then the other girl was like, "Uh, these bad people are gonna kill my sister, right?" Mm-hmm. So it was like those two sides, and then she saw it as like. Well, I have the power to keep these these two people alive. So. Yeah, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. I wish I remembered the conversation they had. I feel mm-hmm. like it's been a while. It's been a week for me. Uh, I feel like I feel like the conversation really changed her perspective, changed her mind on what she was gonna do, right? And her master wasn't telling her shit to do. She was like, the master was like, "Hey, you know, you can figure this out on your own, right? This is like training, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. hey, you're in this situation now. You can do what you want to do." Right, I thought it was pretty cool. It wasn't like, "Hey, blah blah blah, do this." Right, so I think it's cool that this young Jedi in training went out her way to blah blah. blah. And it, I feel like it is good training. And all, and all actually, I was like, yeah. The what you know, you know, because they travel different galaxies, planets, and it's like the way people think. Their exactly. customs are different on each planet, so this is probably like one of her first times seeing something like this. Right, so. We're just trying to learn and the master's like this is a good learning opportunity yeah Go figure it out. i yeah. thought that was cool i thought her design was cool um i feel like everything everything other than the jedi aspect was all right but i feel like the jedi thing was really cool like i said everything i just said right yeah the jedi in training i thought that was that i thought that was this one that is good because that is polar opposite to my experience. This was undoubtedly when I watched it, like the worst one to me because I've seen, I've seen people say that too. I, but your perspective makes so much sense because 
when I watched this, I was like, this isn't Japanese and it's not even Star Wars. It's neither. Really? Because I didn't, I don't understand how this is Japanese. But like when you explain like to your eternity and Mushishi, I'm like, all right, that makes sense. Like, you know, apparently this is like a part of their history. But when I watched this, like, I don't get any like Japanese vibes, you know? And um, aesthetically, this doesn't look anything like Star Wars. It like, I, I, there's no hint of Star Wars outside of the fact that she pulls a lightsaber out at the end. And then there's like the Imperial guy at the end. And I understand they're going for their own thing, but I'm like, this doesn't look bad, but like, this isn't what this is being sold as, you know? But once again, your perspective does kind of change that and it recontextualizes it in a way where it's like, oh, so they like it. I understand what they were going for. It's like, it's more Japanese contrasted with like a pinch of Star Wars to like make the Japanese part like recontextualize in the Star Wars universe. So when I look at, when I think about it right now, based on what you just said, it does sound pretty cool. And I would need to watch something like To Your Eternity or Mushishi to understand the context of like the Japanese aspect. So, right. yeah. Yeah. I, I, surprised I didn't catch it because right, I already knew what was going on. Mm. Like, like, once I said sacrifice, I already knew what was going on. Right. Can you explain it to me? Because I don't really, I still don't really, I, it's been a long time since I watched it. I don't remember what was the plot. I, I don't know. I, I just, I've seen this in other anime before where like, in other anime, it's more like, hey, we're going to sacrifice this child to the gods, right? It's more like that with this one to sacrifice to them. Uh, I think, like, you know, Mushishi is a lot of, like the spirits in Mononoke. Um, <laughs> so I feel like, uh, if I remember correctly, Mushishi did in a way where, like, they were, like, sacrificing for the spirits. And to your attorney, I forgot why. Hmm. To your attorney, they was, like, doing it to, like, a mountain god or something, right? So I've seen it before. Yeah. All right. I honestly really like this episode. I'm glad. I'm glad that you have a different perspective than I do. I'm going to rewatch it now with that context. Baby. Sorry, my dog came in. Give me a second. What are you doing? All right, I'm back. Really? Um, I really liked it. Really cool. That's good. All right, you want to move on to the next one? Yeah. The Ninth Jedi. I fucking love this one. I thought this one was cool as shit. This one was so unique to me. Right. What did you think? This is like the ones I was saying, talking about before. Where like This episode was structured in a way where it can be a pilot. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like this definitely could be a series. And this would be a series I see on like Disney Channel. Right, yeah. Um, so, one thing I would like to say, it's a little, the little twist in the end where yeah. there's like, they finally got to say, one, before I begin that, the lore, the lore in this episode really, what really stood out, mm-hmm. the fact that this, this story takes place way beyond like the movie timeline, right? So, this is, this is in the time where lightsabers were a thing in the past. Well, so, in the movies, so in episodes one through three, it's like Jedi are like in the government and they run like the Republic 
and you know this is how the world is where there's mad jedi and like they run shit and then when the war starts when the clone wars happen and like sidious comes back it's like everything goes to shit and for a long time jedi are out of circulation and a lot of people think like oh jedis are legend jedis never even existed because it's been like that long for some people um and then, you know, when people see a lightsaber, it's like, is that a fucking light? Is that what I think it is? So this might be in that era where it's like, like, there are some Jedi that are still alive, uh, despite um, all the Jedi being massacred, like at the end of episode three. So this does take place within the Star Wars timeline, but it takes place within a unique spot that we don't really know a lot about but could make for some potentially unique stories. And before Disney owned Star Wars, there were mad stories in this timeline, and they, like, did a lot of cool things with it. Like, uh, Star Wars The Force Unleashed. Like, I don't know if you know those video games, but that takes place in this timeline, um, like, in between three and four. And that I, I believe that's what this movie takes place in. It could take place in between six and seven, too. I don't fucking know. Interesting. Yeah. That, from my perspective, like, mm -hmm. I didn't know that lightsabers were rare. They look yeah. pretty common to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were common at a time in the universe. But right. then there okay. was a point where they weren't. And that was that point. Yeah, this is the this is the, the newbie side coming out. But still, I feel like it was like... But the same like, the same appeal to you is the same appeal to me. Because it's something you don't see. They don't, they don't do stories like this. So yeah, there's like lightsabers are a thing in the past, and like, oh, this is a lightsab lightsaber maker. I gotta go, like you know what I mean. And then um, the fucking the character design, right? Yeah. So I was getting to all those fucking bad guys. You know, they didn't look like fucking bad. They didn't guys, look right? like bad guys, right? Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, the fucking the dude. The good guy, the old Jedi Master, looked like the bad guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you didn't fucking see it coming. Exactly. I know Take other shows do this. I don't know. And the thing is, right, Ali, where it really hits home, this is this is a show. This is Star Wars is a, a thing where like you can tell easily who the bad guy or the good guy is, right? Yeah. Well this this episode, you don't fucking know. Right. Well you thought you knew, but you didn't. <laughs> yeah, so that gets a check. That gets a check for me. Yeah, yeah. It, it really caught me off guard. It was, it was a cool ass scene mm -hmm. where like, everyone got the lightsabers. Yeah, and and they all oh, to, yeah. like turn red. And it's like oh shit! Like you know that got a reaction out of me when I saw it. That was a good scene. Yeah, that was fine. That's what I would do in my show. Yeah, yeah. That's Crazy. you know that's why Squid Game is is a five out of ten. <laughs> See, the thing is too with this episode I thought this episode was going to go in a way different direction because I thought it was like the guy who looks like the bad guy giving out the messages right was going to bring all these Jedi together fuck them right yeah but it's completely opposite exactly so for me for me a guy who's always trying to predict shit yeah I got it wrong mm -hmm. maybe made it better yeah so that was great yeah I, that's what I loved about uh -huh. it I um it was one of the most well it was conceptually one of the coolest ones and it was also one of the most well written ones so 
That's why I gave it a lot of points, you know? Aesthetically, it just looks like a normal anime. It doesn't even have, like, a unique art style or anything, but it didn't really need that, you know? Hold on. I'm just gonna... Can you see me when I'm like this? No, I can't. Your screen turns orange. But give me one second, Manny. My mom's uh, calling me. <sighs> Alright, I'm back. Alright. Uh, another thing I want to touch on, because I'm a Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. The girl when she carried the lightsaber, how it was dull. Yeah. And then the final fight actually turned blue. Mm -hmm. I thought that was cool. That was that yeah. was cool. It was cool. Yeah. It was very cool. I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know it worked like that, right? Mm -hmm. Well, thought, it works like that only for this. That's not how it works in like that's okay. actual Star Wars. Yeah. No, cool. It's still cool. It's 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 an okay thing to write into the story for the context of this short. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is like what I was saying before. Where this episode can definitely build off a series. Uh, they even they even left they even le like finished the episode on like a cliffhanger kind of. It was like it's like hey, all right, go, like now save your dad and yeah. save all the Jedi that mm -hmm. these people got. Yeah. So exactly. Who knows? Maybe they could do something with that. I'll definitely tune in. Me too. This episode is great. Definitely top tier. And the fighting was great, too. Like, I remember watching the fight scenes, and it's like, yeah, this doesn't have, like, super unique animation, but, like, it looks like it's good choreography. I just remember saying that to myself when I watched it. I was like, this is good. Mm. I liked how um, the good the good Jedi that came, mm -hmm. um, you can tell he's not good at fighting. And he even messaged it. He's like, sorry, I can't. Not that strong, right? Yeah. And he was like, you're good, bro. Yeah. Um, I like that. You know, he, he's going to go through his little, uh, his training arc in the future become, you know. Exactly. Exactly. But I, I, I thought it was cool that, like, this, the, the little girl that just became, who just got the lightsaber was fucking shit up. But this guy, right? Mm hmm. Trash. I thought yeah. that was cool. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, there was a dude with the the monster looking guy who was like the bad guy, and it was like when they finished off the other dude, there was like the the, ma the master came. He was like, "Yo, bro, what are you doing?" He was like, uh, "The force got to me. I'm good now." Yeah. I, was like, okay, you know, I don't know about that. One, yeah. I, I don't know if it works like that. It it sadly does, and it's it's kind of sometimes it's done well, and sometimes it's stupid. That was one of those moments where it was like. <laughs> so, I guess. That's pretty good. That's yeah, pretty good. yeah. Uh, that's that's facts. It was. I literally like my fault, bro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know they had the little ragtag group of Jedi. Mm -hmm. Are gonna go on adventures? So that was cool. Was cool. Good. So I think it was top tier. I think it was. Uh, it was in my, if I had to rank these episodes, it's in like, it's in the top half, you know, it's in like, there's the bottom half and then this one is in the top half. Yeah. I probably put like fourth. Um, I have them. I have them all written down. I actually know what my, what my ranking is. I, I already did them. So let's do that. Let's do that last. Yeah. We'll do that last. Six. Six. Six is the, the robot Jedi. Did now. Yeah. For me. It's cool because mm -hmm. they know Ob 
objects to become Jedi. Yes. No, it never happened. Manny, well, actually, it it does sometimes. So, uh, General Grievous, um, I don't know if you've ever seen him, like, if you've ever seen a picture of this character, but he's a droid Sith Lord. He's a droid, but he's a Sith at the same time. And he's my favorite character in Star Wars, because I think that's just so fucking cool that a droid can be a bad, can, like, be a Sith. Um, right. And there's, like, like droids don't really have like agency to that degree where it's like i'm gonna become a jedi and i'm gonna get a job like you know it's usually you're programmed to do this one thing and like that's your that's your prerogative right but i think it's i I think it's cool when droids get to you know express their individuality like with their ideals and stuff um and manny I, i i love this one i fucking love this one and this is from science saru like the people who do like Devil Man and stuff, but it's not by Masaki Yuasa. It's not by the guy who make who like directed Devil Man. But it's the same studio, and I was just like, and they always do something creative like animation wise. And I I love the sequence where he's like imagining being a Jedi, and like <laughs> pretending like he's a Jedi, and like they just do cool shit like that in every one of their movies. In every new thing they do, they get creative in that way, and I love how they get creative in this. And I just, I loved it. I fucking love this one for that reason. And it's, um, it's also, it's, it's anime and it's Japan in the sense that it's a homage to like Astro Boy and like Mega Man, you know, um, you know, you got the dude with the big beard. He's like, you know, oh, Mega Man, you're such a good boy. (laughs) It's like, um, and I love that because, you know, the guy who made Astro Boy basically made anime. So like, that's a great. That's a great thing to make your story about. Yeah. Um, it's cool. Uh, it, it even, like, reinforces the fact that, like, the force is everywhere, you know? Yes, yes. It's so everywhere that I got this robot. Right. And and the whole idea behind the force is that, like, it affects... It's like Dragon Ball with, like, energy. Like, energy lives in every living thing, even if it's, like, a tree or something, right? So, like, you know, then it makes you think, like, oh, the force affects a droid? Does a droid count? And like it does in this in this thing, and that's so cute. Like, you know, it acknowledges that a droid is like a living thing because it it is alive, and he he you know he has feelings and stuff, and that's beautiful. I loved it. Fucking, I love the fight at the end too. I love when he fights. The it was dude. cool. It was like raining and shit. Yeah, it was raining and shit, and he's so tiny, and the other dude's so big, and like I think he got his arm cut off, right? Like. Or something. I thought that was crazy. I was like, they never, they never like, they never do shit like that. Star Wars never gets that like gruesome where it's like, yo, the guy got his leg cut off, but he's still fighting. Like that never happens. So like, this is crazy to me. I loved it, man. Um, I love the art style. I love the robots, and I love that his dad like dies, and he just like, he's like, I gotta, I gotta keep going on. You know, that's so cool to me. That's yeah, like I wasn't got, expecting that at all. Um, daddy got slapped. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, I, I excuse these episodes for like making like newborn Jedi so good at fighting immediately, mm-hmm. right? Because it's fucking one episode, right? So I, I don't fucking I don't penalize the episode for making this robot so good at fighting. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> It is funny, but 
accept it. Yeah. I thought this episode was cool. I mean, you could make the argument that I don't want to defend this too long because I, I I don't know how much this is like what Star Wars is about. But I feel like the Force is like something that you are in tune with and the force is guiding you so you can be good at doing star wars as much as other people do star wars but you're right it is kind of weird how like they don't train at all it's like this dude and me like he just came the sith lord or sith guy just came smacked this jedi master and then this newborn robot came and smacked him you know it's funny to think about but yeah that doesn't take away from the episode I'll give give me one second. Let me let me get my dog out of here. He's probably gonna come in again, but I'll lock him in another room when that happens. No, but like when people train in the Force, I feel like when people train to be a Jedi, it's training to be in tune with the Force. I think so. The fact that this kid was so passionate about being a Jedi that he was able to be OD out the gate is why, like, that's that's how I think that's the logic they were running under, and. Yes. I'm okay know, with that. Kind of with the with the future episodes, kind of doesn't work that way. You think so? With the episode, they fight the old samurai fucking shit. The kid, but they, but they um, the kid's not in tune with the force, bro. He's not that passionate. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> that kid's a little bitch. He's not in tune okay. with the force. That's kind of the logic of Star Wars. If you I are in it. tune with you know the Force, what? that makes that makes it even cooler sometimes. Yes. Yeah. The point of the Master is not the training and fighting, right? Just like in the last episode, the, the village bride. Yeah. Like that ma- that Master is not there to train her to fight. Exactly. Her and everything else. Mm-hmm. Like how so, about that episode was about? The whole thing with the Force, it's like the way the way Jedi are in Star Wars. It it's supposed to be like an analogy for like religion and like not Christianity specifically, but you know how the people worship the deer God in like, uh, you know, Princess Mononoke. And it kind of has this vibe of like, yo, you got to love everything, you know, even like regardless in, in, in star Wars, the idea of being a Jedi is like, you got to try and be peaceful at all costs. And like you use your lightsaber when you need to use your lightsaber and you you kill when you need to kill kind of thing. Right. And you do it with like with, you know, empathy and stuff. And a young Jedi, even if they are wielding a lightsaber, they're like, Master, I'm ready. Like they still probably don't get it entirely. You know what I mean? So like the idea and this is like the reason why I love the the robot episode is because he still has the youth of like a little kid. But he's been alive for like a grip. So he's like, he's smart, but he's still like youthful and like hopeful. You know what I mean? So it's like that. It's like those two things mixed together and he gets to be OD because because he's a robot. And because he like has that has that edge. So that's why I liked it. I, I thought it was really thoughtful and unique and good. It was it was unapologetically Star Wars and it did it in a different way. It's this is such a basic Star Wars story of like I'm a Jedi and I'm gonna kill a Sith, but they do it in so in such a unique way, and I love that. Yeah, this was like if it was a human boy, mm-hmm. this episode wouldn't be good, but you know. Yeah, exactly. it is different. It's cool, and it, as a newbie, mm-hmm. it's really cool for me. Right? Yeah. That's all I got for that one. Mm-hmm. And then 
Next one, the elder, the other studio trigger one. The other yeah, one from them. This uh, one. This one was so. It was so bland, wasn't it? You think it was like, bland? I love the. Oh, the art style was kind of bland. Yeah. Very but, bland. It's like the worst one. Yeah, visually, it's probably the worst one. But. It was so like. What the fuck? I don't know. Mm -hmm. every, I, every show looks so unique. Oh, every episode looks unique. This one looked like. I know. They were trying to make it look realistic. And when you get to the fight, I understand why. I think aesthetically, when you get to the fight and being able to see like details in their face and it looking like a normal human's face and not having this like harsh anime aesthetic, I think that really aids it because it's supposed to kind of, you know, they're not really talking. It's like a, it's like a samurai battle. Um, so I kind of liked it aesthetically. I wasn't, that wasn't really my issue. My issue was more so I have issues with this one. I think it's cool in so many ways, but I think it's also really dumb in other ways. So what did you like about it? What do you think? I like that the villain had dual wielded lightsaber fucking sword, literally yeah. swords. They were swords. They were, they weren't even lightsabers. They were like swords. They were knives. I love the concept of like, you know, some dude hiding in a hut, like waiting for people, waiting for people to come to him. I thought that was cool as fuck. I like, you know, his design and the master design. Like, yeah. Those are like really like, you know, anime, anime shit, right? You know, the, the old short bald guy. With fucking <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, yes. You, know, you see that everywhere. Yeah. The fucking the dude. Now I was thinking about the dude, the master, the Jedi master looked like that one guy from Bleach, the captain. Or the like the captain. Pink. What's his name? I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> the, okay, they look. Oh my god, bro. <laughs> Send a picture. Um, Send a picture in the Discord. What's the what's the fucking what's their name? Soul Reapers? Yeah, that's what that's what they're called. Shingami. Um Fuck. Does he have pink hair? No. What does he have? His name is Alright, so the the captain of all the Shinigami is a, is a bald old guy, right? But oh, I know who you're talking. I know what he looks like. The guy I'm talking about, the Soul Reaper captain. They're all captains, right? But he's like the head captain. I'm not even talking about him. I'm talking oh, about okay. fucking. His name is Kiyoraku Sensu Sensu. I'm gonna I'm gonna send a picture. Okay, please do, because I can't I can't find it on my phone. Kyoraku. Kyoraku. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. Kind of looks like him, right? Yeah, he does. He looks exactly like him. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I had to change the the scenery because 
phone's gonna die. But, gotcha. Um, you know, they both look like they share an anime. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got that vibe from them. You know, even though this wasn't a much Japanese shit going on, other than the those two appearances and the fucking the light the light katanas. Yeah, that's. I mean, I thought it was very Japanese because they were literally fighting like samurai. That too, right? Yeah, it's like, it's like those two. Those two is just like all the Japanese influence. Yeah, the episode needed, right? And I, I had the. Uh, it felt Japanese, definitely did. Mm-hmm. Try and get some lighting. That's okay. It felt Japanese. So, and I thought I thought the fight was cool, and I know the fight is like the kind of like the cover art of the show, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, when they first came together, I thought that was it's a cool last scene. Mm-hmm. I need to. This case, cause my room doesn't have lights right now. So. I can see you very clearly right now. Okay. But yeah, honestly, uh, I like that the 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 Sith guy was like. He was saying that all the Sith were dead, were dead. Mm-hmm. and he was just doing his own thing, you know. Yeah. Now, I don't know. I don't know about the movies. Right. But I, I thought that was pretty cool. I thought that was cool too. Um, you know, in Star Wars, you know, there's a point where, in like you know, Episode One, Two, and Three, everything is chill, and there's kind of there's kind of no Sith. You know, they're just kind of chilling and everything's like cool and then the sith like rise up throughout those movies so maybe this took place in that era where like hey we're cooling and it's like hey who's that <laughs> you know on that planet so you know but i feel like uh, didn't he say all the sith were dead he said all they all them died well yeah could that, could that still work in that timeline because the old guy was like all the shit died it became too they became to something and led to their downfall. Right. Um, I don't want to. Before episode one, I don't. There's you don't really know anything about that. But there's an implication that like governments reigned. The Jedi were in the Republic, and there really was no opposing force to like counter them. There were no <laughs> Sith around, and the rise of the Sith. The implication is that it starts with like Darth Sidious, and then. In episodes four through five, the Sith are ruling shit. Darth Vader is up in this bitch. Darth Sidious is up in this bitch. And then when they die... Darth Vader comes up in the fourth one? Yes. So but the fourth, like- the fourth one, episodes four, five, and six were the, were the first three movies to come out. They made those, and then he was like, I'm going to make prequels. And then he made oh. prequels. Yeah. So okay. that's how it worked. So but, who, was um, the guy, who was the prequel antagonist? Um, it was multiple people. <laughs> it was a lot of people. It was Darth Maul. It was Darth Sidious. Darth Sidious was the main one. And Darth Sidious is Darth Vader's master. But the whole point of the prequels is how Darth Vader became Darth Vader. That's like the whole story of the prequels. So. Um, so what were you saying about visions? Um, we're, we're talking about like the timeline. Yeah, where it fell. I don't really know. It could be if we're talking about a time where Sith are dead and like Jedi are in order, it has to be before episode one. Because after episode six, 
Jedi don't necessarily take over the universe again. The Sith start ruling again because of episode seven. <laughs> so um, it has to be episode one. It has to be like episode one or before that time or like, you know. Yeah, that's 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 my that's my answer. This site right here says. Uh, uh, this episode takes place before the prequel trilogy. Yep, and the prequel trilogy is episodes one, two, and three, so that makes sense. Just looking at the this old guy's design again, like I like how his his light katana mm -hmm. it didn't it, it didn't have that little the saber base where you're used to. It was literally like it was like yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. Oh. Like it's like wrapped like that. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Right, that's. It looks it like looks a sword. So, it looks so katana like. Yeah. You know? That's then badass. it's just like the light shit, but mm -hmm. that's cool as fuck. That is pretty cool. I like the design of the old guy, and he makes. I love his ship. I think his ship looks cool as fuck. <laughs> yeah. I love how his ship blows up. Yeah. Like, they don't know who that guy was. Mm -hmm. It's like, the fuck was that? <laughs> I love I love the fight with him. I love, you know, we talk about the force and like what it means and like, you know, how how can some people win and some people can't. And the reason why this guy beats him is cuz this guy's stronger with the force and this guy got angry and he got like pissed and he, you know, lost his temper and that's not being in tune with the force. You know, when you're a samurai, you got to you got to flow like water, like fucking Bruce Lee. You got to be chill. You got to be uh zen. And this guy wasn't Zen. He was like, ah! And then he used his fucking lightning. And he blocked him with the lightning. And I just... The way it was executed was so cool. Because it was like... It was a traditional samurai fight. But it was like... With Star Wars powers. So my man uses his lightning. And then he gets baited. And I, th I thought that was so dope. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I liked dope. the fight. But I think it's so fucking stupid that him and the kids split up when they know that there's an evil, like, Jedi that's possibly roaming around and it's so unsafe. It's like, all right, you go that way. I go this way. That's some Scooby-Doo bullshit when the stakes are so high. <laughs> fucking, ugh. That, that, like, brought it down, like, a whole point. Because that's, like, the whole reason the kid gets fucked up. And it, like, you know, I can't be into that when it makes no goddamn sense. That's some Squid Game shit. <laughs> Don't walk away from the girl. No. <laughs> it really is, in my opinion. Like, that's a squid game motion. Ah. Uh, I went into this show thinking the duel and the elder are going to be the best ones. That those that was what I was thinking. So when I and I was also really hyped for the studio trigger one. So when this one was like when it had that, I was like, no. Yeah. I was so mad. That's like the one big criticism I have for this one. <laughs> Is there anything else you got? About this one? Uh, yeah. Let's see. I don't think I do. All right. I think uh, I thought the I thought the fight choreography um, was great on the last one. I think. Hold on. Um, the fucking the dude, the 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 main guy was saying. I remember he said, uh, "I I think the the lesson learned for the the young Padawan 
Yeah. Was, um, I think they were talking about age. And, like, I think the dude said, I didn't defeat him. He lost to his age or something like that. Mm. Damn. And I feel like, I guess the lesson learned this this episode for the young guy was, like, uh, it was, it was more, I, I saw it as, like, know your limitations. Mm-hmm. Like, you can be, it doesn't matter how strong you are, like, like age is always going to fuck you up. Mm-hmm. And probably that old guy probably back in his day was that nigga, but yeah, and no more, you know? yeah, it's um. So I guess that I I, th- I thought that was like a little lesson for the for the kid. Mm-hmm. I I also, it's been a long time since I've seen it, but you could also interpret that as like age made him mentally not as strong. You know, right. like even though he's a Sith Lord and he's already by default like kind of weaker, um, he he was stronger in the sense that he wasn't he made he might not have been like he's kind of senile because he's old right but if he mm-hmm. was like in his 20s he probably would have fucked both of these niggas up <laughs> yeah yeah so, so yeah i i just read that off my notes yeah uh, yeah uh that's was, all i got absolutely all right it was all right it's uh it's not it's not up there for me though it's not mm-hmm. one of my favorites it's not in my top half it's in my lower it's in the lower half yeah. So, episode eight, Lop and Ocho. Lop and Ocho. The longest one, I think. I think this was the longest episode. It was like 20 minutes. The the Nine Jedi was 22. Really? I believe. Okay. Interesting. But this was another long one. This was a long one. What did you think about this one? I like the style. I like the style too. I like how big the world feels. I like the character design, and I, I, think... I feel like this. I feel like the lob. I like the lob's design. Yeah, the me bunny too. Fit. Mm-hmm. I don't really like that shit in other shows. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like it makes sense for Star Wars, though. It it looks good. It it's like not out of place in Star Wars, but it's it like it, I like how it looks on her. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. what's that? That show. Legend of the the Shield Hero. Have you seen that? No, but I know what you're talking about. That girl, right? The little the rat girl. Oh, I didn't. Oh, no. I didn't know the character, but I know of the show. I okay, didn't know there was a rat girl in that show. Yeah, I usually don't like. I don't usually don't like shit like this, but I don't know. It looked cool on her. Yeah, me too. I and, usually uh, I'm not no. into that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the uh, the episode, you know, there's a lot. There's a lot of Japanese shit going on. There's a lot of Japanese shit. This this is about the way they're dressed, but yeah, that's right here. I feel like the Japanese stuff kind of overpowers the Star Wars stuff, low key. Yeah, like you already know, like classic Japanese hairstyle. Yeah, like at a glance, it looks it looks more Japanese than it does Star Wars. Like if you show someone yeah. a screenshot, you're not gonna think it's Star Wars. Yeah, right. And, and know, like the village the, bride. The, go ahead. She has the fucking. Orochimaru fucking yeah. Uh, uh, rope. You know my my character for honor has this shit. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you know they, she doesn't even look like it. But these two clearly, you know, look very Japanese. Right. And she's even like another thing too. Like she's like way whiter than him because you know how like Jap- Japan they think like the whiter you are, the beautiful like. Mm. So that's that's a little nice touch, honestly, right? Interesting. Um, 
But yeah, and you know, he has a little clan thing on his fucking Yeah. There's a lot I of didn't, cool I didn't notice her skin until now, but mm. some Japanese touch. You know how you were saying that the village bride was mostly Japanese, but there was a reason why it was mostly Japanese, because when you get that little bit of Star Wars, it's like, ah, here's how Star Wars would would impact this very traditional Japanese thing, right? So mm. the ratio of Japanese shit versus Star Wars shit it's 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 not that bad being more Japanese than Star Wars because there's a point. I yeah. don't really feel like there's that much of a point for not having a lot of Star Wars shit in this. And um, I feel like when the Star Wars shit does come, I don't... I think it's cool, but it's like... I don't know. I just... I don't know. I, I really... I like, I like this you, episode. You like this one? Okay. I didn't hate it. It wasn't like bad, but it was the one... Once again, it's kind of... It's lower on the totem pole for me. I don't know why. I feel like this one, it, it, it's another case of, uh, I just be, I just got this lightsaber, but I'm already fucking nasty with it, right? Yeah. We accept that. Yeah. But right. the thing is, um, I like when she's fighting her she sister. Used, she, like, she uses the force mid-fight. Yeah. Now that, that, so that means two things, right? That means mm-hmm. one, oh shit, <laughs> that was fucking fire, right? Yeah, right. Two was like, how the fuck did you do that? <laughs> yeah, and and no, uh, I, you know, like you were saying before, she's so in tune that right. it was sec. It was like, it was, it was, it was yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, from my perspective, I wish it was more like, I wish she was like, she was in, in the fight during the fight. I wish she was in a state of like desperation where she really needed to use the force to grab it. Yeah, and then she tried to, and then it came, and it's like yeah. she was like. <gasps> <laughs> and then did something right, but yeah. this one it was just like she was fighting. Yeah, it was like, yeah. Ugh. yeah. I would. They could have executed a little better, in my opinion. Okay. The scene, but the scene was cool. Mm-hmm. I wish. I wish he showed like some excitement. She was like, oh, yeah, like I, I just, just I yeah, because her character wasn't she like weren't. Correct me if I'm wrong, but was she passionate about like Jedi? Was she like freaking out like, oh, you gave me a lightsaber? Did no? I, I guess they didn't do that. Um, nah. Okay. No, Honestly, it, it's it's cool. I thought the scene was fire, so it gets a pass. Yeah, me too. Me too. It was beautiful. But do you think do you think the way I said it would be a little better? Because like she didn't even like need to use it. It was kind of like this the show flexing. That's true. There's a na- like the way you said it. There's more of like a narrative justification for like, yo, you got to understand this now, <laughs> like, but yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I don't know. I, don't know, I thought the way I said it would be like fire. No, I understand not. the reason. I understand the logic behind what you're saying, and the logic behind it is valid. And you are right. It needs to be more interesting than what it is. Um, I don't know if the force works like that to where like just because you need something. You know, that's it's it's like the dear God being like, All right, I'll give you a power boost because you're about to die. Like, you know, that's well, not, like, that's not how the like force works. The power boost regardless. Because she under she was in tune with the force and she was like vibing and she like understood it. But well, if you're in desperation, you're like, Save me, please. Not, not like not like <laughs> not like that. It's more like she like in during the fight she got like outmaneuvered, outplayed, mm-hmm. and like or like one of the last things she can do is like use the force to just grab the weapon to block, you know, like yeah, if you can make yeah. it in a way where it's like not like so desperate, like ah, like yeah. super saiyan. But you're like, right, you're right, you're right. 
She was like, right before she gets stabbed, she like use it, sh- sh- block. Right, <laughs> right, yeah. I think like, that would have been cool. That would have been you're you're at. I agree with you, Manny. You are articulating it well. I agree. That would have been cool because she is like kicking ass, and then she's like, well, boom, and the show's like, was it that cool? And it's like, yeah, but she didn't need to do that. You're right. You're it was, absolutely it was cool, right. Though. It was, it was cool. cool. They animated it so like they were like, guys, this one a month, just this one shot. <laughs> it it was so good. I love that fight. I, I want to cool. this. Okay, I have a criticism for the entire thing, and mm-hmm. this applies to every episode. And this is more Disney Plus's fault than it is the show's fault. <sighs> I watched it subbed. I watched it in Japanese, and I turned on the subtitles. The subtitles are not for the Japanese one. The subtitles are for the English one. And they are synced to the English dialogue. They are not synced to the Japanese dialogue. So the rate at which someone is saying it in the English dialogue might be faster than how the Japanese people say it. So I'll see the subtitle, and it'll say the English word, the English line, and then it'll move on to the next thing before the Japanese people are done with that line. Or it'll cut off because they're done talking in the English one, but they're still talking in the Japanese one. And that was so fucking annoying because Disney likes to be their brand. Like, hey guys, we like anime now too. Well, do it. Do your fucking job. Do what you're supposed to do. And they weren't doing that. And as someone who is trying to like give Disney a chance and, you know, take my Disney Plus subscription that I fucking canceled and resubscribe so I can watch this one anime thing. It's like, you baited me. You don't even care. You didn't even do it right. (sighs) So that was really frustrating to me. And it was most evident in this episode than it was in any other. And uh, hey, you should went to English, man. I'm not dealing with that. I yeah, can't. I know it was it was annoying, but um, I don't know if I would have. I liked. I don't know if I would have liked the English versions. I don't know. I know it was like they went Studio Ghibli with it, where it's like, oh, look at this popular voice act. It's a it's mm-hmm. an actor. It's the guy from Stranger Things playing the master. So. I don't know. It probably was good, but subs over dubs. That's how I am. Huh. Well, I, I watched it, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. A lot of people did. And, you know, it would be a better experience because it's, like, not cumbersome and annoying. So, yeah. Lop and Ocho. I mean, I don't really have much to say. I, I, I got, I got cute. one more thing to say. Go ahead. Um... Um. Oh, the fucking the. I, I I wrote. I love how the lightsaber is passed down like a like a heirloom, generation to generation. That's another like Japanese touch, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, That's cute. I think I said the the background, the backgrounds of. This backgrounds of scene looked really good, especially in the last fight. Yeah, they were very detailed and very like, you know, like I don't know. When when the backgrounds have a lot of detail and you can see like small scratches on like, you know, doors and stuff, it really mm-hmm. puts you in the universe and it makes you like invested. Um I'm starting to remember what good background art feels like because I'm rewatching Cowboy Bebop and I'm like, ah, I feel like I'm in a world. I don't feel like I'm just watching a show. You know, you go from watching yeah. something like My Hero and then you watch Cowboy Bebop. My Hero feels like 
you know, they pulled something from a visual novel cut like video game. <laughs> and then you go to Cowboy Bebop and it feels like, yo, I need you to paint a fucking canvas. And it's like, I got you. I need it by six. Yeah. <gasps> <laughs> fucking, um, yeah, I, I really noticed the backgrounds in this episode, especially coming from um, the Elder, where it was just like, the rain was cool, but like other than yeah. that, it was just like the mountain, but like a mountain, right? Exactly, exactly. But this one, like you know, they had a little the, the city, and I thought that was fire. It looked fantastic. It, it looked did. great. And uh, and like I said before, like the how they passed down this, the lightsabers, like it makes it it makes it feel so legendary, right? Yeah. It was like in that episode, it was like all the lightsabers are gone, and they're like, oh, this guy, this yep. guy can make lightsabers. They all came. Yeah. Well, yeah. this one is like. They passed the shit down. I was like, that shit is so fire. Yeah, that is fire. And that was just another that's just another like Japanese touch. The show was this episode was so Japanese. Mm-hmm. It was so fire. Um I'm glad you liked it. Uh I like I like that they even show like a little slideshow of like it was like a Jedi that came to this planet, trained him and got passed down, passed yeah. down, passed down. He's like, now I give it to you, Lop. Mm-hmm. Go save your sister. Yeah, I was like, "Oh shit, that was fire!" Right, I thought that was really good. And another thing, uh, um, I said this episode tackles the idea of blood versus family. Yeah, and how uh, blood doesn't make you part of family. Yep. Loyalty, and in the end, the his daughter, his blood, betrayed him, mm-hmm. and. Lop, who has no relationship, relationship to him, didn't, and they're not related, right? So yeah, and it's even interesting before 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 that even happens. He was like, he's told her, Lop, I know, growing up, I probably gave Ocho more love and more care because she was like my blood, but he was like, now I see you both as family, right? Yeah, and then you see all, you see the betraying, you see, blah, blah, blah. You see how this, you see how Lop remained loyal. Right, yeah, and um, I thought that was I thought that was fire. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. But and, and at at the same time, it was like, can you blame the sister? Can you blame Ocho for what she did because he's trying to save the city or the planet? Right. But can you blame uh, her dad because he's just trying to save the city in his own way? Right. So no one's really wrong, but yeah. it's like yes, she, went, she had the dark force or the yeah. dark whatever. It's and it, that makes you think she's wrong right but in all actuality he's really not mm-hmm. but she sided with the bad guy so she's wrong yes yeah so i really like that touch with blood and family because that i think like that goes that goes into a lot of japanese stuff too yeah so, and star wars i thought that was a great theme that was, i thought that was an amazing theme one of the one of the things with star wars uh conceptually it's it's really like based on samurai like they wear fucking kimonos they have like you know like samurai swords basically star wars conceptually is literally based on like a lot of samurai stuff and um stuff you see in this episode is very similar to star wars like in general um and it's like i don't know it just fits in like a glove uh yeah and this show tackles this like blood thing in a way that the movies don't and i think that's Mm -hmm. cool so yeah for me this is one of my favorite. This is one of my favorite episodes. That's this cool. Top three. That's awesome. I don't know. I feel like this episode had a lot going for it. Mm-hmm. The backgrounds, the the lightsaber history, the theme, yeah, Lop's design. The fight was cool. The force part was cool. 
mm-hmm. and it even ended in a cliffhanger where they can keep this one going. So yeah. I thought this episode was banger, really good, cool really banger. And then we have the last one, Aka. Honestly, Aka. I'm surprised you didn't like that one. Yeah, I um, I just, I just didn't care. And you know, you say like that. You say the girl. Uh, it's like, oh, I, I loved the other girl and I didn't really love you that much. And I'm sorry for, you know, giving her more attention than I gave you. That is the perfect setup for like someone becoming a Sith. So I'm, I'm, I hear him say that and I go, hmm, okay. Like, I'm surprised she's very cool with this. If that shit happened to me, I'd want to fucking kill you. <laughs> like, so I, I, you know, I'm not just. I just don't believe it. I'm not, like, super invested in, like, the narrative. And I also don't really understand the context of, like, the Japanese stuff, like you're saying. Like, I didn't really know that was, like, a Japanese thing, you know? Um, the lightsaber being, like, shit being passed down and stuff. I I feel like everybody does that. <laughs> I a feel like that's a... Like, I feel like it's, it's in a lot of Japanese things, too. Yeah. I think you, you don't... You don't know anything about Japan, do you? <laughs> Only anime. <laughs> I it's didn't... like you didn't even know that guns were illegal when you're talking about weathering with you. No. Have they ever said that in any anime? <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was common knowledge. I, I'm so. I don't. That's crazy. Don't... Yeah, yeah, you're. I'm. I'm saying a lot of Japanese things within <laughs> these episodes, and you're just like, oh. Like, maybe that's why you didn't fucking, like, I don't know. Oh, man. Where do you know all this stuff? Did you watch, like, a YouTube video that was, like, fun facts about Japan? <laughs> like, I don't know. I feel like this is... I feel like I've seen it before, or... I don't know. I've seen a lot of shows. Mm. Okay. I don't feel like anime that's, really that's, gives like, context uh, to these katana things. Katana being passed down generation to generation. I feel like I've seen that before. Yeah. It, it is. It is, it does, yeah, no, that is a thing that does happen. I just, it's, uh. And another thing, the Ultra was like, she got the, she got the family sword mm-hmm. over me. I'm your daughter. Right. It was like, well, you betrayed the family. So that's another little My, my thing is like, you know, it's like, oh, she, she got the right to own the sword. And it's like, the nigga wasn't even going to give her the sword. So she should feel the same way that the other girl feels. It's like, yo, I kind of liked her more than you because you're not my real daughter. But, you know, because I'm desperate right now, I'll give you the sword. It's like, it's like, no, I think it's valid. Fuck you. It's valid. You can't really blame him, though. I don't blame. Like, I do. Blame like, him. why would he love her love more? Her? Yeah. <laughs> they literally just adopted her like four years ago. It was only four years? I thought it was like. Yeah. It's seven. No, it's seven. It's seven. Seven's a long time for you to. Come to get over yourself and be like, Yo, it's not like, I love these it's two not like he was blatantly showing her that she loves her more, but it's like, I feel like even if that, if I was him, like, yeah, there's no way I can love this bunny girl I adopted seven years ago, then my true daughter that's gonna be the head of my family in the future. Yeah, that's I understand. Yeah, I, I thought, I thought everything he said was like facts. What you're what you're saying is making it seem cooler than how I remember it, but I also really tried to like this one. I watched it like three times, and I was like, "This is not clicking." <laughs> so, so I don't know. I just uh, I just don't care for most of it. Yeah, 
I'm glad you liked it. I thought, I thought this one had like the most going for it. Really, the most? I think it had like the most interesting theme. Okay. I think. I don't know what's bad about this episode, to be honest with you. It's also, I I don't feel like this is a super novel concept for Star Wars about right. like blood. And like you know, betraying like your family, and uh, it has a Japanese flair where they're all wearing like Japanese shit, and it kind of has that vibe um, because of the town and stuff. But this is like very much Star Warsy Star Wars shit, and it doesn't feel like there is a gimmick in the same way that there's a gimmick with the duel, where it's like, oh, I'm a bad guy and I'm killing other bad guys. You know, you never see that in Star Wars. You never see a droid turn into a Jedi. You never see a bad guy killing other bad guys. You never see, you know. Um, anything like the ninth Jedi where like deception is happening on that level. You see stuff like this all the time. You see people betraying each other in the way that they betray each other and having familial conflicts in Star Wars like this, which was inherently less interesting to me. Um, and they just kind of put a dash of Japanese shit, but the Japanese shit, <laughs> I guess just, not a dash. The ratio, the ratio. I don't know. I feel like, like I said, I it was, like no, a dash was inappropriate to say. It was a lot of Japanese shit, but it, the Star Wars stuff with the Japanese stuff was not anything unique, like in the scheme of Star Wars. That's, that's what did you say that Star Wars is pretty much samurai? Star Wars is pretty much samurai, but a lot of these are doing unique things that they don't do in the movies. Even though the Elder was like generic samurai shit. They never fight like that in, in Star Wars. They don't fight, like, standing there, silent. Uh, they always do flips and dips, and they're always, like, pushing each other like it's a fucking Marvel movie, you know? But in this one, um, it's... I'm not trying to invalidate what you're saying. I'm just trying to explain what I'm... Like, why I felt the way I felt. What you're saying makes a lot of sense. All right. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, that's all I got. It's crazy. I know. This is my spoiler alert, but it's uh, the my second. It was, I mean, you, what you're saying is kind of changing my perspective on things. But it's my second to like least favorite on my tier list of like the episodes. This is like the other lowest one. I'm glad you basically liked almost all the episodes. <laughs> I understand you're not convinced, but I uh, I can't change the way I feel. <laughs> you got anything else for this one? We can keep talking about this. You think the format episode was better than this episode? I was more invested in the Promare one. And I and I like the aesthetic of that one more. Oh, brother. Bro. Not that high, though. Not that high, though. Like, I'd give this one a 5, and i give the Promare one, like, a 6. So that's just, like, one point difference. Yeah, we can, we can move on. <laughs> you thought this one was way better than the, prom the, the other one? This one had... Like, what was the Promare one? Like... I think... In terms of its direction and like aesthetically and the music, like and the story, yeah, I, I like that. I like the look of that one way more. Oh 
brother. <laughs> I I could stand oh, by that statement. Brother. <laughs> I don't I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, brother. You like this oh. one more just cuz of the background art? Not just cuz the background art like I don't know. This one had a lot going on. I also, once again, from a Star Wars fan's perspective, when I watch these, I want to see some Star Wars shit. And the Star Wars shit was not only like derivative of like the movies, and it didn't really do it in a way that I felt was super unique to the extent that the other episodes are unique. But it was also a fraction of this thing. And when I say Star Wars stuff, I'm not just talking about a lightsaber and like a fight. I'm talking about like what people wear and shit. You know? Aesthetically, everybody's wearing like Japanese clothes. And it's like, ah. Uh. And that's why the Village Bride was also low on my list. Because it was like super Japanese and like not a lot of Star Wars. But the way you explained it gave me like was a good justification for that. Um, but that's, you know, that's kind of, that's why I don't, I don't really care. I want Star Wars. We want Star Wars. Isn't she the only one to use the Force? Like one of the only ones? The Force is not Star Wars. Star Wars is much more than the Force. <laughs> Everybody yeah, uses I the mean, Force. That, that is Star Wars stuff. I mean, I don't know. The kid in Tatooine Rhapsody jumped really high. He used the Force, I guess, in that way. The, the dude in the duel is like using the Force the whole time. Yeah, I said one of Everyone else, I don't think they use it. I mean, that moment didn't have a lot of impact for me. I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of moments like that in Star Wars where it's like, I'm not a Jedi, but now I am because I just used a four. Like that, that's not something that makes me go, oh yeah. Like I'm not gonna like get crazy about that. There's nothing, we, we talked about how Toby took a very basic like, I want to be a Jedi kind of story and because he was a robot and because of how of that implication of like oh are you even human are you even like real D does the force even affect you when that happens with that character the twist of him being a robot and having that like anime kind of like you know thing integrated into it recontextualizes normal Star Wars shit to be more interesting and be more unique how does this one isn't there already a Sith a Sith droid yeah, but he can't use the force. And like he he sucks. Same he died. Thing. Like the same thing, honestly. I know, but this one was like way cool. I thought I thought the Toby episode was more interesting until you told me that there was already a fucking a droid guy. Yeah, but I mean it's more than just that. Doesn't he use the force? Doesn't Toby use the force in the thing? I don't, I don't remember. I don't know. I don't want to break down the semantics of it, but I didn't care about that part as much. I don't, Manny, I don't want to be on this too long. I, it's whatever. Yikes. It's whatever, bro. What's the next episode? Akakiri. Akakiri. Red, red, uh, red, red haze. Red haze. Is that what it means? Yeah. Interesting. I didn't know that. A nice change of pace. Those I... had honestly this episode. Honestly, this this episode up until the final ending was like an ass. And nothing happened. But you think this no. episode was ass? I love no, I said, up until the up until the final ending, like nothing happened. 
Okay. And then, and then the I think everything else that happened previous to this episode kind of really didn't matter up until like he fucking became a bad guy. But don't get me wrong, that was cool. Because like I said, as a movie star, I haven't seen that, but I know because after I saw it, found out that someone did it in the movies, right? Huh? What was the guy's name? Huh? What talk? What are you saying? What are you trying to say? I'm saying someone did the same thing in the movies, right? Turned evil. A lot yeah. of people turn evil. Yeah, I'm. That's like Darth Vader. It's like this whole thing. Yeah, but who who's the other guy? Was it Anakin? Anakin is Darth Vader. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, as a newbie, I was saying as a newbie, this is the first time I've seen it, right? Yeah. And after the episode, I found out that Anakin did it, right? But I still thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the way they contextualize it in this and the way they explain it and like how he turns evil is much different than Anakin's way of turning evil. So it's still very unique despite being one of the same things. They do it in a much cooler way uh in my opinion it's been a long time since i've seen it so i don't even remember exactly how they do it but i remember liking it a lot i liked the way they did it and um i also just like the episode in general i i don't remember you're right like i don't think they were doing anything but i remember enjoying it a lot for some reason i just thought the characters were interesting and the conflict they established was kind of cool characters are interesting literally nothing happens don't they I can't really defend this because I haven't seen it in like a month and I didn't take any notes on this one. But I remember really liking the art style. And I remember the dude was establishing that he was like going to protect this girl, but you didn't really know everything about him. And then this girl is like a princess or something. And she's like trying, she's now like a mercenary girl. And then you have these two, like, like, I don't know. I just remember there was stuff to latch on to. I remember enjoying it a lot. I can't really conversate about this one too much, but, um, I'm sorry. It's been too long. Uh, I have nothing to say. Okay, nothing. we can just we can just stop it there. Though. The, the, the thing, the thing about this episode was dude turning bad. Everything else leading up to it mm. did not matter. Okay. Um, he he says like he says fucking went on a trip and they, the one dude gets lost. He's like he's uh it's, it's his destiny. Blah blah. blah. And the, the main character's like. Well, I don't believe in destiny, blah, 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 blah. And then he's destined to kill the girl. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, that's pretty cool. That was That's a cool way of doing it. I don't think it was all right. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought it was awesome. I love, I love that. And I just, I think it was like, I think the art style was dope. I think this one was like one of my favorites, like in terms of how the characters were drawn and stuff. Okay. <laughs> I I don't know what to say. <laughs> I love this one. I love it. I don't know. I thought that was one of the worst. Yeah. Ones. I have nothing else to say about. Okay. Disparate opinions. Um, I I apologize. I can't say much more because it's been too long. Trust me, but there's not much to say. Yeah. All right. Do you want to do our tier list? Do you want to hear my like ranking? Or Go ahead. Do you, um. All right. So, I think the duel for me is the best one. Um, that's like number one. Number one, the duel. Number two, um, Toby, the robot one. 
Number three, Tatooine Rhapsody. Number four, Akakiri. Yeah, I, I you like that one a lot. You Star Wars shit, right? What was there was Star a Wars ton of Star Wars stuff. Like what? Did, um, Jabba and all the... It was like Boba Fett. Boba Fett was there, and they were connected to the story like the whole time, and they were part of the climax. And the okay. fact that Jabba is like this bad guy like in Star Wars, and he's like, you know, a really bad guy, but he's like, I'm going to let these guys survive. You've never seen him do that before. Like, so it's it's cool in the context of this show because it's like, holy shit, Jabba let somebody survive. And it was, I liked the tone. I thought it was cute. Um, and then... Ain't no fucking Star Wars shit. <laughs> there was Star Wars shit. And then he used the force at the end. Didn't his, didn't his sword, didn't his mic turn into a lightsaber? I don't fucking know. Oh, you should know. I mean, I didn't like the episode. I'm, it's been a month. It's been too long. <laughs> That's fair. Um, and then four. four was Akakiri, and then five was the ninth Jedi, then six was the twins, seven was the elders, eight was Lob and Ocho, and the last one was the village people. That was my Star Wars tier list. So my top five were uh, the Duel, Toby, Tatooine, Rhapsody. Those are my top three. And then Akakiri and the Ninth Jedi. Those were the ones that I like really liked. And then everything else was like mid or just like didn't like at all. Um, but that's it. That's all I got. So I do you this, have... No, do you we have see like, it so different. I know. I know we do. I like, and that's that's why we have the, these conversations. I like the episodes with like themes. Mm-hmm. You, didn't, you, like, you didn't like... No. I love the... Um, I love Toby. It was like being a Jedi, being with the Force. That's what they're all about. <laughs> I guess so. That's what they're all about. I know, but it makes it has. There's more to it because he's a robot. I thought it was cool. No, I really don't anymore since you told me as a, a Sith guy. I understand. They don't flesh him out at all. He doesn't have like a backstory though. You don't know anything about him. I, I thought it was unique. I don't think it's unique. Anymore. Yeah, well, Tatooine we're, Rhapsody. We <laughs> That's okay. That makes sense. That's valid. You ruined and, it. This is our and, last call. <laughs> and then Tatooine Rhapsody. I really liked. Um, what was your question? You asked me a question. I forgot. I don't remember. What did you just say? I said you liked all the bad shows and hated the good ones. You said I don't like any ones that have that didn't have themes. I thought the Akakiri one had a good theme. It was like your destiny. Well, you didn't, I don't think you remembered it until I said it. Yeah, but, but that's why I rated it high initially, was because I like that. I mean, what's the theme? It's like fate, and destiny does you're, exist. So you're fated to, to your destiny, or you're, like, you're stuck to your destiny? Because most shows, their theme is like, so. you can break out of your destiny. It's like break, like getting out of poverty. Mm-hmm. kind of thing I, I don't like the theme where you're like you're stuck to your destiny that's understandable i liked it in the moment most of are like um... breaking your fate breaking your destiny this one's like you're fucked i don't think that's a good theme. i don't think a lot of shows are breaking your destiny i think a lot of shows are like you make your own destiny so you think your destiny's this you think some dude wrote it down and was like you're gonna die today and then you see when the when the destiny does come it's like yeah maybe you do die but maybe you die like a badass and you save the world it's that it's like you make your own 
destiny. You don't have to be confined to this like one thing. And it's like the guy tells him like, you're going to do this. And I think the way they execute it in the show, they contextualize it in a good way. And then it it's reinforced to be bad. I believe no. the destiny. No, it's bad. And then it is. He tells him yes. it's bad. And then it is bad. Yes. I remember liking the way it was executed and being subverted in but a way where I was Jedi like, Master is like, you're destined to, to fall. He was like, you're saying like, you're going to fall to your, your destiny. So you're going to fall to your dreams. And then like, he did. I don't know. It's, yeah. I don't know what's so good about that. I, I don't, it was like, I remember just liking how it was executed and I apologize. I can't defend it beyond that. But, you don't have to say sorry. I, it is what it is. I, yeah. I, I don't know. I like to be able to defend myself when it, um, I have an opinion. I feel like so. making your own destiny, that's like a theme. That's a good theme, but like just like falling to it is just like, damn. Yeah, but he fell into it because he was the issue. It wasn't like, oh, your destiny is why you did this. It's like the show made it clear of like you had the wrong mentality going into this. What was the mentality? I don't really remember, Manny. And I'm, I, Ali, cause I just there remember. Is no, there is no mentality. I'm telling you, there is no. Because it wasn't even his fault. The, the mass was like, you're going to fall. He went. And then I fucking... remember it being his. I, I do feel like. It was his fault, and I can't explain why. I don't know. Maybe we can save it for another episode. I remember, like, I just remember it being his fault. So, I don't know. I, I hate to do that. I hate when I harbor strong opinions about things I can't defend. So, I am open to the possibility that I am fucking wrong on this one. How about we just leave it at that? <laughs> I'm open to the possibility that, like, you know... I'm stupid, <laughs> and uh, I I don't know. I guess we ha I guess we'll just have to talk about it some other time, maybe. But Bro, I feel like I feel like Village, the Village Bride, and was one of your favorites. Bob and Ocho had like some substance behind them. You need to understand why they didn't have substance to me, because I didn't feel like it was Japanese at all, especially the Village people. I mean, you talk about Japanese, but it is so Japanese though. But do you understand why I don't understand? Like, I understand La Pinocho, but I don't understand, like, the village people. Okay? And La Pinocho, to me, is not, like... It doesn't connect with me that much. Um, for whatever reason. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it either. <laughs> I'm, having a, I'm having a tough ass time explaining it. I understand the village people. Palapinocho. Actually, what's, no, what's I do get thing it. With the village? I told you that I literally did not know like that that was a Japanese thing. When I watched the village people, I was like, how is this Japanese at all? What is Japanese Wait, oh, about this? With... <laughs> did I say? Okay. You said you, you want. Well, when it came to Palapinocho. They gave you the Japanese, and then you said, I want I want more Star Wars. I want the Japanese and the Star Wars, no matter the ratio, to to make sense why you're putting them together. What, what's the ratio with the band episode? The ratio with the band episode's a delicate, a good, like, they're equal to me. I what feel like there's a, 
because Boba Fett and Jabba are like in the episode a bunch and there's a bunch of like and they're on fucking Tatooine and stuff and then you have this goofy anime art style where they're playing like a guitar like it's some band chaos no. shit uh, you can't uh, art style with characters showing up is different from like the I'm not talking well I didn't say just the art style I'm talking about like they're in a band a band though that's reflective of anime more than it is of yeah. Japan. And I like anime. It's not really, though. It's something they do a lot in anime. It, it's not really. There's a lot of band anime. You can do, like, this band thing is not, like, it's not special to Japan, Japan or anime, in my opinion. Can you name, it, like, it can three be, shows? It can be, this episode are... can be about fucking UK people. It'll when I think thing. of, like, People in a band, I don't think about anything besides like anime. That is can insane. You, can you name like three movies about people in a band? You probably can, but anything that like is significant to you? Oh, that is insane. <laughs> I can't name That's it. just my perspective. I so there's a I feel like you know how there's like subgenres of anime where it's like shonen, slice of life. And I feel like there's a yeah, fucking music. band thing. I feel like there's there's idols, like idol girls. And I know it's not a band, but people on a stage performing some shit. Uh, isn't K-On? Uh, isn't Sound Euphorium like that whole thing? Isn't that the whole point? Uh, Lee, like I said, don't you think this episode can be like a United Kingdom and Star Wars mix up? And it'll be the same thing. Forget the art style. I'm about, like, I don't think. Do you think that the UK has a stronger association to people playing music in a band than the Japan. Beatles. The Beatles. Oh, I don't know the Beatles. I don't I've never heard a song from the Beatles. You never heard a song from the Beatles. Um I've heard the Sunshine song. Okay, fucking Queen. <sighs> okay. What about Queen? <laughs> Me, like one of the biggest bands ever. I just named you Beatles when is I, the number one band ever. When you watch this show, do you get Queen vibes or do you get K-On vibes? I get band vibes and band can be from anywhere. It's not to me it's not locked into this Japan thing. That's fair. Or, or anime thing. For That's me I didn't get, I got no anime. I got no Japanese vibes from this. Okay. I feel like Ocho wearing the ropes on her back is like three times more Japanese than this whole episode was. In my opinion. That's, 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 like, that's like Japan and Japan locked on. But how does do that, that how does that tie in with the Star Wars stuff well? Does her having ropes on her back mean anything? No, but you, like being you, said, Star Wars? You, want, you said you want the ratio. To me, no, no, there no, no, is no, no. no ratio. I don't I don't want a balance of ratio. Village the way you explain village people, you make village people good to me now because of the way you explained it. And village people is all Japanese shit and like one percent Star Wars. And I think it works given how they want to execute that. I think okay. that makes a lot of sense. But what I'm saying is that the regardless of the scale, regardless of which, whether there's more Japanese or more Star Wars, I want them to have a reason to coexist. The village people, you gave a very good reason why they coexist because you're taking the Star Wars universe where people can kind of, you know, go beyond like like you know ritual and stuff and it's like hey i'm kind of above all this and if i want to do something about it then i can kind of be like 
you know, somebody to change this kind of outcome, even if it's sacri sacrilegious for these people. And it's like part of their thing. If I think it's stupid because I'm a Jedi and I can do whatever I want. I think that's a concept that you can only manifest with like Star Wars and this Japanese stuff. And I think that's cool. When I watch Lop and Ocho and I see a bunny girl and I see her wearing Japanese things, I feel like if the Star Wars stuff wasn't in this, I wouldn't feel like this wouldn't be able to like do its thing that it's already doing. I don't feel like the Star Wars stuff is really necessary for Lop and Ocho to be Lop and Ocho. That's my whole argument with all the ones that are lower on the on the list. Um, maybe not every single one, but like, I don't know. I dislike the twins and the elder for different reasons, but those two, those, that was my argument. And that is the main thing that I'm saying. I, and feel, I, like might that have... be, I feel like that can be said about the band episode as well. And that's just my perspective. And I, I really can't, you know, you're right. And if, if you, when you think of bands, if you think of the Beatles and Queen, that makes a lot of sense. But when I think of bands, I don't listen to bands. You know, I don't. I don't either. And when I think of bands, I th I think of fucking anime girls playing guitar. So maybe that's what the episode should have been about. It was basically. It wasn't a girl. It was like it was anime people playing guitar, and they so were they in made Star a, Wars. They made a K on idol thing. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. I you I am not invalidating what you're saying. By countering the points that you're bringing to me, I am not invalidating your perspective. And I want you to understand that. I'm not like saying that I think you're wrong. I think what you're saying is valid and it just kind of boils down to my perspective is different and it's not really like a right or wrong thing. So, don't, you know, feel But okay, Ali, let me just let me get this straight. So, you're saying Lapinoso you said you're pretty much saying there's no reason for any of the Star Wars shit going on. I don't feel like it adds enough to the point where it entices me. Do you feel like the Star Wars shit being in there is like really great to you? Where it's like I am so happy that I think they added like, this. I think about it as like she was consumed by the dark force, where like it caused it to cut ties with family, mm -hmm. even go as far as to fucking even like blind your fucking dad right I feel, and even the the passing out the saber thing i feel like that added a lot to like the blood ties and stuff mm -hmm. like that i think like the star wars the, it was more japanese i feel like it had it had its flair it had its touch but when i think of I the, the band episode is just is to me it's just baba if that wasn't Jabba. and and I like Java <laughs> and I like Boba and if it wasn't Jabba. that <laughs> if it um and I feel like in and you have to understand Manny like in the context of Star Wars like people aren't allowed to like have that kind of freedom like entertainment to where like people you know have bands that they go to and like have TV that they watch. That's not really a thing in Star Wars because it's like, you know, this like Nazi-esque regime that rules the galaxy. So it's really cool that like the theme of this one is like their music is so good that they've overcome like the world that they live in. And, you know, they got this guy who literally like hires bounty hunters to kill people 
they got this guy to like allow these kids to play their music because he likes their music so much despite the world that they live in being like so fucked up so, and that, so you think that's more star wars than than ultra being consumed by the dark the dark force yes i feel like that was a fraction of that episode and I feel like you can have that story of Ocho. I don't think her being consumed by the dark force is is the only way that she would have felt those emotions in that narrative. I feel like her perspective and her outlook on the situation can happen regardless of force. Force is like in the universe of Star Wars, it's not this like it's not this thing that dictates what people do. It's 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 one of those things where you can apply it to literally like our life and you can you can I can say like you know Lewis is on the dark side because he has this mentality that goes into this philosophy and in the world of Star Wars the force is like just kind of a fictional thing that gauges who is in tune with like nature and the world and and you know, who is vibing with the right mentality versus who isn't. It's kind of like, like, uh, it's, it's like in Dragon Ball where it's like, you know, when, when he's like taking the energy of the earth where it's like, oh, that's like a tangible thing that I can like understand. But you can have is, that story. Though, yeah. The thing is though, like in the ninth Jedi with the dude that was consumed, right? Mm -hmm. He was casually like, yo, what are you doing, bro? My fault. No, that was, I was I, huh? I went from seeing that to, yo, what are you doing, sister? Nah, I don't give a fuck about none of that. Like, that dude was so, like, easy snapped out of the force by, like, just a question. But his sister, even, like, finding her dad, like, fucking blinding her dad, finding her sister, like, it was so, like, indebted into her that she didn't, like, it didn't affect her, whether or not there was family ties or not. You are... That's valid. That's fine. Um, no, that's, you're right. That's, that's how I, I see the episode. That makes sense. I get it. But it that is a, what it is. That was a good I'm rebuttal. Gonna, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you my. It was. It was a good one. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I am. Um, I'm gonna stand by that opinion. I feel like I articulated myself well. I know that. I know that I might not make sense to you, but you know, uh, what you said in response, you know it. It was it was good against what I said, um, but I'll uh, I'll stand my ground on that one because I don't think my opinion's really going to change, even if I were to watch it for a fourth time. I wanted to like that one because everyone likes that one. So maybe you just have shit taste. <laughs> my, Everybody's my rank, got their good and bad ones. My ranking is uh, I I rank Lop and Ocho, The Village Bride, and the and the duo has the best episodes. I can't even like dictate those. Nine, nice. Excuse me, nice. Uh, the fourth one, probably the Nine Jedi. Mm -hmm. Fifth, the Elder. Six, Promare. Seven, Anna Kiri. Mm -hmm. and Eight, Toby. Then nine, Tatooine. Gotcha. You know, Tatooine Rhapsody is literally that name comes from bro, the Rhapsody part that comes from Queen. Bro, yeah, I know. 
That's crazy. That is crazy. That's crazy, Ali. That is crazy. They didn't even make it. They didn't even make it Japanese in the thing. <laughs> they made it something else. You got me on that one. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I think. I think That's everything fair. I say about this episode is like valid. Like, you so are. True. You are valid. You're actually. You know. I can't believe I didn't even notice that. I didn't even they notice that either. Named it after a UK band when it's Japanese. Ali, this episode is is an L for me. <laughs> That's okay. I'm glad we have different opinions. This is what makes that a good is, conversation. That is insane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But even it's not, oh, it's not even Japanese. It goes to show how much I don't connect it with Queen because I didn't even make that fucking connection to begin with. You don't even connect it with Japan. With those whole series. <laughs> oh, brother. Mm. <laughs> uh I connect that one with Japan. I, I stand I by that one. Did, but I can't believe you missed the well, well, explain right, to so you why I don't I don't know. Why why would I know that though? I've never seen Mushishi. I've never seen uh what's the other one? I never seen uh To Your Eternity. And I don't know about you, Manny. I don't know where you get all these fucking fun facts about Japan. <laughs> why do you know this? Like, and and why? I mean, why should I I've know this? Seen a lot of shows. I watch anime too, but like, in what think, anime I, I are think, they I like? You, I don't think you've watched as much as me, though. Give me an anime that told you that guns are illegal in Japan. I see these niggas waving around guns all the goddamn time in these anime. No, this this isn't fucking. Psychopaths, all right. <laughs> I I I get that feeling from watching, from watching anime, from knowing the yakuza, that like none of these people ever shoot anyone in like realistic settings. Mm. One, two, it shows like fucking. What yakuza? What yakuza media? I got from the game. From the game. Okay. Well, not from the game. Cause like, I got that from real life. Even in the game, there are guns. Yeah, there is. I know, but I so, got it from real life. Cause like in real life, they probably do have guns, but no one's getting shot in real life in Japan, right? Two. I guess that's valid. I guess that's just general knowledge. Two, like shows like fucking um, uh, I said uh, Tokyo Revengers. All those gang niggas, no one has a gun. Yeah. Uh, fucking. I think in uh, Great Teacher GTO, you know what that's what I'm talking about? Yeah. All those gang niggas. No one has a gun. I don't know. That's valid. I just never made that connection. Do you ever watch a show and then be like, why does no one have guns? And then you look it up? Is that like what you did? Because like, my, my thing was like, I've seen anime show like Weathering With You. I'm like, oh, he has a gun. I don't go, oh, guns are illegal in Japan. It's like, oh, he's a kid and he has a gun. So that's why it's a big deal. That's crazy, Ali. Because I would have made the movie a lot better for you. It, it, and it does. It, I mean, it, you know, the opportunity is not gone. I can experience it again. So it adds, it makes things more. When you tell me these things, it, it makes things better for me. You know, I, I, well, the village I'm people sound. Cool to I'm me. glad I made the village bride better. No, and like, even Manny, even Lop and Ocho, like you are explaining it well to the point where like I, I can I under I have your perspective now, and 
that in and of itself adds to it. So like, you gotta understand, even if I stand by my point of view of like, I'm not doing it to like, say like, this show is ass and you're wrong. I don't stand by my opinions to say that to you. When I stand by mm. my opinions to say like, like this, I didn't like it for X, Y, and Z. I, I stand by it because if I watch Lop and Ocho again, despite what you say, I'm still not going to enjoy it. To the same extent where no matter how much I explain that Devilman is a masterpiece, it's still not going to be a 10 out of 10 for you. It's it's like that, where it's just like, it doesn't matter what someone tells you on something. It doesn't matter how like, verbose they are. Like in this, I feel like it does in this conversation. Okay. I, gave you, I gave you context that you were missing to enjoy the show. Yes. Whereas, whereas in Devilman, mm -hmm. you can explain it why it's a masterpiece, but... Right. It doesn't resonate with me or it's just like it's not my type of thing yeah but with these it's like you just with the village context. people it is the missing context but i explained with lop and ocho that in many ways it is just like not my kind of thing and despite your context right. you like your context does add to it but it doesn't add enough to really change how i feel about it because of the xyz that i was explaining so mm -hmm. those those are my explanations for that that was good I thought that was a good convo. You articulated yourself well. It says right here, Hiro Bashira um, is a cultural practice of human sacrifice. In uh, Japan? This is in Japan, yeah. Hiro Bashira was practiced formerly in Japan. Human sacrifice. Blah, 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 blah. See, I'm Bridges, literally as a, prayer, as a prayer to the gods, just like in uh, which god did the Japanese people worship? Like, I don't even know that. Yeah, they have like, their own mythology. Yeah, but I don't, I don't even know what it is. Oh, <laughs> Manny, how would I know this? How do you know this, bro? I watched Naruto. It's all in Naruto. It's in Naruto's. I know, but like, what, what mythology? All those names, Susano, Susano, fucking, all those fucking Sharingan names are all based on God. I just really? Found out that. Yeah. How would I know that? How would anybody know that? I said, bros, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, bro, you, you know, fucking Goku's based on like Sun Wukong. Everyone knows it's... that. Yeah. Is Sun Wukong like he's a he's like a, a religious thing, right? Like he's like something that like people yeah. believe in. That's valid. Yeah. You're right about that one. I just don't look into like, Japanese culture like at all. Tsukiyomi fucking Susanoo. I just thought uh the guy who made Naruto just had really great <laughs> linguistics. <laughs> No, I just, I just, I just came up with really cool words like wow susano i wish i came up with that word <laughs> yeah i i um yeah i i guess that's all we, that's all we can uh talk about um when it comes to star wars visions overall do you have ratings for each episode no no but okay but you gave like the tier list so that's more than enough do you have a rating for the entire thing as a whole uh, I'll put it a high seven. Yeah, that's good. I gave it a seven as well. I thought it was pretty good. 
Um, you know, even the episodes I didn't like, like in, in the grand scheme of things, there were like two episodes I didn't like. And even on my first viewing, like with the context now, you know, the village people is different to me, but, um, the other episodes, I rated each of them individually. And most of them were like a seven out of 10. Um, I thought the twins and the elder were like a six, but, uh, you know, most of them were pretty good. And when you add them up and get the average, it's a seven. So I liked the show too. I think the duel is an eight. I give the duel an eight out of 10. I think that's fantastic. That's like my, the best one to me. It's aesthetically on fucking point knows what it is. So yeah, good convo. I need to go to Japanese also, school. One thing, me fucking, I don't know. She just looks so fire. I think she mm. looks like so fire to me. Did you like the art style of that one? I do. Mm. Um, I think I think I think they look cool. I think they look so different. They do look different. They don't look Especially like Star Wars when characters I compared to like the other episodes. Yeah, that was another thing. Like it felt so detached from. It didn't feel like they were wearing Japanese shit. Like when I looked at these characters, it looks like they are not from like Japan. Like at least Lop and Ocho, they wear the Japanese stuff, and it's like, oh, these guys are doing Japanese shit, but they don't even like dress Japanese. So I didn't even make that connection of like, is this Japanese? Because they're not wearing anything Japanese. They're all like black. So it was like, huh? This is fucking Japanese. Sure. Well, she's a Jedi. All Jedi wear stuff like that. So I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about like what the other people were wearing. I don't know. I didn't. I don't think it doesn't look Japanese. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Do you want to move on? Do you have a rating for the whole thing? You said high seven. High seven. Yeah. All right. I guess that's it. I'll go to Japanese school and I'll rewatch the village bride one day. But hold on. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> you sure? Yeah. Let's talk about when Manny was there. When Marnie, Marnie was here. Marnie of my memories. Marnie of my memories. All right. What do you got to say? Did you like it? Did you dislike it? I know you liked it. We both said we liked it. But I like this one so much because I watched it after Secret World of Arietti. And it was so OD compared to Arietti. Um, I love the intro for this one. I love how this movie starts out. It's immediately engaging. The opening scene is like the best. Uh, people are in the circle and I'm outside the circle. Yes. People are in the circle. I'm outside the circle. And I feel sad that I'm outside the circle. I, I, feel like, I feel like the first movie about the dude who was like isolating himself and... um who didn't have a lot of social connection and wanted to make friends, but couldn't uh, because, you know, he was different. What are you talking about? In Secret World of Arietti. Like the the guy with the heart disease. I feel like that shit and what they were trying to go for with that, when I was saying that Secret World of Arietti is about being lonely 
And Marnie, when Marnie was there, it was about being lonely. I feel like The Secret World of Arietti did that so much worse than when Marnie was here. When Marnie was here, you watch the first scene and you immediately get it. And you're like, yes, like they're executing this so much better. I, I connect with it so much more. And a lot of the movie, you know, the thing with when Marnie was there, a lot of this movie is the girl just being lonely. And it is just kind of her hanging out with like the friends and going into situations like that um, and having like arguments with the fat girl and stuff. But it's so much more interesting given that you actually care about her and you actually give a shit about her conflict because you empathize with it and they give you a reason to care in the beginning. And they put her in interesting scenarios given her conflict where she has new friends and she can be nice to them, but she doesn't because she's afraid of like getting hurt and stuff. And then she you know, interacts with Marnie and Marnie like is mad nice to her, like out the gate. And it's like this secret friend that won't judge her for anything. Conceptually, it's just so much stronger and it's so much more interesting from the beginning to end. The plot is, you know, it's so much more engaging because you don't really know what the fuck's going on with the mansion and with Marnie, whether they're there or not. They execute it in a way where like you're invested the whole time. That's my general thoughts. I liked it. Do you want to... Do you have anything to say? My general thought is... Um, Ghibli really likes main characters with short hair. <laughs> Female characters with short hair. This is the first, like... Nausicaa. Character. Yeah. Princess. Mm-hmm. Cat Returns. This one. Mm-hmm. Um... There's one more. Cat. Spirited away. Maybe. You gotta look one. up her hair. I think she has a ponytail though. Um, um How's Moving what? Castle? No, she has a braid. She's got a whole braid. Um Totoro. Yeah. I think the short hair gives... I think it's, like, emblematic of youth, maybe. Like, because all those characters are, like, supposed to be, like, young girls. And I don't know. Maybe that... Maybe short hair is a uh, representation of, like, a character trait. You know? I think characters who have long hair in anime might represent more uh, feminine attributes. Hmm? Arietti has long hair. Yeah, and Arietti's the most girliest girl out of all these girl characters, you know? At least to me. Do you feel that way? I feel like she... She cries a lot more. She's fucking... I don't know. She's, there's like a boy, like, love interest, kind of. I feel that way. I think the girl from Character is the oldest, though. You think so? How old is the girl from Cat Returns? I'm just guessing, to be honest. Well, I mean, yeah, uh, not to that, not to imply that Princess Mononoke and Nausicaa aren't like old too, but they're all in that like youthful age. I'm just, I'm just trying yeah, to give a, I'm just trying no, to give no, a justification. Like, like maybe a there's a reason. I just said it. I just said it as a joke. Okay. Okay. Do you um, dislike that? Is that something? Is that like a bad thing, or is it just kind of whatever? 
I think they can switch it up. Mm-hmm. Like, every movie. Do you think it would be weird for some characters to have long hair? Do you, yes. if you thought of Mononoke, would, would she have long hair? Huh? If you thought of the girl like, from Princess Mononoke. I, like when it, I think Nasuka and Mononoke. Yeah. I think it's fine with them. Okay. Because it's the same fucking movie, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I just think they, maybe they can switch it up. I literally, when I watched Ariadne, she pulled her hair down. I was like, whoa, she has long hair. That's like yeah. one thing I missed. Do you feel like I having... Feel like, I feel like with uh, Totoro, Totoro is, is, is good because they're real young. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like having long hair gives you a subconscious, like, oh, this character is XYZ because they have long hair? Like other pieces of character design? Okay. I feel like, I don't know. I always think about, like, um, Satsuki and uh, Ryuko from, like, Kill la Kill. And Ryuko has short hair, but Satsuki's got long hair. And her long hair is, like, silky smooth. And, like, you know, I feel like people who are trying to be pretty and trying to be, like, fancy have long hair. You know, and then you have Marnie, who's like this, you know, she's got all these fucking golden locks like an American doll. She has long ass hair because they want her to look pretty and stuff. I feel like uh, I do make that kind of connection a little bit. I feel like they just do it. I feel like, I don't know, when I think of short hair, especially not just anime and shows in general, Mm -hmm. short hair on women is, it typically means they're more rugged. Yeah. Right. Right. They're but, more. Yeah. Exactly. Ryuko. It, it, it fits. I'm on an okay Nasuka. Right? Yes. Yeah. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying. Yeah. Do you think? But do you? My argument is that maybe all of them have short hair because they all fit an archetype, like out of coincidence. So I also think it might mean outcast. A lot of these characters feel like lonely. Nasuka's not an outcast. That's true. But Nazika's a rebel, right? What, but, what was what was the thing you said though? Like, like huh? dirty. What was the thing rugged. you said about rugged? Yeah, I mean, that's valid. Nazika's not an outcast. You're right, but Mononoke is. You said she, you said they're the same movie. She had a wolf yeah, she had a wolf family. <laughs> I actually think Mononoke wears the short hair the best. Yeah. You could argue that Nazuka is an outcast. She's like beloved by her whole city though. She's loved by her city, but she's hated by like everybody else. Everyone else doesn't really, none of them really appear in the story, in her life until the story. And the story is the movie. But think about it outside of the movie, before they came up, she was already, everyone already fucked with her. That's true. I think one of the reasons why she has short hair is because she's like out and about, always doing shit in the sea yeah, of decay. Yeah, it makes sense for her. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, it, you're right. It doesn't matter. I just made the connection. Um, All right. Um, fucking when you know when I first saw this movie, I thought it was when Marine was there. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so I thought it would be a water movie, not oh. Ride Your Wave. Why do you why Marine? Because I thought it said marine. Oh, (laughs) because water. (laughs) 
and I you, you saw it, I was like, oh, and Marine was there. <laughs> Um, when you when you hear when you see the word marine, do you think of a marine with a gun, or do you think of like I marine think like, okay. marine marine biology? Okay, yeah. I mean, there's there there's a lot of fucking water in this goddamn movie. They're at that one place over and over again. It's crazy how the movie is basically like these two spots: her house and the mansion, and it doesn't get repetitive or boring because they're at those two spots anymore. It's such a big area, like that area from her from the from the boat to the mansion, and they hang out in that area so much. I think that's kind of cool. I don't know. I like that. Didn't you? I don't know about that one because you said something about Mononoke. Mm-hmm. Fucking. Didn't you say it got repetitive with them? It did get repetitive with them but i i compare mononoke to the other miyazaki movies and i'm not i'm not saying that this is better than mononoke for that reason or that it executes it any differently but i just i feel like if the movie had to be set in two places the entire movie. I'm just saying I feel like they did it well. I feel like there are movies where it can get stale. And the, when I say Mononoke is bad for that reason, I'm saying it in comparison to the other Ghibli movies. Like, when I watch Howl's Moving Castle right after and Nausicaa, where they're fucking jumping all over the place, then I go like, man, Princess Mononoke doesn't do this. And that's why I kind of have that kind of feeling. So, so when if, I you made watch, it, if you watch Marine and... Mm-hmm. And fucking Mononoke, like back to back. You wouldn't, you wouldn't like say that about Mononoke. I think, I think the answer to that is yeah. I don't think. I think a big reason why I felt that way about Mononoke was because I watched the other two right after, and it right. it satiated that desire that Mononoke wasn't giving me. Um, yeah. Honestly, yeah. I I also you have to take into account like Castle in the Sky is also what I claim to be like one of my favorite Ghibli movies, and that's another movie where I feel like there's a lot of different locations and a lot of different locales, and um, I compare that a lot to Princess Mononoke as well. So if I if I wasn't someone who was like sensitive to that at the time, then maybe it wouldn't affect me as much and maybe I wouldn't make that criticism. But also, if I didn't watch Howl's Moving Castle and Nausicaa right after, it ultimately is more interesting to me because that's just kind of my taste. So regardless of whether I watched it at that time, it might not have affected me as much. But at the end of the day, no matter when I watch it, I would like Howl's Moving Castle more for being a story where they jump around over the place. uh, Regardless of when I watched it. So like, I don't know. That criticism was hampering my enjoyment a lot in that moment, but I don't think that it would be non-existent if if I watched like when Marnie was here, like when we watched Princess Mononoke. Does that make it? Do you understand what I'm trying to say? I do. Okay. Yeah. It kind of is unfair, though. But it is what it's how, it is, right? Yeah, I mean, it's how I felt. I, trust me, it is unfair. I make, I do the same thing. I mean, 
we did i did the same thing uh with the last movies you talked about and that's why i said like like when i said fucking i didn't like nausicaa because i watched thing first yeah it would be unfair but it is what it is so it's one of those things where it's like how do you rate movies like you want to rate them as like fairly as possible you want to go beyond your bias and be like is this a good movie or is it a bad movie but at the end of the day that is your bias like it will always be based on what you like and what you don't like you know no matter how much you try to detach yourself from that so you know i acknowledge that princess mononoke is a good movie and it's probably a 10 out of 10 movie if we're being objective but you know i just kind of like when people jump around and it doesn't necessarily mean that the movie's bad for that so should I rate it lower for that? Probably not, but I like stuff like that more. So like, what do I do? You know, do I give it? It's so hard for me to do that. You're right. Yeah. I don't know. It's whatever. It's all right, Ali. Let's just, let's get into Marines. Yeah. Marines was here. I feel like if we're talking about this one being so much more engaging than uh arietti i feel like the story starts so much earlier in this one i feel like when it when he when she goes to the mansion and she's like oh who is that it it gains that momentum you were saying how arietti loses that momentum this one gains that momentum and fucking runs with that shit it runs with that shit the whole movie and it never slows down you know um it never there's never like a a moment where you feel like the movie is wasting your time at least not to me that's nah, something that I, 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 I didn't think so mm -hmm. that's something i appreciated about it a lot i um i really like that you no know, really, one thing you know one thing i didn't like though yeah talk to me Sorry, right, she was like this super quiet introverted girl right when they were just riding through the city or mm -hmm. when they was getting to the place and she was like immediately like what's that oh it's a silo i was like <laughs> did she say ah. it like that <laughs> yeah she was like she was like, uh, realistic she was like what's that <laughs> really i was like i was like do you watch so it in dub do you watch it in dub yeah. i watched yes. it in sub and I remember it being a lot more reserved. <laughs> so I don't know. Was her animation like, <gasps> or was it just, or did it? I I remember it cut to like the silo, and it showed the silo, and then she went, "What's that?" I don't think well, she did this, but she was like, "It was like, what's that?" Could you chalk that up to the dub? Could you chalk that up to the dub being bad? Yeah. That one moment is that the only dislike of the movie? No. No. We get to that later. Um, okay. I um I don't I know. I feel like uh what did I say? Oh uh, yeah, this movie this movie kind of pulled this movie pulled like a Ryder wave. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Not in me. the bad way. Not in the bad way. Um I told you I don't like this way of, of storytelling where it's like trust me, it's not the it's not the Ryder wave your name, right? It's like I know what ride you're about to wave at the beginning, huh? I know, I know what you're about to get into, but yeah, right. It at, ride you at the beginning. That girl saved my life. That girl is my hero. Blah blah. Right. This this was like the the, the grandpa was like, don't go to the man the mansion. 
there's ghost. Then it's like, don't go up to the silo. There's ghost. And then and I feel like when you meet Marnie and she, uh, you first meet her, right? There's no like, I don't think there's any indication that she's a ghost off rip, mm-hmm. right? There's an there's off- a subtle implication that maybe right. like because she's yeah. in the dreams, right? Yeah. So when you first see Marnie, your first instance as a viewer isn't that's a fucking ghost, right? Yeah. It's it's oh shit, we didn't see her before, but maybe she just came home and just ran out of the backyard and saw it, right? Mm-hmm. That can definitely be a possibility, but then. As a viewer, I'm like, fuck, 10 minutes ago, the movie just told you they're ghosts. Yeah. They yeah. just told you straight up they're ghosts, bro. And honestly, they didn't say they're, they're ghosts necessarily. They, they didn't, but the movie, you have to think about you. They told I, you I, I, like, something supernatural is happening, but you didn't understand what the supernatural thing was. You didn't know it if Marty was real. Like, I see it as like, once, once a, the movie don't, movies don't say things for no reason. Right. Once they said, yo, there's a ghost over there and over there, mm. I already connected the dots. And off rip, okay. I was like, okay. it's a ghost. Even when there was no mm. clear cut answer that she was a ghost, it was like, right. the movie already told you, bro. Yeah. You feel me? And honestly, for me, wow, that's interesting. It, it fucked up the movie. That is so crazy that you made that connection because having finished the movie, one of my strong takeaways was like, wow, they didn't even say what it was. And I think that's really cool. And I like that there's this sense of ambiguity. And now you're just telling me like, oh, they told you at the beginning, they're ghosts. It's like, oh, damn it. Why <laughs> do movies do this? Like, yo, respect the viewer enough to like figure out or have enough like wonder, like try to figure out what it is on your own. Like, don't come tell me the answer already. You know? When you watched the movie, you didn't think like, all right, maybe it's something else. Like maybe she is alive, but she's in a d- no. Okay. Because it was like it was like okay, you told me it's a ghost over there. Yeah. And at the hello, okay. Yeah. And then she starts having dreams. All right. Mm-hmm. She went over there, didn't see her. Went at night, and now there's now she's there. When mm-hmm. the dude said, "Don't go to the mansion at night. Don't go to the silo at night," she goes at night. She's there. She goes at day at the daytime. She's not there. Mm -hmm. At that time, early on, first part of the movie. Fuck, I know the answer. Mm -hmm. Even if I just think about it, it's like ride your wave. Imagine they didn't give you this useless information and respected you enough to go figure it out yourself. Yeah, like I would have been like, oh, is Marnie real? Is Marnie a ghost? What's happening? Wow. No, I already knew. It's so fucking retarded it's ali it pisses me off who said it who said the like, grandpa who's or the, the uncle really wow guardian, her guardian dude yeah. that's that's so interesting because what you're what you're saying you wish the movie was where like they didn't tell you that line just kind of went in one ear and out the other for me like i don't even remember him saying that to the point really? where yeah, to the point where I was watching the movie like, what is going on? <laughs> like, what you're saying you wish it was, was it for me? And I'm not going to invalidate what, like, what, I'm not going to, like, try and defend it because I'm not yeah. disagreeing with you. That is valid. Um, and if I made that connection myself, which, you know, I guess is just attributed to, like, watching the sub and not giving it 100% attention. But um, I... Uh, 
yeah that's it's a ride your wave it's a ride it is a ride your well why is why is is it a ride your wave because why was ride your wave ride your wave was bad because it didn't make sense this is bad because it doesn't respect the the viewer right the thing is with ride your wave like this is not the ride your wave and your name thing this is the ride your wave where at the start he tells you like that she's your hero Right, hero. Right, and right. then when she finds out you already know that you already know yeah so there's yeah. no like no excitement from the viewer okay that's how i felt in this movie yeah and that right. took away a lot from me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and ali it sucks yeah it's i don't know why they do this like so but you were saying with ride your wave how like you know, there's a reveal and the implication is like, yo, this reveal is cool, right? And it's like, well, no, you just told me like at the beginning of the movie. So like, this doesn't really mean that much to me, right? Yeah, so, we, had, we had a whole long conversation. Right. You, you said the you as a viewer watching the girl's reaction is the review. Right, right. But I, just, I was, my argument was, yeah. what if we had the same reaction as the girl and had to sh- yeah. share the review together? And I understand that. And um, I'm not like trying to continue that art. Like, right conversation but that was your perspective do you feel because in my opinion they never like beyond that there's never like a reveal like all right bro here she's a ghost right here like this is where you're supposed to really understand she was a ghost do you ever feel like there was a point in the movie where it's like all right she's a ghost this is the scene where we're telling you she's a ghost do you ever feel like there was that later on yeah okay that's like late late into the movie though yeah that's like um and do you later were you sitting there like uh i wish they didn't tell me in the beginning so that this would hold more weight yeah okay which scene which scene if i may ask i think it was the one where um when they go to the silo and then she looks at her and she's like uh kazuhiro yeah 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 that's when you're like there's already like you kind of already know it's mm-hmm. like supernatural but at yeah. that point it's kind of like you know it is it is definitive as to what it what it is yeah you're right um it I operates feel like, in such a weird way actually I even mean, before that because it was like the times where like she would go over there like for the party and then yeah. like people would just find her on the side of the road like slump yeah i guess you can like connect the dots there mm-hmm. but like like it's with the silo thing that's like the right you know that's yeah that's the definitive one um, I feel like whenever she got her name wrong, that was it was much more telling of what was going on. Where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, is she even there? Like, uh, like are these experiences that she's having with Marnie even experiences that are are these even real? Is Marnie even acknowledging her existence? You know, and we're gonna get to that because the silo is probably the best part. Mm-hmm. I yeah. love that part. Yeah, me too. It was so interesting. Mm-hmm. It changed everything. Yeah. Um, but like I said, like Ali, I wish I watched it how you watched it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, Ali is... literally like right when they met Marnie, I knew, and I'm not supposed to know. Right, right. Or am I? Because they put they tell you. Yeah, I mean, you can do that thing where you tell someone what's going on in the beginning of the movie, and it still be interesting, despite you, you. You know, it's one of those things where you know it's just about how you execute it, like. Yeah, if you don't want this to be a reveal, then don't make it a reveal later. Don't play your movie as if, like, I don't already know this kind of thing, you know? Um, And, I mean, you don't feel like it does that at all, do you? 
Like, do you feel like there's anything engaging beyond the degree of like... Beyond the review. I, I do. Okay. Okay. That's why the movie is so good. Okay. That's awesome. why it would have been better mm-hmm. if I mm-hmm. didn't know. Because it still intrigues me. Even even if I know, I still the movie's still good. And That's I think awesome. about like, wow, imagine I didn't know. Right. It would have been that much better. It's crazy. That's very valid. I, I was cool. robbed. Like Roger <laughs> Wave, I was robbed again. <laughs> These movies are so shit, bro. Uh, movies are shit. Honestly, like, mm-hmm. shit like this, honestly, no joke, makes me want to stop watching Ghibli movies. It mm-hmm. honestly makes me want to stop. I, it, It's like, I, I don't know. I, I, it's like these movies are made for niggas who, like, who aren't paying attention. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, who just are their heads in the clouds. They're not really like listening to every word and stuff. I, don't know, I, I, I was so like, when I watch these movies, unless it's like Arietti where it loses steam and I don't care. Yeah. When, when, it, when a movie, especially that early on, I'm, so, I'm paying attention to everything. I'm right. so locked in. Even if I'm at work, I'm yeah. so locked in. Mm-hmm. So I, I like, I, I connected the dots so early. It's like, fuck sucks but yeah movie is still great because i feel like there's so much beyond just like like even if you know she's a ghost there's still things you're learning as you're going through it for sure yeah so yeah and and you know she's a ghost but there's still more to be revealed like the ending like you don't know that it's you know exactly it's, it's like one of those things it's like it's like in in roger wave it isn't the reveal isn't like the biggest part of the movie mm-hmm. it's, just, it's just a part of it but yeah yeah it's still like it's still there for me it's like damn because honestly I, I can't i can't say but what if i watched the movie and to like and didn't connect any dots until the definitive answer right i would have thought she was real the whole time mm-hmm. i wish I, I wish i was like that yeah that's well, honestly bro. that's 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 everything i have to say about that i okay. want to keep moving down that bush that's you articulated that very well, and I love how that ties into other other conversations we've had. Um, that's that's so valid. Every everything ties back to Roger Wave. It's so weird how we like bring that. We're we're cursed by that by that movie. We bring it up like every episode since. Uh. Somehow, <laughs> some way, somehow, yeah. Um, Baki will come up. <laughs> it always does. <laughs> we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna be like, yo, you know Miyazaki is the godfather of the guy who made Baki. <laughs> that B stars thing was crazy. Yeah, that was, uh, bro. I always listen back to that podcast and like, I'm like neck deep in my explanation, and you go, hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, you're so deep into that B star <laughs> discussion. Oh my god. Like Rambo and, and Yeah. And then I was that like, was what? Cool. That was awesome. I always I, I listen back to our episodes all the time. Like that's yeah. that's what I do in my meantime. But um But yeah, we can this 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 So I want you to know like that's just like it's like another disclaimer like right. going on. Mm-hmm. Like 
it's an important uh, thing to mention. I understand it didn't affect your entire experience, but it it affected it to a degree where it it needs to be brought up in terms of your yeah. opinion on the movie. And um, this is why, like you know, <laughs> you say that you don't like you know watching like bad shows and you know movies like Ride Your Wave. I think it's so important to talk about shit things here so that it can breathe context into like future things and why they're good or like why they're bad. If we didn't watch Ride Your Wave, this would be a much longer conversation because we'd have to go through all of that, which we already went went through with that. You know what I mean? So that's why we we talked a lot about that Ride Your Wave. Yeah. There, There was one time where you were like, you know, I should feel bad about recommending Decadence. And I'm like, I like when we watch a bad show. I like when I, that's why I always like try bad things because, you know, I want to kind of understand hey. how to articulate my opinions on them. Hey, listen to me. If you want to watch bad shows, look at my list. <laughs> no, only bad shows that we recommend that are new. Um, some of yeah, them but, um, if you're yeah, frustrated, just, there's a lot. Huh? I was going to ask, I was going to ask if you're frustrated with Ghibli movies, um, or anime movies in general, I would love to talk about like normal movies. <laughs> I don't even really watch normal movies. What's stopping you from starting now? <laughs> you know, I mean, if you, uh, that's just a suggestion. That's all that is. Because I am a weeb. A weeaboo. <laughs> Understood. And, uh, I feel like I, I have this, this burning passion to mm-hmm. watch all Ghibli. Gotcha, gotcha. And I know, I know. You said you're burnt out. Mm-hmm. Keep let's. I want to keep but going. I like is, to talk about this these. thing. The thing is, I want to watch Castle in Your Sky because that's your favorite. Yeah, I want to see. Raven Fireflies. I know that movie's not going to sell me. Hopefully. Yeah. I still haven't watched Spirited Away, right? Mm-hmm. So that's and The Wind Rises. I really want to watch that. So that's like like four right there. That's like good. I'm excited for. Yeah, you know? we saved uh, the good ones for last. <laughs> There's. I don't, if you want to watch all of them, there's still some shitty ones out there. Yeah. I mean, I already, I already watched The Pinnacle, Ocean Waves. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. I should say that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know if any of the other ones will top it. But, like, I will gladly I mean, watch I these. See only yesterday. I'm excited another. to see that one, too. I think that one's by uh, Takahata, which is, like, the other big dog. I believe so. I, believe that's I want to see another romance compared to Ocean Waves. Yeah. You know what? You know, I thought when Marine was there, I thought it was going to be, I thought it was a boy and girl relationship thing. From the cover? The cover. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I thought while watching the movie, it was like, a, it was like an analogy for like being like gay and feeling isolated for being gay. Like, I know that sounds silly, but there's a lot of things that like tie into that. Like there's so many moments where like Marnie is connecting with the main character and getting like kind of like touchy and then like she blushes and stuff. So mm-hmm. like there's a lot of moments where it feels like it's being like kind of gay and not in a bad way, like in, you know, in service of what it's trying to say. Also mm-hmm. with the fact that, you know, some people she said that she feels isolated from all of her friends and she feels like they're in a circle and she's not in that circle. And maybe it's because she's gay and she didn't understand why. Because at that point in the movie, they don't really establish why she's upset. Like, when they explain it later, it's like, oh, okay, it wasn't even like that. Like, the movie wasn't even about that. But I was sitting there, like, for, like, for like a good, like, 30 minutes, like, this is the movie. This is what it's about. It's about 
being gay and being in love with a ghost because you can't be in love with anybody else because everyone's mean. But um, it's so weird in retrospect because, like, the movie really wasn't that at all. But there are so many moments where she, where there are, like, you know, there's that part where she's, like, rowing and then, like, Marnie gets behind her and, like, rows with her. It's, like, that feels like a relationshipy thing. And recontextualize giving the ending it's um i guess maybe it's more of just like a i'm here for you and i'm gonna comfort you when you're in your when you're sad but it's interesting how i misinterpreted that regardless and of whether it's honestly, good or bad. that's gonna come back later yeah that what you just said is gonna come back later okay but, um i found something to say but yeah there's a, there's a lot to unpack here. Yeah. There One is. thing I'll notice, you know the, the doll she carried in her flashbacks? The dog she carried? The doll. Yeah, yeah. That looked just like Marnie? I immediately made that connection when I saw the doll, and I'm like, oh, maybe Marnie is the doll, or like doll. Marnie is like a memory. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right here. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see what I said. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know... It ties into the, the ghost thing, right? So, I saw that you see the doll. Yeah. It's fucking Marnie, right? Right. And it's, I feel like, I think the movie tricks you. The movie's actually actively trying to trick you. Where yeah. the movie thinks, yo, she was so lonely. The doll she carried as a kid, she manifested into real life. Right, right. And made it her friend, mm-hmm. right? Or, or it could be, like, all in her imagination or something like that, like, the whole thing yeah. is a dream. Like, none of it's real. Right? Right. And honestly, that could have worked, too. That could have worked, too. Yeah. I agree. And I think it's I think it's such a a, a little touch that affects the story a lot. Because I, when I saw the doll, I thought the story was going completely somewhere else, right? Right, right. I wish I had... Who made the movie? Um... I don't know the director's name, but it's the it, the only two movies he's made are the thing from Modest Heroes, Secret Road to Arietti, and this. Those are like the only three things he's done. And Mary yeah. and the Witch's Flower. That's another one. I wish I can just call this guy up and be like, "Yo, what do you mean by that? Like, why'd you do that? All right? I want because I'm guessing it's for what I said, right? Mm-hmm. I think I'm right, but it's honestly such a like a weird touch. Wait, right? what, what are you talking about? The doll? The like, doll. Tra- Oh, it's 100% intentional. There's no way they draw that doll with blue clothes and long yellow hair and not try to, like, bait the viewer. Especially when you get a flashback to this main character that's really important for the context of, like, her trauma and why she's lonely. You're paying attention. And she has a doll, and, like, the doll has these bright colors contrasted with her funeral outfit and this, like, you know, dim background. I think it was extremely intentional and I think he was baiting you in that way. But I also think that it wasn't just a bait. I personally think based on my perspective and I'd like to hear your perspective that it does play into the ending and it does have tangible, like it does make sense despite the ending being about the grandmommy and being about her. It makes sense why she has that doll. Because from her perspective, even though her grandma even though she remembered her grandma and she's like, oh, my grandma is Marnie. She didn't know what her grandma looked like when she was young. Mm-hmm. So her perspective of what Marnie looks like is is still like the comfort of that doll. Like she 
Right. Marnie was her grandma, but in her eyes, she doesn't know what Marnie looks like. So you could say that Marnie, through her perspective, looked like the doll because that's what she that's what she associated with her childhood self. Or you could say that it was all supernatural and Marnie did really look like that when she was a kid. I don't, you know, I don't, because think, of the I don't think that's true. Because remember when she drew and the old lady was like, oh, I know what that is. Yeah, yeah. So Marnie, so Marnie I don't did think that look like Marnie that's actually valid. looked like that. That's valid. That's it's weird that she has a doll. Yeah, I guess it is I, a good bait. It is a it great is a bait, bait, regardless of that. I think the mom just gave her a doll that looked like her because she was weird. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That was just a joke, but um, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it to it being solely there for bait and nothing else. If it is so I, just I, I that, I can't make any connection. I can't make any connection. Right. I think you. What you said in response to me, like I think that I think you're right. Like I didn't. I forgot about that. So yeah, it just being bait is is like fine though. It does um, like it's not bad at all. It got me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It got me. Uh, yeah. It's 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 interesting. That's such a that was such a cool touch. And I don't not not many movies try to bait the shit out you. Exactly. You but know, this one talk... got me because you know, I'm always I'm always the one connected dodge trying to predict shit. Give me one Dash second. Let me shit. let me like reset the recording. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm always trying to like connect dots and predict what's gonna happen. To see if this if the shit's predictable, right? And that shit fucked me up, so... Yeah. It's funny it's, how this movie did a ride your wave, but it, it counterbalanced it with, like, a, like good things. Like, you know? It's so... Yeah. It's so interesting. I think that's really, really compelling. Um, Yeah. That's valid. That's valid. So you said the silo was your, was your favorite scene. You're really driving this conversation, and it's because... You took more notes than I did. Um, Before I get to the silo, um, yeah, please, please say everything that's on your mind. Yeah, I, I said, uh, I said uh, this is this is one of the movies that rewatching with the knowledge you know, um, it changed the movie completely, right? Uh, I said, yeah, I wrote down by the early on the movie, I already knew Marnie was a ghost, um. Okay. I kind of said, like, throughout the movie, right? Throughout the middle of the movie, I was trying to figure out, like, what's going on, right? Like, what does this all mean? Mm -hmm. Like, why is Marnie? Why is why is Anna? Why is Anna? Why does Anna keep meeting Marnie, right? Didn't you have the same thing? I was like, I was trying to figure out, like, like what's going on. Like, why does she voluntarily go to the mansion? Yeah, I was trying to, like, this is the thing that comes with, um, uh, like, the movie, like, being unpredictable. Like, I didn't know. Like, I was like, I was trying to, like, I was like, what's going on? Why does she keep going? Like, who is Marnie, right? Then that ties into the doll thinking, like, oh, mm -hmm. this is a made-up friend, right? Right. So throughout all the the scene where they the party, mm -hmm. then they dance, mm -hmm. and the other scene where they run from her maid, right? That whole time, I was thinking it was just the doll. 
Right. Right. But once you find out it's not right, it's like that 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 reveal. Even though you know she's already a ghost, right? It's like mm-hmm. it's still like it still like pulls you in, right? Because then right. you gotta you remember the dance, mm-hmm. the them running and playing in the house, right. her saying "Yo, never forget me." Yeah. Um, it just ties into the bait even more because then you like you reel back and be like fuck, yeah, it wasn't yeah. a doll. And then I, I wrote down, I was like, if I rewatch this movie, I'll probably catch a lot more things, right? Mm-hmm. More subtle things, knowing with the knowledge of. Uh, Knowing that she's a grandmother, yeah. But that that bait really throws you off, mm-hmm. and it really threw me off. Right. Like, cause I was like that whole time. Cause I remember when once I found out I was a grandmother, I I was, I was like thinking about, I was like re- relaying the fucking replaying the the scenes. And I was like, I was trying to tie it all together, but during like during watching it, like that bait, like. It's crazy. That was a good one, man. Mm-hmm. I had to do that. That's the open it. This open yeah. eyes. You know? That bait was really good. But you know, another thing that's interesting is um her diary, mm-hmm. right? So her diary was the only thing left behind in the house, right? Or it was, it was hid hidden behind the shelf or whatever, whatever. Um, yeah, there was something else, but yeah, it was mostly just the diary. Yeah, the diary in the picture, right? Yeah, it was like a picture. I don't remember. Well, the diary the diary is interesting because it's like the things that happened in the diary happened when Anna, like, when the mm-hmm. dreams or like, right. when she went. Yeah, exactly. It was already, it was already, she already wrote down, like, the shit that happened in her timeline. Right. Now, Anna, Anna came and, like, took, it's like Anna came, went back in time, took over someone's body. And right, like, because they showed like, a. Fl- they were like, they were like, oh, I danced with this girl yeah. outside, and then all she said is, uh, "I danced with a flower boy." Did it say she a boy? Said flower boy, yeah. Ooh, ooh, interesting. I didn't even. Know and that. then it's like, it's interesting because it's really like she goes back in time, and that's what. Really. That's what kind of made me. I don't know if I was think. I said your name as a joke in the beginning, but I was thinking uh, also like Howl's Moving Castle. I'm like, oh, it's like that, but it like kind of makes sense. Like, and I and it's like the whole story, you know, in Howl's Moving mm-hmm. Castle, she goes back to the past when they're like a kid, right? But mm-hmm. it, in this one, um, yeah, that's you're right. Like that's that's interesting. And, and another thing that's that interesting is, cool. is like these events play out for Anna because of the diary, because like I feel like the diary her leaving behind the diary is the reason why this is happening right mm, mm. crazy that I is feel like, crazy because um, all the events that happened in the diary actually happened right and then the events like the silo that were ripped out the diary didn't happen right. until the girl found the fucking pages and that makes a lot more sense when you think back to it because there are some nights where she goes there and it doesn't like the house doesn't activate and yes. she's like, Marnie, where were you? You left me. And it's like, Oh, like, and Marnie doesn't give like a clear cut answer of like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Anna, I am a ghost and I can't activate when the diary doesn't work. Like she, she yeah. says an answer that she would have given that's similar to what she said to the person in that time frame. She, it does right. kind of bend the rules a little bit because she does call her Anna and she does acknowledge her existence, which is another bait on the audience where it's like, Oh, like she's being, 
ambiguous, but she's acknowledging that she said Anna. So like, she must know that like this is happening, but then she starts saying different names and then she starts saying things that she would have said in that time and not things that, you know, only apply to this scenario in this like weird future realm. So yeah. you're out. It's, it, yeah. it's crazy. The diary, the diary had a lot. Cause like, I didn't even know this while I was watching, but like the silo shit didn't happen until the girl found it. The little girl found the pages that had the events on it. You know what I mean? That's true. Oh, okay. Well, if you're going to run by that logic, the party scene happened. There were a lot of things that happened before they found the diary. So like. Yeah, but it was still in the house. Were the pages not in the house? No, I, I think she found it somewhere else. Okay. I didn't know that. So I feel like the diary being the diary being in the house like made the shit happen. Right. And that's why I like um like you said, or that's why like she couldn't leave the mansion mm -hmm. because like shit's not in the fucking diary, you know? Right. Or right. she can't go too far, it's not in the diary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like it's crazy she like she knew that. Marnie knew. She was like, I can't go she would right. say like my parents wouldn't let me go that far, but right, right. I think in the the other scene, she's like, I can't go too far from the mansion. Yeah, yeah she was like, you know, the girl was like being very upfront with her, like, come to my house, and she's like, yeah. I, I can't do that. And the girl's like, all right, like I understand you can't be really clear about it because you haven't really been clear about anything. So I'm <laughs> I'm just gonna put up with it. Yeah, that's valid. It's really trippy. Like the movie the movie's trippy. Yeah, it's I love movies like this. I mean. <laughs> I feel like there are so many movies like this and this falls into that realm of like a movie that does this and does it well. And yeah. it's so hard to execute a movie like this because it's a lot of you're trying to play with people's mind and you're trying to make them think one thing when you're really doing this other thing in the background. And, you know, there are movies like, you know, there are movies like your name where, you know, you're doing this thing in the background and then you realize, oh, that doesn't really make sense with this because there are things that need to make sense here to coincide with this. And then when it doesn't, it's like, fuck. But, you know, your name is stupid and it's made by dummies. But it's like, it's hard to do. Especially something like this movie that has like two fucking bait and switches. It's fucking cool. It's good. It's, it's, it's crazy. The, the diary the diary changed the thing a lot. And it was... You're opening my eyes to this. You're making this like make more sense to me mm -hmm. i didn't even acknowledge that i didn't even um, acknowledge the diary uh, that's so uh, cool uh we can talk about yeah but those scenes are cool though like it's like she said I dance with a flower boy. Like it's you would it would seem like it would seem like when it the way she was dancing with Anna that she would write more in her diary, right? Right. It seems like such a special dance outside by uh, by never forget me, right? right? But in her diary, I guess in what really happened, she danced with some random bozo. Like, yo, I danced with this guy. Yeah. But then it's like she went back in time. It's so weird because she it's like she went back in time, took over that dude's body or like played his role. Right. And yeah. it was like made that dance special for Anna. Or mm -hmm. not for Anna, for uh, for Marnie. And yeah. it's it's like 
did did she change the past? Did that past happen, or was that just in her head? Right, because it's like she could have went back, changed changed that little dance with Marnie, or it could have just been her experiencing the diary. Yeah, through her own lenses. I feel like I feel like if she changed the. I don't think she changed the past because I still, because if she if she changed the past, then she, then then that would mean that she replaced the boyfriend that that Marnie like had a baby with, who was the who was the daughter of the baby that Marnie had. So if she changed the past, then this bitch wouldn't exist. <laughs> it would be like Back to the Future. Her hand would start disappearing. Ah, I was just wanted to hang out. Wait, I don't think. Uh... Because remember that she was like in the silo, and the person who really yeah, saves her in the silo is the boyfriend that Marnie had, and Marnie yeah. fucks that dude, has her daughter, her daughter has yeah, but but still like even with that, that's why like it became it became it's like time got fucked up where like she like that's why it's like like I said like she it's like she went back took over that role of the the boyfriend. And it's like time got so fucked up. It got so like fucked up because it would make no sense. So time got fucked up where she couldn't even see her. But in the scenes where it, it would work, she can like see and she can see her like Anna Fine. You know what I mean? Like because mm. before she didn't. Before the dance scene, right? It just hit Flower Boy, but right, right, she right. sees him because like Flower Boy or not, that doesn't fuck up the timeline. Right. Right. Yeah. She could have danced. Even if she danced with Fireboy, it's fine. If she danced with uh, Anna, the mm-hmm. the timeline still works out. Right. But with the silo, the silo event needed to be, I think it was Kazuhiro, something like that. It needed to be Kazuhiro, right? But the timeline got so, like, fucked up where, like, this time she couldn't even, like, see Anna. That's why she started start, start saying that guy's name. You feel me? What did, what caused the timeline to mess up? You know, I understand what you're saying, but, like, what would be the cause of that? Because like this, this uh, the silo scene needed to happen for them, for Anna to be born. Whereas the the flower boy dance didn't. That's not necessary into the timeline for like for mm. her to be born. Mm. That's how I see it. Interesting. Interesting. I feel because you know, like her saving her. I mean, Kazuhiro saving her at the the, the silo, silo was such a major yeah. event. Where like. It needed to be played out where it was Kazuhiro. That's why she said his her, his name instead of Anna. But right. the flower boy scene wasn't as significant. That's why she st- still saw Anna. That, I understand that. That's very interesting. That makes sense to me. It does make sense. and yeah. But at the same time, it can also just be her. It can just be Anna seeing her. Past in just her lenses, you know. Right, and but either way, I think the time one is more interesting. So the time one is very interesting, and I feel like it does make sense. And it actually beyond sometimes people will make theories for like Mm -hmm. movies, like oh, this shit like takes place in the past, but it won't actually hold any narrative significance in the movie. And when you rewatch the movie, that doesn't really make sense. The way you are explaining it. It does make sense, and I feel like the narrative significance could be that maybe Anna has to get over her isolation and stop hanging out with Marnie so that she can grow from this arc. So when Marnie stops recognizing her and she's like, Kazuhiro, 
she's like, it's me, Anna. I don't remember if this is how the scene played out, but I feel like she called she called Anna Kazuhiro and did did Anna just accept the fact like, yeah, it's me, Kazuhiro. Like, yeah, let's go. She did. Yeah. Like when she put the coat on, right, she's like, yeah. oh, hey, come sit over here. Right. Yeah. She she kind of that was like an upgrade for her character because the entire movie, she kind of wants Marnie's company. And then it's like, all right, I can't really do that anymore because of whatever the fuck's happening. So I'm going to accept this and I'm just going to help her because I want to, regardless of whether she knows knows it's me or not. That's valid. It, it's, it's, it's also so weird because like once they started heading up the hill and then the little girl comes and says, yo, I found the pages. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, I found the pages. Then she, like, Marnie disappears into the right. silo. Right. It's that scene. That whole silo thing was so, so good. That's great. Yeah. I'm glad you liked it. I, I love I love that time theory. Yeah. Did you, if I may ask, did you see a video or did you come to that conclusion yourself? I actually came to that by myself. That's fucking actually, cool. That's cool as shit. I came to that by myself right when I finished the movie. Mm-hmm. And then I saw I saw a YouTube video or a Reddit post mm. or something. Someone was saying something similar. Right. Where I actually like, I actually, bro, I, I was right there at work. I saw this at work too. Yeah. I was like, bro, that was great. Cause I was like, cause I thought it, I thought of it as in a way like, yo, what if you went back in time? Cause I think about the diary. What if you just went back in time? Right. Yeah. I like canceled and, that possibility out of my brain when, um, when. It was her grandma, and then I, and then they, when they showed that, when they showed that time had already acted a certain way, not just the grandma, but like when the diary confirmed like this was a real person and these things happened in a different context, I was kind of, I kind of like ruled that out because, um, you know, it's also her grandma. But the way you're explaining it, it makes sense. Makes sense. It does, because I feel like if the dance, had like if the dance had very like significance to like this the things that had to happen in the future mm-hmm. he would have just said yo Kazuhiro come dance with me you right know? right yeah but since it was a random guy it didn't matter didn't cause it wasn't Kazuhiro in that scene as well did he was he was like talking to her and yeah. that scene regardless of how it made Anna feel she needed to go talk to Kazuhiro in order for mm-hmm. the time thing to be correct so, Anna that's was why, like, "Why? Why are we talking like, to that guy?" And she was like, "I, I had to, <laughs> you know." Yeah, yeah. It's it's cool because because before she goes to to, to to talk to him, like he, she kind of vanishes. Yeah. While she's while everyone's pestering her about the like getting flowers, yeah, she just like disappears. Mm-hmm. Then she she looks and she's like, over there. Right. So it's like. All that, all that flower shit had to happen mm-hmm. so Anna can get away, so she can get away and go talk to this guy. Right. It felt, and that was such a weird scene. It felt like something was happening. Right? Yeah, yeah. Because it, it felt you know like, what it, you know what it you know what it did for me. It yeah. was like, oh, they showed her talking to him to make Anna jealous because this. I thought it was a gay thing. Right. That's another date. Yeah. It, I was also thinking that the same thing. Because she was jealous. She was like, yo, why are you fucking talking to this guy? I thought you're my friend. 
so many baits, bro. Yeah, cause that because that that scene, it's because you don't know the guy, and it, the scene looks important, and you, and I feel like the viewer is left out, right? So you, then it's like when she says, "Yay, why are you talking to that guy?" It's just yeah. chopped up to, "I'm fucking jealous." Yeah, yeah, you're really smart. <laughs> this is awesome. I fucking love this. I I did not make half of these fucking connections this oh, is the a, opposite be... of ride your wave where like when we talked about ride your wave i'm like damn manny made me bump my score down but now <laughs> i might this is making the movie seem cooler to me yeah i do smooth it's fucking good bro yeah and, it, and it's we didn't even get to the we didn't even get to the the major theme yet yeah what i i, I, I don't know before we get to that it's so crazy to me how this nigga made Arietti. This movie feels like it has so much purpose and so much like soul behind it. And Arietti mm-hmm. is just so vacant. When I look at yeah. that and I look at this, I'm like, there's no way the same fucking guy made this and the same guy made that. It's not even like Arietti has some flaws that he like glowed up from. Arietti is just like a broken fucking movie that like I feel like anybody would look at and be like, no, like if they were making the movie. Right? I feel like just looking at the script, you'd be like, this is dumb. But I, I just think it's so crazy. Because this is the movie, he, this is what he made right after Arietti. He made Arietti and he made this. And this is also based on a book, but it feels so much more genuine than that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel it in this one. I feel it in this one. I know. I forgot. There's something about the book. I forgot what it was, but. Yeah, I didn't do any research on the When Marnie Was Here book. Um, I doubt there's any other adaptations of it, but... I doubt it, but... Yeah. Uh, this, this movie... This movie had a lot of soul. It was it so... Did. It's so... It was so while watching, and still is after. It's. I feel like mm-hmm. they, they put in so much effort. I feel like... You know when we were saying, like, there are movies that normal like when we were talking about princess mononoke like normies can enjoy this and like you know tryhards uh, do you feel like this is one of those movies because i i feel like this is one of those movies for sure for sure yeah i, I feel like this movie is also going to touch a lot of people mm-hmm. who have the same feeling as anna yeah you know it's one of those movies like it like that's what i'm saying like if someone told me this is the best movie ever i'll be like yo that's yeah. valid because mm-hmm. it's like it has that normie touch, the try hard touch, and it has that like the emotional touch to people right. like who relate. Who relates? It's to crazy. It. Mm-hmm. Like we don't, you know, it didn't connect with me in the same way that mm-hmm. like Ocean Waves connected with you, like in that sense. Yeah. But I feel like there is a strong theme to where like, you know, if we if you want to get into the theme now, like I'm yeah. just going off the dome right now. You could say that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's about someone who feels isolated and lonely and, you know, Marnie, despite the fact that she wasn't there, it's, in essence, she still kind of is there in her heart, right? Like, it's not really about being with her and talking to her. It's more about just knowing that even if it was in the past, even if it was at this one interval in time when you were a fucking baby, someone out there um, does care for you, even if they're not here anymore. And I feel like, you know, if, you know, if someone's 
like relative died, if you had like, even if it wasn't a relative, even if it was just like a good friend that like died, maybe this movie will impact you a lot. Maybe it'll be like an ocean waves level thing for you if like mm -hmm. you had that kind of experience. But I feel like there's so much more to it than that. So um, let me hear what what you think about like the theme. Uh, so one thing, one thing you get off rip is obviously uh, the the loneliness, and then when she when she tells you that uh, her foster parents are getting paid to have her, you know, that makes you think that then she's really like alone. And then right. her her parents died, so she never really had a family. And then her her close relatives that didn't even want her, right? So she's abandoned. It's just like how uh, Mar Marnie's daughter felt abandoned when Marnie sent her to boarding school. Then, mm -hmm. um, was Marnie abandoned? She was, yeah, because Marnie, because yeah, her parents was always working, right? And and she was in the she, she got bullied by the maid, right? So she was all alone. So she got abandoned by her 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 family, and then. Marnie abandoned her daughter by sending not really, but in the daughter's point of view, Marnie abandoned her, sent her away, and then they passed away, leaving Marnie and Anna. Then Marnie passed. Anna had no parents, no lost her grandmother. Her close relatives her relatives don't want her. And now she has a foster parent that gets paid, right? So the family has a constant cycle of just niggas getting abandoned and shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and it's like, honestly, it, I, it feels like this trip had to happen because you know how like Anna was so like it was like memorized by the silo and the and the mansion. It's like it was like Marnie was going is like somehow affecting her to like come relive this event, these events to come meet her. And then for her to like grow off this experience, right? It's like I feel like Marnie was. It's like Marnie is from the afterlife, making these events happen. So, so this pain, the cycle of pain, is can stop, and it it did stop. You know, that's why she was so like. She saw the mansion. She had to go. She saw the silo. Asked what what that is. It's like. It's like this shit had to happen. And then at the end, when Marnie was like waving goodbye, that's why I really felt that. I was like, damn, like it's like Marnie told her to come, got what she needed, and now she's saying goodbye. Like, yo, like you grown from this shit. Have a good life. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Like that that's so goaded. <laughs> that's so, so good. good. That's great. It's, like, it's it's I feel like that that goodbye meant so much. It's like it reinforced it reinforced why it all happened. Right. It's like Marnie knew like right. what she was doing. Mm -hmm. And you know that scene when she's she's like saying like Do you forgive me? Uh, and then she starts yeah. crying. I'm always gonna forgive you. It's like <laughs> it's like oh like, it's like and then you see her grow, it's like she says sorry to the girl she called fat. We even talk about that. Before. Yo, I'm she only says, just now making that connection. The forgive me thing. Yeah. Oh my god. Forgive I have, me. I. I have, oh my forgive god. Forgive me. It's like forgive me. 
uh, I, I banded. I, everything kind of happened because of me. Please forgive me. I'm well, upping bye. my rating. I have to up my rating just for Ali. that. That's so godlike, bro. That then, is, that's some S-tier shit. When I saw her wave goodbye, I was like, that was incredible. Yeah. That sealed off everything. It's like, I like I said, it's like Marnie. It's because she's like, it's like, it's like she planned all this shit. Manny, you, know? you explaining it, you need to understand, I am so happy that you, that you have this much to say. Thank you for being so insightful while watching this movie, because I did not have this point of view at all. Take into account, yeah. I, did, I, I, I finished the movie and I'm like, huh, maybe she was a ghost. <laughs> so like I didn't even come away with that. You are contextualizing all of this. What you're it's like it's like a fan theory that is actually legit. And I'm like I like want to cry right now. Like this is so good. I feel like I'm rewatching the movie. Holy shit. This is great. And Ali, it, you know, another thing too, it's like this really this movie really speaks out and it's like really realistic where like that when she broke out and called the shorty fat, it's like, I feel like people with these problems do, like, suffer from that shit, right? Where, like, they get so frustrated where they just lash out, right? They don't mm -hmm. know how to control their emotions that have been boiling already, right? And then, like, when they get a little frustrated and they just lash out, ah, you fat bitch, and it runs away. I feel like I, I've never, I, I don't relate to this character in that sense, but I feel like it's so realistic, you know? Yeah. I feel like, I feel like a lot of people see see that scene and be like, "Wow, that's just like me," you know. I and that's such that. a nice touch. It's like that's a that's a thing where it adds to like, if people will feel this movie on an emotional level, right? Yeah. Real. You, and need it, to, and you need to show how the loneliness affects her and how it isolates her. You know, that's, how it isolates her exactly. Yeah, that's, this is it. exactly why. But man, I'm telling you, man, I'm when I saw when I saw her wave, I was like, damn. This movie's fucking good. It was like her wave movie. when she said goodbye. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. It to... felt, it, it just, it's like it's like Marnie was affecting time to break this cycle of abandonment. It's crazy, and she did it. It's so weird, Manny. This movie feels like the good version of Your Name and Ride Your Wave. And Secret World of Arietti all at the same time. It's like Secret World of Arietti because it has a character that's lonely and and they don't want to be lonely and they want to find like friendship. It's like Ride Your Wave because like it, it feel t to some degree it's like a relationship B movie. Whether it's like a boyfriend or girlfriend, it's like two people actually coming together and like forming a connection and like one of them not really being there and one of them being there and then one of them having to get over the other one because they're not there anymore and then it's like your name because the bitch is going in the past and and like she's affecting the past in the same way that this guy but all those movies are shit and this one is like them but goaded this is so cool man this is like this is this is like the end of a trilogy this is like the end of a series bro this is so fucking awesome ali this is why remember when i texted you i was like ali i'm excited for this talk i was just about to ask you bro like why did you what what did you watch when you sent me that and i'm like i was interested because um i i was scared for this talk because you know i i liked marnie 
but clearly, I, I don't have a lot to say about it as nearly as much as you do. And Secret World of Arietti, I felt like there was nothing to say. So I'm like, I hope I don't disappoint Manny. But I'm just, I'm really glad that you <laughs> that you did have like a lot to say. And I derived so much value from this. This is how I felt with Beastars. Mm -hmm. You had a lot to say with Beastars. Yeah. Everything yeah. you said was so valid. So mm -hmm. this is your this is this is your Beastars. Um, this was great. You you really as you like, as you said in that episode, you you enlightened me. You changed my perspective. Very eye opening. It was great. Ah oh, man, Marnie, Marnie. This shit is. I, I'm telling you, actually if you fucking. Watch, if we watch this movie together, I'd have been like, Marnie, <laughs> look. Yeah. Ah oh, man, this is this is so good. And it makes more sense, bro, because the dude who directed it wrote this movie. Like, no one... I mean, there was some... When people write movies, usually there's multiple writers. But he was one of the he was one of the writers on this movie. So, like, when you look at the credits, it's like, oh, you know, he's credited for that. And he is responsible for constructing the story in a way where his vision can be enacted. Like, you know, because if... I don't know if he didn't write the movie, it, it could suck and he might have to work with someone's like shitty script, you know, and this isn't it's not a, it's not a secret world of Arietti situation. And um, this guy, this guy's good. I I'll check out if he does anything else. I'll watch it. You know, he essentially like is like the only living member of like Studio Ghibli. Miyazaki's still alive, but like, you know, he's not doing anything. This is like the one guy that's like. I'm still here and I'm still kicking. Um, yeah. He's not at Ghibli anymore, but he's at Studio Panak, which is like the spiritual su successor to Ghibli, you know. So I'm glad. I'm glad that he's doing stuff. Let me remember his fucking name. Let me not disrespect this man. Let me look it up. Hiromasa Yonebayashi. I'll call him Yonebayashi. So yeah, good shit. Um, Fucking money, money, awesome. The end of a trilogy, Manny. <laughs> the end of a of of a quadrilogy. The final entry in a series of conversations, and it all comes down to this. Marnie is your name, Secret World of Arietti, and Ride Your Wave, but better. It's what those movies wanted to be. And it's it's like the movie kept its theme. Mm -hmm. It's fucking this. It kept the ball rolling, bro. In the secret world of Arietti, when when the story like revs up and like the concept actually starts to get interesting because the the human took the mom and now they gotta save her. That happens at like the hour mark of an hour and thirty minute movie. That you're almost done. Like the movie's practically over by that point. In this movie, she sees Marnie so early in the movie. It yeah. and it it keeps going. Like you're getting more, you're getting more, you're getting more. There's no downtime. I I remember just being like, oh damn, we're already here. Damn. Like, all right, bet. Like we're yeah. we're already like going going on this journey and I remember I clicked the time thing and it was only like an hour in. I'm like, yes, this is great. Yeah. It's Thank you. This fucking was awesome. crazy. It's yeah. crazy. 
<laughs> Marnie, when Mar when Marnie was there, it, it's so <laughs> interesting. Everything's so interesting. <laughs> it's like the movie. It's like the movie. It's like when Marnie was there. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I don't. I I love I love this title. Yeah, Marnie, Marnie of my memories, or Mar when Marnie was there. Mm -hmm. It's like it means completely two different things. Right, M Marnie of my memories. When did wait? Is that the Japanese title, or something? Where do you where are you getting that? Why are you saying uh, that? Is that the name of the book? No. I think that's I think that's the Japanese thing. Okay. Yeah. And Marnie was there. Fuck, man. This is so good. So. You know, things, the thing is too, like, I, I already like the movie, but me telling you, me saying the shit I already wrote down out loud makes me like it, like it more. Yeah, yeah. It gives you an appreciation for it. It makes you realize that it's it's better than you thought. Thank you for this, Manny. I I love this. I love talking to you. This is awesome. Now, my question to you is, is this second place to Ocean Waves? Or or do you feel like it's on the same level? Or do you feel like it's above Ocean Waves? Yeah, uh, I found it right here. It's literally Marnie of my memories. The book? That's the Japanese. Oh, Japanese. No, that's Japanese. This movie. It's, it's so weird because, like, this movie does everything better than Ocean Waves, right? Don't get me wrong. But Ocean Waves got me right here. Right? Yeah. Mm hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Because, okay. like, this is, a, this is a better movie, but Ocean Waves is for me. Right. That's valid. So say ocean waves. <laughs> ocean waves. Ocean I waves. don't know because this this movie's so crazy, bro. It's what we were talking about. It's like how do you let go of your biases? You really can't, man. You know the way the conversation that we had. Ocean waves is your movie. I think it's I think it's so valid for you to say that, despite this movie, even in your eyes being quote unquote better, like a better executed movie. I think it's completely valid that. Uh, ocean waves would be above it for you, you know. So, I'm glad. I'm surprised you have this conflict. This makes things so interesting. You're gonna have to ponder on this one. You don't have to give an answer if you don't want to. Give it some thought. Tell me in a year. <laughs> uh, one year later, I fucking <laughs> I rewatched both movies like three times. Yeah. You gotta five five years from now. Episode 200. Do you hear this song? <laughs> Speaking of music, was there any song in When Marnie Was Here that made... You were talking about there's no music in Secret World of Arietti that made you, like, download the soundtrack or anything. Was there any music in When Marnie Was Here that made you do that? I think there was. I know I know there was from Mononoke, definitely. Right, right. Um... 
I I didn't ever look up any like songs from this, but I remember liking the music. I remember thinking the music was good. And I remember like listening to it going, this is dope. I like this in the context of the scene. Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like it's, it's just one of those. I don't think this is not like, this is not one of those OSTs where you can really like download. Right. It's not something that you can listen to outside of the context of the movie. It's not like, it's not fun in that yeah. way. That's valid. The thing is, the thing is with Arietti it's because the dub, the, the singing, the music was dubbed as well. So it was, it was like. Well, there's one lyrical song at the end of Arietti. There's like two. Oh, really? No, like two. Okay. You I probably didn't know. notice because it was in Japanese. Yeah, I probably didn't, yeah. But there's like two. And I, I like, I feel like the one, I feel like both were just like, ugh. Really weird. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, Marnie I, of I, my memory. <laughs> what does I, that mean? It's like, is Anna saying that? Is Anna the one saying Marnie of my memories? Because it's not even your memories. It's Marnie's memories. Marnie. But it, but it became her memories. Marnie's it memories did. became her memories. Marnie of my memories. <laughs> or it's, it's like when Marnie was there. That's like when Marnie was there is like. Huh. When I think about it. Because like. It's hard to decipher. When, when Marnie was there. It's like, it's like both of them is like future her about to tell a story. Mm hmm. Cause like you know how she she still has that picture of the mansion when she saw the mansion she started crying. Yeah. She probably fucking tell a story when Marnie was there. Mm. I don't know a Marnie yeah. of my. Cause it's it's so it's I like Marnie of my memories better. Yeah, it feels like it's more thought provoking and it yeah. it it has more meanings to it. Cause it's not her memories, right? But it is now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. It is so cool. But it's also Marnie's memories. So it's like... Marnie of my memories. This makes me... This is not 100% related, but when I watched Ghost in the Show, one of the main messages of that movie was that humans what dictates a human being is memories and like your memories are what build your character. And if you lose your memories, then that's not who you are. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't want to cut you off, but I just remembered. Yeah. I remember in the, in the money movie, fucking the characters like, Oh, look at her. She has blue eyes. I made the connection that Marnie also has blue eyes like early on. And I honestly, I, I didn't. I didn't make. I didn't. I wasn't like, yo, they're related. But I was like, they both have the same eye color, and there is for it is foreign. It was like, oh, it's so foreign. You have blue eyes. Who like, said that? The like one of the girls. Oh, when they wear the kimono and shit. Mm. What? And to tie it back into what I was just talking about with Ghost in the Shell, mm -hmm. 
I don't know if you remember. I know you haven't seen Ghost in the Shell in a while, but one of the the AI character was making the argument that like your genes are inherently memories. You have blue eyes because the person before you had blue eyes, and your mm. DNA remembered that they that the person before you had that DNA splice, and it's all kind of your DNA is memories because. Mm things transfer over you know what i mean right. and and it's and it starts somewhere just like that the cycle of pain which is in the in the movie too marnie of my memories wow marnie of my memories marnie is the centerpiece to it all because marnie was before her and marnie shapes what she's going through right now so Marnie is, Marnie is her now, but Marnie was her before. Like her memory, <laughs> if we're talking about in the, in the perspective of memories, like they are one in the same and it happened before and it happened now. So Marnie has so much connotation to it. If you're thinking about it in that way, if, if that makes sense, I, I, I'm just, I'm just talking, I'm just, I'm just saying shit. Dude. It's cool. Cool ass movie. Do you have anything else to say? <laughs> I think these I think this movie has such a great impact at the end. You know the Ghibli movies where like things get resolved in the last 10 minutes? This one it makes so much sense. You believe yeah. it because the person that's changing their mind is the main character that you've been with the whole time. You know what I mean? Um, and like the other characters, uh, their reactions are, they feel like valid. You know, it feels like this is how the character would act. When she says sorry to the fat girl, the fat girl doesn't get like angry at her, but she is still snarky, you know? And when the aunt, and when, you know, she, she says that she forgives the aunt, the aunt, um, you know, she's, she's just chill afterwards. Yeah. Good movie. I don't know if I have anything else to say, but oh, thank good. you. It's, thank you so much, man. I'm in love with the idea of Marnie like, <laughs> making her go through these experiences to yeah. end the cycle. Yeah. And then saying goodbye after it all gets resolved. It I, works so much. Right. This is awesome. This is great. What would you rate it, Manny? Definitely. It's up there, man. I think I'm going to give it an eight. Yeah. I think I'm going to give it like some. It might breach my top 50. I think that my initial score was a six. So, and you know, like I said, sixes aren't bad. And I didn't give it a six because I disliked it in any way. So initially I was like, wow, that was cool. But now you just, you gave me so much more to appreciate and you added so much context to it. But I will also take into account about the thing you said with the ghost and like how they told you that in the beginning. So I'm going to give it an eight. But there is a possibility that it might go down to a seven. It probably won't go down to a six again, though. It might go down to a seven if I watch this movie and I'm like, man, that ghost thing in the beginning is stupid. 
you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's an eight, and uh, it's it's probably going to stay there. I don't know if it's going to go any higher than that, but it's very very good. I love it a lot, and I can imagine it being a ten for some people. Like you said, this is probably some people's ocean wave. Um, it's awesome. Yeah. What you looking up right now? I'm just looking at shit. I feel like I feel like there's more too. You think so? <laughs> I feel like we unpacked a lot. You think there's more? I feel like there's something. I feel like we took the wet rag that is this movie and we like ringed out until it was dry. I don't know how much more there is than what we said. But I'd be interested to to talk about it more one day. That's cool. But we got most of it, though. You think so? No? (laughs) Read the book. Get more. (laughs) Hold on. Uh... Take your time. Man. What? Hmm. What a movie. What a movie. Um. I just wanted to fucking rewatch the scene when she was like, "Please forgive me." Uh, <laughs> she's like, "Of course, I forgive." I feel like that was such a that was such a strong scene. Yeah. Because it was like, it was like Marnie knew it was the end. Right. And like, if Marnie knew it was the end, and she wanted her, she wanted to make Anna know. She wanted to, she wanted to know that Anna forgave her, and wouldn't hold that like resentment, like even when she left the like the area. And she was, her. she was crying in the in the context of. Do you remember like? Where were they when that scene happened? And was it like one of those things where, oh, she's talking to the boy right now? Was it like that at all? Or was it like, I'm talking to Anna, strictly Anna, like in this moment? It, was, it felt like it was strictly, Anna. strictly to Anna. So in That's that moment, so it probably, yeah, it probably was. So like, take into account, Marnie, Marnie is like, you know, she went through you know, failing with her daughter and then she tried to get that back with her granddaughter and then she passes away and then she's trying to fulfill that thing that she has right now and be at peace. So that's why she's begging her like, please forgive me. Like in this moment, I'm literally breaking through fucking time and space to like get over this, please. And she's like, of course. And it's like, it's like Marnie, Marnie's saying forgive me and Anna's thinking oh yeah I forgive you for the silo thing but right, it's like Marnie means like she means everything she means yeah. wait, she means like say like forgive me for like when she was alive it's so crazy mm-hmm. I, don't and then, think, I don't think at that time Anna knew like yeah she, she she didn't but like like in the ending you know she cries when she hears the story and that mm-hmm. maybe that recontextualized for her like Oh, so all this stuff 
had like this kind of like meaning to it, right. which is really cool. Yeah. I want to wanna watch that scene again. I can't right. find it on the YouTubes. Oh, uh, you can't pull up HBO on your computer? Can't. Let's go. Please have it logged in already. <laughs> yes. Gang, gang. Yeah. I mean, now we can start talking about what we're going to watch next. Yeah. The, this movie this movie's going to get high, medium to high. I am changing my, my top 50. I am changing my rating to an 8 out of 10. It might go down to a 7, but still, it's pretty, pretty awesome Ghibli joint. Thank you for recommending it. And thank you for, whether it was coincidence or not, thank you for doing it while talking at the same time as secret world of Arietti. I like that. We're doing all these like unionated, like, like uh, combined ones because it's the same guy. And like it, it adds so much more perspective. It does. Yeah, it really does. It really does. You need to know, you need to understand what makes a movie bad to understand what makes a movie good. You need to watch bad movies in order to understand why, a good movie is a good movie. We had to, we had to watch your name, Secret World of Arietti, and Ride Your Wave in order to appreciate this. And here we that's, are. That's true, man. Marnie of my memories, goaded, eight out of ten. Pretty awesome. Loved it. Fucking, fucking good, man. Yeah, I am going. So the next episode now, all right, this is, I might make things more complicated, but I'm going to propose that we do the next episode this next week. I'm going to propose that we don't wait two weeks because Bebop, are are you going to watch Bebop live action? Like, is that? Is that something that you're gonna do? Is that a movie? Is it gonna be a movie? No, it's a show. It's ten episodes. When does that come out? The ninth. I think it's the either the eighteenth or the nineteenth. I'm pretty sure it's the nineteenth, and that's a Friday. That's two weeks from now. So if we record on that day, or on Saturday, because you know it's kind of by chance, like whether we do Friday or Saturday, if we record on one of those days, it's gonna already be out for two days, and. Do you want to go? Do you think you can go like two or three days knowing it's out and not watching it? Or would you like to record the next episode this week and then wait two weeks and watch Bebop live action and then two other things for those two weeks so we can have like, like skip? Because I'm going to release the episodes at the same pace so we can record like a week early. Get that episode out on the day Bebop Live Action comes out. And then when Bebop Live Action comes out, then we're we're gonna have three weeks to ourselves where like we can wait three weeks or we can do it two weeks early. Like we'll be ahead of schedule. Do you understand what I'm saying? So that we Yeah. So would you like to record whatever we're gonna record um next next week? Yeah, sure. Bet. So, I want to save the Cowboy Bebop movie for when we watch Cowboy Bebop live action. So, 
Let's not do that next episode. Let's do that the episode after next episode. Okay. So, so this so week, call what next Saturday? Yeah. Or, or Friday. And, um, or maybe some time in the week if, if you want, cause, cause you said that you're available on weekdays now. Um, so yeah, whatever, whatever works for you at the latest, uh, Saturday. I, I can do that. And, uh, we can do just three Ghibli joints. You know, the big, the big one that I'm like, I want to watch is beep up, but like, you know, we're saving that. That's like my big thing that I want to recommend, uh, for now at least. Um, and do you want to watch, do you want to bang out the Ghiblis? Actually, Castle in the Sky is going to be in theaters on November 14th, which is after we would record the next episode, which is like that that Sunday. So I'm going to see Castle in the Sky on that Sunday. So the next the episode after next episode is going to be Castle in the Sky, Bebop and Bebop live action. Got it? Did yeah. You cool with that. And then I guess these three you can pick. We can just do three Ghibli movies if you want. Um if you really want me to recommend something, I I, I can, but I don't really I don't really care. I'm okay with doing the Ghibli ones. Uh, since since it's only gonna be one week, I want it to be movies, not that out quick, you know. Mm-hmm. So we, if you want to do uh, two instead of three, because it'll be easier for you, it's up to you. I don't know. Uh, I want to watch Castle. No, we're gonna save that. Yeah. I wanna. I wanna. Let me go look at the list. Yeah, let's look at the list of Ghibli movies. Do you want to watch Kiki's Delivery Service? Sure. Cool. Then we have... Uh... There's a lot. There's so <laughs> many. I, I think I might... Do you want to watch the Goro Miyazaki ones? Do you want to do Tales from Earthsea from Up on Poppy Hill and Airwig and the Witch and talk about like three movies from Honestly, like the same I guy? I don't want to watch that, that witch one. That's valid. That's valid. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like shit, but I still want to watch it because I want to have a bad opinion on it. Like I want to say that I know it's bad by watching it, but I understand if you don't want to watch that. We don't have to. Um... Let's see. I'm trying to pick like a director, like a specific person. Uh, Takahata. Only yesterday, Pom Poco and My Neighbor the, the Yamadas. All the weirdo Ghibli movies. But it's all from the guy who did Grave of the Fireflies. Hmm. Why isn't Grave of the Fireflies on HBO? I don't know. I want to watch that movie. 
I'm going to type that in. Why isn't Grave of the Firefly? <laughs> it's like the first thing that pops up. Why isn't Grave of the Fly? Uh, HBO Max brokered its licensing deal with Studio Ghibli and its parent company directly. So Grave of the Fireflies is unable to join the new streaming platform. Huh? What the fuck does that mean? The distribution rights for Grave of the Fireflies are owned by Shin Chosha rather than Studio Ghibli. It's it's like a licensing thing. So like it's a Ghibli movie but it's it's not owned by Ghibli, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I guess that's why. So Do you want to save Grave of the Fireflies for last? I, we could do that this week, but I know that you know, you might not be able to to watch it or something. So I don't want to like. No, I can watch it. You sure? So you sure I... you can find a way? Of course. Okay. And fucking... I mean, in terms of the ones that we have done, I don't know if there's many bangers left. <laughs> so do you wanna, do you want to like? Let like, me take a look. Yeah. There are a lot that I'm excited for, like My Neighbors, the Yamadas. Um, I feel like that one's going to be good. Do you want to watch Whisper of the Heart? The, like the Cat Returns movie, like the first one? How about... Mm. There's so many good ones we haven't seen yet. You, you, you think so? I heard Poppy Hill's good. Yeah, we could watch Poppy Hill. Yesterday, uh, I had The Tale of Princess Kaguya's good. I haven't seen Castle in the Sky, The Wind Rises. I saw The Tale of Princess Kaguya, and I would love to rewatch that. No, yeah, we can watch Whisper of the Heart. You still got Kiki's. Yeah. And I still haven't watched Spirited Away. Yeah, you still haven't watched Spirit. We could watch Spirited Away. I'd gladly watch that. Gladly? Yeah, gladly. Um, how about we knock out? Bearded, and you can pick one. I can pick one. Yeah. Hmm. Let's see. One, 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 one. Hmm. Whisper of the heart. That's the one I'm gonna recommend. Uh, these are two. Both these are two hours long, right? Yeah. Let's try to find like. Yeah. Let's try and find a short one so so I can make it easier to make it. Marco Rosso is an hour and a half. Tales of Earthsea is two hours long. Porco Rosso is pretty short. From up on Poppy Hill is ninety one minutes. That's that's one an hour and a, that's an hour and a half. Porco Rosso is ninety three minutes, an hour thirty. So I would prefer uh, Porco Rosso because that's a that's another Miyazaki joint. It would be cool to do three Miyazakis, or if you want to, if you want to freshen it up and not be like exhausted by like Miyazaki, you know, we could watch his son. I'm already exhausted. Let me guess. <laughs> Lying in wars. Yes, yes. So, would you like to not do Whisper of the Heart then? No, no, let's do it. Okay. I already liked fucking Cat Returns, so yeah, got to finish it up, right? Screenplay, so, screen screenplay by Miyazaki, directed by 
someone else. So it's going to be Bearded, uh, Whisper, and Porco. Yeah. Oink, oink. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for Porco. I still got one, two. I got one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, you have Castle in the Sky. That's six. No, it's, yeah, that's six. Wind Rises, Castle, Princess, Earthsea, Only Yesterday, Poppy Hill, and then... Um, Grave of the Fireflies. Right. What about Palm Poco? Did, aren't, they, aren't we going to watch that? Huh? Oh, no. What about Palm Poco and My Neighbors, the Yamada... And, Honestly, uh, I'm just gonna watch all of them. We're, yeah. I'm already like halfway there. Yeah, we're almost done. Ponyo. Wait, Have you ever seen Ponyo? We... No. Interesting. I'm gonna watch that too. Though. Yeah. We got. I'm gonna watch them. We have like ten. <laughs> There's so many. The only one we're probably not gonna watch is Earwig. How <laughs> long is to... Earwig? It's short. Oh wow, it's so short. It's an hour and twenty. Hmm. Why does it look like this, though? You don't want to laugh. Really, at Wonka the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> you don't want to laugh at Earwig for like thirty minutes on call and be like, "It's so bad." <laughs> what if it's good? Hmm. Do you want to watch all Goro Miyazaki movies? Do you want to watch Tales from Earth? I'm from watch all of them. Okay, all but do you want? But do you want to watch them all on the same call? All of them, huh? Do you want to watch them all in the same call? Like we like we watch what, the same. What's his movies again? The weird Tale, ones. Tales from Earthsea, uh, Earwig and the Witch, and from Up on Poppy Hill. We're gonna have to do that after the the cowboy thing. Okay, that's fine. So let's let's wait with all of his movies. Let's. So we're doing Spirited Away, Whisper, and uh, and what's the other one? I'm write this shit down. Whisper and Porco. Porco. I'm I'm the most excited for po- Porco, honestly. I'm excited for Kiki's. I'm excited for Kiki's as well. Have you seen that? Yes. That is my runner up, like favorite Ghibli movie. Uh that I'm not even gonna talk about it. We'll talk about it when we see it. Um, it's crazy how I haven't it's crazy how I haven't brought up Kiki's this whole time right I really like I love that movie at least I'm not gonna lie uh, Ali this is one of my this is one of my favorite episodes this is one of my favorite episodes too I I mean because of mine (laughs) (laughs) yeah me I I love when we talk about bad things. So I love the secret. I love the Arietti convo. I thought that was really funny. Um, I love when I get out of my chair. I love when you get out of your chair. I love when you put your head on the wall. I, it's so funny to me. I, I loved this. I liked our Star Wars convo. I thought I, I, did too. I thought that was really good. Um, and the Marty uh, convo. Manny, it's like I said, it's the end of the, it's the end, it's the end of the trilogy. <laughs> I don't we're know. Get, like we're gonna get into new. This is like the first time Baki hasn't come up 
It came up in the sense that we said that Baki would come up later. So that doesn't count. But. <laughs> I feel like Ride Your Wave gets brought up ever since we watched Ride Your Wave. <laughs> so I think that's the new Baki. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking nah. You know my favorite chats we had, bro? What's up? Castlevania, Castlevania was crazy because I started everything. Right? Yeah, yeah. Fucking. Castlevania was where it first started, and I, and you started like getting to know how I watch shows, and I started getting mm -hmm. to know how you watch shows, and like that. Yeah, Castlevania was crazy. I love the Vinland Saga. Bro, when, we, when we was talking about Isaac, bro. Yeah. Oh my God, Castlevania yeah. was crazy. Baki was funny. <laughs> Ping pong was crazy too. Ping pong was awesome. Ping, I, that was my birthday. That was beautiful. I love that. Was like, I'll remember that. That was amazing. Yeah. That's, that's episode one. That's where it all started. For me, episode six was crazy because we talked about your name. <laughs> I could dance. We Bro, talked about weathering with you. We talked about oh so God, many things. That's why the thumbnail is so weird and the title is so weird because we talked about like 10 things because I wouldn't shut the fuck up. And I just talked about like the 12 things that I watched that week and. That episode, I learned that I need to, you know, I need to say things if I feel like it's going to, uh, I don't know. I, I need to pay attention to what I say and, you know, not overextend sometimes. And mm. uh, that I learned a lot from that episode. So um, I love the Your Name talk, though, because that was hilarious to me. That was and a good I, one. I love the I love the Mononoke talk too. Printed Mononoke. Yeah, that like even though it wasn't like, even though we didn't get to say everything that we wanted to say, um, it was still great. I listened to that all the time. Surprisingly enough, Manny, I love Manny. I love the Squid Game talk. <laughs> it is so fun to listen to. That was a good episode too. It was a great episode. Because we talked about I, I I rambled on about ocean waves. Yeah, you rambled about ocean waves. The ride your wave thing is, you know, it's sad to talk about that movie, but it's iconic given mm -hmm. given everything that we've been through like since then and how it like comes back into play. It's like really important. Um that was a good episode. It was a great episode. I, like, I feel many... like ocean waves the first time like I made you think different about something. Yeah. Ever. I never think differently about anything ever because I never talk to anybody like you. I don't right. oh it gives me life. I just you know, once again, you know, I was like I was at the movies with Lewis and Kevin yesterday. We saw the new Marvel thing, and Kevin was like, Ali is always so fucking smug after the fucking movie. He's always like, This shit sucks ass. And and I was like, Oh, if Manny was here, he'd understand me. <laughs> um, they were saying it in like a joking way, but it still was, yeah. like, it was like, fuck, you know? And it, it really is hard to talk to them. Like I was, I was trying to explain to them how I like rate my movies and, and like what I mean. And I got into this like very long conversation with Lewis. It took like an hour for us to like have this conversation about just like movies and, and like the value. It was so... And Lewis is like, he, he's smart, but he's 
on a completely different wavelength than me. He's not an, a dumb person, but he doesn't understand my perspective. And it's so hard for me to understand his. And it takes us like an hour to understand each other. So it's so, it's so hard to talk to them. But it's so easy to talk to you, Manny. Um, because even when we disagree, I get it. I understand what you're saying. And hopefully you understand what I'm saying. Sure. Um, well, I, I, I love these calls. Me too. I'm, I'm like, this shit gives me life. <laughs> it does. I, this is all like, I, I'm trying to make videos. And that is also what I'm doing. But this is, this is what I fucking do now. You know? Th this is what I live for. You know, I love I, this shit, man. Yeah. I love being like passionate about Marnie and ocean waves. Yeah. <laughs> and I love giving someone my perspective. Yeah. What is things things someone missed, you know? Mm-hmm. It's and it's and then we learn more about each other through these talks and like sure. you know and these movies go beyond just entertainment. They have messages and things in them that we end up talking about as well. And then that in and of itself is opening. Like the B Stars conversation yeah. and stuff. Like that, sure. is, that B that B Stars one. You went deep on that one. I because yeah. that show was deep to me. Like I that show meant a lot to me. It was it was in 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 many ways, it was like Vinland saga for me. What Vinland saga is to so many people, B Stars was to me. So I don't know, that show means so much. And uh, even Princess Mononoke and stuff. Yeah, bro. Princess was crazy for me. These are these are awesome. You know, uh, one I day wish, I wish I wish you've been doing this ever since I joined the Navy. <laughs> I what before this were you just like depressed and bored, or just play PS Five every day or something? Well, I like twenty twenty. Like I completely stopped watching anime. Yeah. And I just I just watched seasonal. Mm-hmm. And talked to it. Yeah. But nobody. Yeah. And then I watched twenty twenty. I remember twenty twenty vividly because I watched Yu Yu Hakusho that year. Oh shit! Let's go to Yu Yu Hakusho was fire. Yeah. Every time I'm saying when I think of twenty like twenty twenty, I'm like Yu Yu Hakusho, literally. Mm. Yeah. I was like the highlight. <laughs> yeah, cause that. How long did that take you? Like a month? Probably a month and a half or something like that. That's crazy. But I got, I got, I got. Probably less than a month. I got through it quick. I was like, on that shit. Yeah, that's fair. I was like, oh shit, this shit got good. I'm on. Uh, I'm like almost done with Bebop, and I didn't even start it like a week ago. I started on like Monday. Bebop. So episode eleven and twelve. Yeah. Jupiter Jazz. Yes. I'm so surprised you remember it. Manny, the thing about Bebop for me, I literally did not remember this shit at all. I'm yeah. after watching Bebop, I've decided that I get I have to rewatch like every show I watched in high school. Cause this shit is like it, it's so different to me right now. In the same way that Secret World of Arietti was different like back then, and like now it's like much worse. Bebop is like the best shit I've ever seen. Like it's it's Literally. amazing. I I oh my god. I, I tell you, I tell you, Kyle Bebop, episode one, five, eleven, twelve, twenty-three, twenty-four, ingrained in my head forever. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the other ones, but those I mentioned yeah. I said I will 
never forget. never forget manny i i love what so i i i don't know if i want to go so far in depth i don't know if i want to make like add a whole another section to this to this uh podcast thing but i love bebop and i am appreciating it so much more than i did the first time i watched it manny the first time i watched it i genuinely think i might have skipped some episodes like there are some episodes that i just would like did i watch this shit like i don't even remember this at all and it's so much better (laughs) and bro the best part about bebop is like they really aren't like they're not lovey-dovey with each other. They're not like, haha, you're my best bud. Like, I I love right. you, bro. They they like lo- they they're so passive towards like their connection with each other. And it's just like, yo, we just do this cause cause we're, you know, we just we're just like trying to hustle and trying to make bread. And that makes when they do express like affection towards each other so good. And Jupiter. I just watched Jupiter Jazz like last night. So this is fresh in my memory. I love when Jet's like, yo, you got the bounty? And he's like, no. And he's like, nigga, get the fuck on the goddamn ship. And he's like, I'm like, yes. Like, that's so goaded. Because, you know, they were having this argument earlier. Like, yeah, get the fuck out. I don't even care about you. And that's kind of how they act towards each other all the time. But then, you know, after all this shit that they go through, it's like, bro, come back on. And then, you know, you have, uh, you have Faye who's like, who's like, you know, I don't care about you guys. I'm like, you know, I'm just in it for the bread. And then, you know, they there's I just watched the episode where like um they find her like uh her videotape. Manny, mm-hmm. I have never come so close to crying in my life, bro. That shit fucked me up, Manny. Oh my god. Oh my god. I was like, I wanted to call you right there. Then I was like, <laughs> it was so amazing oh my god i can't even get into it bro because i'm not even done bro. When, I, when i get off this call i'm going to watch bebop because my sleep schedule is fucked to where i like stay up till like 10 in the morning i'm gonna watch bebop when i get off this call man like that's that's all i've been doing recently you make me want to watch it so bad watch it <laughs> every they put it on netflix they put it on fucking Netflix. That's so cool. And on Spotify, they put the soundtrack on Spotify. And probably mm-hmm. Apple Music. I love when they... Like, that's... It's only because the live action's coming out. And Netflix is, like, promoting it. I think that's so dope. You remind me of a scene. But, like... Was it Dubai that But, like... It ended with Spike being super injured all wrapped up. And then Faye singing the song of a, of the girl he used to like. He's just singing a song. And then Spike wakes up, like, all injured, like, body wrapped up. And yeah. he's like, hey. He's like, hey, come here, come here. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he, I think he said, like, shut up or something. No, he said, and, um, and, like, he, said, them. he said, your tune is wrong. Or, like, your tune yeah, is yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember what that episode. Let me look at the episode list. Let me see if I can. I remember. I remember that that scene. I remember that scene, but I forget what episode it was a part of. Um, that was a good scene. Was it after? Was it in episode five? Uh, yeah, I think so. Episode yeah. five was when he got fucked up by. Yeah, he, by he, he jumped out. 
He jumped out the window. That scene was like, bro, like yeah. The writing in that scene is so good. Every line that they say to each other has so much like nuance and depth mm-hmm. behind it. Like I can't, I don't even remember exactly, so I can't like recite it right now. But Bruh. it's so cool because uh... it's like he pushes, he pushes him out the window, but Spike like lays a grenade off before he falls. <laughs> yes, and, like, bro. I love so how. Cool. The fight scenes in the show, they're not like super extravagant, but the choreography and like what is happening is telling you so much. Like this dude has a sword and this guy has a gun and this guy's fighting style is like, like Spike's fighting style is so much more brash and like unpolished while the dude who has a sword is like using these very like, you know, deliberate motions and, you know, he's like being very uh, intentional with his attacks and stuff. But despite that, you know, they still have a draw where like Spike pulls out his gun at the same time that he is about to stab him. And then even though this dude pushes him out the window, you think that Vash, you, I mean, not Vash, um, Vicious, <laughs> you think that Vicious, the the show is implying that Vicious is like stronger than Spike. But then you see that Spike threw the grenade and the the stuff that was being incorporated earlier where they're like the same level of like, you know, fighting skill it's still like a draw in that sense where it's like oh he like got him in that way and it's it's so fire because like he's falling the music starts playing and then next we see the explosion and he's just still falling yeah yeah and he has like the flashbacks exactly and that's when like that's when like the first indication of of the story and like right this this past mm-hmm. it's like oh episode five was <laughs> the greatest episodes of anime history bro. I'm telling you, like yeah it's like Oh my god, dude! It's vicious. It's like such a such a guy. Like he barely pulls up, and he's like, when you when he pulls up, you're like, yeah, I know. It's, it's like Dio. It's like yeah. fucking Dio, bro. It, it is. It it really is like Dio. It's it's on the same level of just like having so much narrative significance, you know. And then you and then I love how in episode twelve, like even Faye is invested at that point. Because, like, mm-hmm. she knows who Vicious is, even though she doesn't fully understand the context of it. Um, also, watching this show, Manny, I'm really, like, I, I, it's so crazy how Michiko and Hachin, obviously it's not directed by Shunichiro Watanabe. Michiko and Hachin is so similar to this. It is discount bebop. That's what Michiko mm-hmm. and Hachin is. And I remember our conversation, and our conversation holds so much more weight now, having seen bebop. And I remember when you know you were saying that like you didn't want bebop or shampoo to end but you wanted like michiko and hachin to wrap up and i feel that right now where it's like i'm i'm so sad that this show is going to end like i'm sitting here like i'm almost done i don't want to be done like i don't want to say goodbye to these characters and this dynamic it hurts man it really hurts and And especially in the fashion that um bebop ends yeah it, but like, I don't know. I haven't finished the show yet, and I, obviously I know the ending, so it's not like a spoiler or anything. But like, could Bebop have ended in a happier way, and would you be fulfilled? Because I feel like if Bebop, I, ended, I love the way it ended. I feel like if Bebop didn't end with. Or not just Bebop. I feel like every single one of these shows, if they didn't end with like, ah, uh, the adventure is over, then yeah. 
it wouldn't have nearly as much impact. Like if the if it ended with like Spike is alive and everybody just like hangs out on the ship and they just continue doing their thing. I don't think it would be nearly as good. I feel yeah, like the I reason why you love it so much is because you know that it's not going to last forever. And mm -hmm. like that that and that feeling happens in Space Dandy cuz Space Dandy is building to like the Sunflower Samurai and you know their journey's going to end too. And then in in Space and Dandy even though none of them die it's like I mean not Who Space Dandy Samurai I'm sorry. Shampoo. Samurai Champloo. I apologize. Yeah. In Samurai Champloo like even though none of them die it's like all right, that's it, guys. Bye. And I think Samurai Shampoo has such a special ending. It's like so, it's so sad for the viewer, but it's yeah. not actually sad for them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's really just like, all right, bro. Yeah. It's so like, <laughs> only Samurai Shampoo can get away with something like that. Right. Like, not, it's like, bro. Yeah, not many shows can pull that off. And it'd be acceptable, you know. Yeah, that's why it's so like goaded, spectacular. Shamrock Shampoo. That's just that's just in my top five. I think you gave it a ten as well. I think you gave both. Yeah. Of those. I think all those tens. I it's a masterpiece. I think it's a masterpiece. I need to rewatch it. I've, I feel like I've seen it like twice. I think I watched Shampoo two times. I'm gonna rewatch it. I, I think I'm gonna like it a lot more on my rewatch. I'm. I'm eventually. I think after the Ghibli run, yeah, I'm gonna rewatch all my, all all my ten out of tens. I would love I, that. I, I want to rewatch Steins Gate. Me too. I really want to rewatch Steins Gate. I like once again, Manny. I low key don't remember it, and I haven't seen Steins Gate Zero. So like, I need a reason to watch it, <laughs> and I haven't been spoiled. So like, I'm I'm clean, bro. Like I need to watch wow. it. I know. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you know what it's about? It. Yes, I know. I know what it's about. You told me. I remember like not wanting to know, but then you told me, and I was like, "Fuck!" In high school, but that's how I know. And I've and I watched the first episode, so like, you know, I have somewhat of a vibe. But I didn't watch it because I love the dub. I love the dub for Steins Gate so mm. much. And I right. could not watch that shit sub. The dub is like S tier to me. It's so godlike. I cannot watch that shit subbed. I needed to watch it dubbed, so I couldn't watch it when it was um, coming out. Were you there when I recommended the entire table at lunch? Like, yo, for eight, for like February vacation or something, I was like, yo, on vacation, we're all going to watch Steins Gate. And we're all going to talk about it when we get back. Were you at the table? And is that why you watched Steins Gate? Yeah. I think you I think were too. I believe that's why you watched Steins Gate. Because of that. I don't remember if you were. But I remember that David watched that shit. I remember Emo watched it. Bro, David was my... I haven't talked to David since high school. but I feel so bad for not hitting him up. I feel like... I put that nigga... Shit. I remember I was like, yo, David, watch Trigun, bro. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that shit. <sighs> I mean, he came back. He was like, bro, I love the way he moved his hands. The way he <laughs> went like that. He's like, hey, oh, man, that shit was fire. I was just, I miss, I miss my friends so much. I, yeah, I know. I know, Ali. Bro, 
Bro, I can't. We need to. I'm when I go back, we need to start getting to the movies together. Yeah, we're gonna have our IRL episodes. Yeah, <laughs> no, I would love to do that. I, I have a, I feel like we could do that if you wanted to do that. Um, sure, yeah, yeah. that would be nice. It's it's because our I'm, chats would we would have the movies would be so fresh. Do you feel? I know you say that a lot where it's like if we watched it right before we'd have so much more to say but I feel like because I can sit with a movie sometimes ha having a week gives me more to say and I think about it more do you feel that way do you think you'd say as much about Marnie if you watched it like an hour before this I don't know because I wrote all my notes while right watching. after right after gotcha I see wow wow and right after hmm Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. We'll, see. we'll we'll definitely try it. I've tried to do I'm interested in how the IRL podcast will work because despite how amazing our chemistry is through these calls, um <laughs> I tried to do it with Lewis and it was it was very hard for Lewis to do it. Um Maybe because he's just not comfortable with like a mic in front of his face. And I feel like because we're doing this on like a phone, it, it makes it easier for you and me. And I feel like because I really tried my best to make the this podcast thingy not go too far off from our FaceTime calls. Because I realized, <laughs> you know, all those people who are like, you know, they talk on the phone and they're like, yo, we should have a podcast. Like <laughs> a lot of people do that. And I was like, I have to maintain that with Manny. And I have to make it, I have to make sure this experience doesn't drift too far away from that. So I think a big reason why we get to do this is because we're on FaceTime. And maybe this also has to do with like my social incapabilities, but I don't really talk to people IRL. It's, it's hard to explain, but like I go to the movies with Lewis and Kevin, but honestly, I was, I was considering not going to the movies with them anymore because... I'm just in a state right now where I have so much trouble talking to people. Even like making eye contact with people is like a challenge for me. So, you know, I try, basically what I'm trying to say is like, these work very well. And I will gladly try the IRL thing. And hopefully one day we can get to a point where maybe that can be the norm. But I'm perfectly okay with this. Like, I love this. As long as, long as you talk, bro. Yeah. I'll I'm telling you, I love, I love, I love the shit we do, bro. Yeah, me too. What episode is this? How long have we been doing? This started in July. It's October right now. No, it's November. Yeah. July, uh, August, September, October, November. Four months, bro. That's so crazy. It feels longer. It feels longer? Well, it's kind of five months because we start, well, if we're going from Castlevania, it was like five, six months. Because Castlevania was way before ping pong. So. Fucking ping pong, man. <laughs> I love ping pong. <laughs> uh, uh, no, honestly, though, I want to. I want to rewatch. Science Gate. Champ Lou. And I want to rewatch part two, Jojo. I'm going to rewatch JoJo in an attempt to make a video for like when part six comes out. 
Oh, yeah. So when I finish Beep Up, like when I'm not at work and I'm not watching movies for our thing, I'm watching JoJo. That's like what I'm doing this month. So like I didn't I don't want to give myself a deadline for like our episodes and but I'm going to watch part 4 it this month. Like so we're probably going to talk about that um on one of the episodes. The masterpiece that peak fiction part four. <laughs> i'm so excited all of them are right there all the jojo right here and the and, I'll, and i'm gonna try to read the book of like the the guy who made jojo like how to make manga book so that'll be uh, fun i'm, I'm so the- excited for part six me too i'm so excited it is crazy <laughs> it's Jojo Ali. It is Jojo. Jojo has returned. Uh, it's, God. Bro, December is going to be insane, Manny. December is going to be insane because um, Jojo's coming back. And then Axe, I think Axe Chainsaw Man starts. And then I think Demon Slayer Season 2 is going to begin. And then I think in January, Attack on Titan is going to come back. So. Oh and I'm going to watch God. Attack on Titan. Like, I'll be able to talk about it, and we'll talk about Season 4 and stuff. Attack on Titan. I haven't watched Attack on Titan in so long. That I'm going to rewatch the whole thing. That I was the thing that got me into anime. That was my first, like, anime anime. Attack on Titan, like, literally after Season 3, Part 2, like, it literally, like, I gave it a 10 out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I have six, six or five, 10 out of 10. Yeah. In terms of anime, one. I only have three 10 out of 10 anime. Um, it's Devilman, Ping Pong, and a movie called Children of the Sea. Mm. And... No bullshit, Children of the Sea. I don't even know if it's going to stay out of 10 because that that movie requires multiple viewings to to get a true opinion. But yeah, a lot of my other ones are nines. My nines are like very high praise too. Yeah. Ghost in the Shell and Akira are a nine. Howl's Moving Castle is a nine. My... Uh... That's why I need to rewatch a lot of these shows because, like, Bebop's probably going to be a ten when I finish Bebop. Like right now, as I'm watching it, it's a ten. Um, Bebop's like one of the best shows ever made. Yeah, honestly, like the six shows I gave ten, like I would, I would defend them till death. <laughs> no one can talk bad about part four. <laughs> <laughs> I love the clip of you saying, uh, like, did you see that thing I sent you on Discord where where it was just, it was like a five-second clip of you being like, fucking hate anime. And then I like, burst, did you see that? I, I post, I'm going to I'm gonna send you um, some Twitter posts that I make. I don't really use Twitter, but like, there's oh, like, there's like oh, a couple shit, people. Oh, I, I can't fucking hear it. That's okay, because it's on your phone. Yeah.
That's all right. You can listen to it after. I don't use Twitter that much, but I like posting funny shit to it. I'll text this one to you. What were we talking about in this clip? The JoJo one? This one I say I hate anime. We were talking about, uh, I think, character design. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of like like funny like one-liners we can say. Yeah. Look at the one I, I mean, sent you. Yeah. Look at that one. <laughs> Which one? The Twitter one? Yeah. <laughs> in isolation that shit is hilarious <laughs> I don't even react like I just like <laughs> I'm just so tired uh... <laughs> oh, what man. the fuck no <laughs> no we cannot uh it was so good. Yeah. We'll get more Manny clips in the future. Bro, you gotta go to the the, the fucking... You gotta go to the fucking... The Baki talk. Whatever the I bring up Baki. Baki talk, yeah. <laughs> I want to do a compilation of uh, times where you've shit on Baki and times where you shit on Funimation. Depending on how many times you do it like in the oh future. Just like compile Fun all of them. <laughs> Funimation may come up this episode. We're saying now before the episode ends. <laughs> Fuck Animation. I'm Funimation. <laughs> I'm so tired. You Funimation say... shouldn't exist, dude. Uh, speaking of Funimation, fuck Funimation. I tried to watch the My Hero Academia movie. So when I buy a Funimation Blu-ray, Manny, um, they have like a digital code that goes with it. And when you redeem a digital code that you get in like a Blu-ray, it's supposed to like, mm -hmm. usually, on normal fucking Blu-rays, when you get a digital code, it'll put itself on every account that you have linked to uh there's a service called movies anywhere and it's like for it's like the digital code app where you like redeem your codes and when you link other accounts to your movies anywhere app you can watch a movie that you have a digital code for on amazon prime on youtube on google play you can watch it on anything that has movies it's it, it's it gets added to your itunes you own it on all platforms right mm -hmm. and that's dope as fuck and that's why that's one of the reasons why i love buying blu-rays but for funimation releases you don't own it on everything you own it on funimation and that's it <laughs> so so when i bought the my hero movie but funimation sucks so mind you i bought the my hero movie on blu-ray and i redeemed the digital code but because the app's interface doesn't register movies in its database as like part of its selection, because it only has things that are streaming, right? And sometimes I'll buy a movie that's a Funimation movie that's not available to stream. Like Shin Godzilla is like licensed by Funimation and the digital code mm -hmm. is a Funimation digital code. So when I want to watch Shin Godzilla on the app, it doesn't pop up because it's not in the database. So I have to watch it on like a computer or something and I it's like 
I can't even watch the My Hero movie because in the database, My Hero Academia is all under one category. So when I redeem the movie, it's like, all right, you own My Hero Academia. But when I click on it, the show pops up. And when I and when I click on seasons, there's a section for movies. And I'm like, oh, I click on movies. It's not even there. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, my God. And it doesn't even dude. pop up on my computer. Oh, my God. Oh, my, oh my God. I forgot about this. I forgot about this, Manny. Manny, <laughs> I, I have to take off my robe. I'm getting so hot. I bought a Blu-ray. I bought a 4K Blu-ray for Akira. They re-released Akira in 4K. I bought Akira in 4K. Do you want to know what these niggas at Funimation did, Manny? Mm. When you buy a Blu-ray, there's this thing called a HDR on the Blu-ray. It's on the PS5 and it's on the PS4 mm -hmm. Pro. And I don't know exactly what it does, but it makes it look pretty. It makes it look mm -hmm. better. The 4K Blu-ray for Akira, every single one they made, they they put HDR like on the cover and they like say like comes with 4K HDR, Blu-ray. And that's like the standard. Despite promoting it and having it on the fucking cover, these niggas did not put HDR on the 4K Blu-ray. Like they legit forgot to do it that's like the implication like they like messed it up or they forgot to the point where every single blu-ray they produced doesn't have it so you want to know what you have to do if you want to get the 4k blu-ray and you buy and you buy it you have to return this shit to funimation you have to put the disc you have to first you have to take a picture of it you have to email some random fuck that's going to respond in like a week and they're going to be like all right ship your ship ship the disc I had to put the disc in a package and drive to UPS and say, bring this back to Funimation. And I have to wait until these niggas come back to me and say that they like, like give me the disc, like the proper one that actually works. So uh, when Fuck did this happen? Funimation. This, this, well, um, for, this happened right when they released the Blu-ray. But like for me, I only just realized this recently when I was going through my Blu-rays and I was like, I was I was looking up. I don't know why I looked up Akira Blu-ray, but then I saw this issue with the Blu-ray and I'm like, fuck, does this apply to mine? And I'm like, yeah, it does. This happened. When you're asked like when it happened, are you talking about when I returned it? Yeah. I don't remember exactly. It was it was it was a while ago. Um, Akira 4K Oh my god It was at I think I did it At the beginning of October So it's been like a month It's not supposed to take a month It's supposed to take two weeks Sheesh that's yeah, <laughs> it is funny. Funimation sucks. Yeah, I will say though, your, your reasons for hate, hating Funimation are more valid than mine. Honestly, Manny, I um, what was I gonna say? I will say this one thing, and it has kind of like made me really happy. 
I've been watching Cowboy Bebop on a Blu-ray that I borrowed from my cousin. And the Cowboy Bebop Blu-ray has a lot of effort put into it. Um, the menu, like, you know when you, like, play a DVD and there's, like, a DVD menu and it has, like, it's not just, like, you know, just, like, it's not just play movie scene selection. It, it has, like, a design. Huh? They, like, they have play now, they have extras, they have, right. like, yeah, stuff. but but you know how it has like a cool design and there there might be like a little animation or music. Yeah, yeah. Um, the one for Cowboy Bebop is really good. I love the DVD menu on how they do it. And the extras, usually for Funimation shows and like a lot of anime, it's just the extras on the Blu-ray, bro, are the worst extras. For Michiko and Hachin, it was director's, com- like not director commentary. It's commentaries from the English dub cast, which is like... I want to see commentaries from the people who made the show, bro. Like, I want to see things, interviews with people who made the show. Um, and you usually don't get that on anime Blu-rays. But for Bebop, there are commentaries with Shinichiro Watanabe, with Yoko Kano, the, the, the person who does the music. There are commentaries with the Japanese voice actors. There are commentaries with the dub voice actors. There are so many good extras. And the discs for the... Um, the design on the discs is shaped like a vinyl. And I think that's so cool. Like the design on the disc is like disc one and it looks like a vinyl. And that's so gangster. That's so fucking dope. They don't usually put that much effort into like the Blu-rays. So I'll give Funimation that one. They did one thing right. They did one thing right. (laughs) But that's the only thing they've done right. Everything else is wrong. Yeah. Ugh, fucking Funimation. Man. <laughs> uh, I fucking believe those guys. <laughs> those guys. I, I have to watch Jobless Reincarnation on fucking Funimation. Oh, uh, I will gladly watch that when it ends. Um, if you want to talk about it, I'll watch like the whole thing. I really loved season one. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I'll check it out. If, yes. when it when it wraps up I want to watch it because you speak so highly about it I'd love to talk about it oh yeah bro yeah second best isekai second best isekai you yeah. still haven't watched that VGR right season 2 no I'll watch it eventually yeah. um are Literally, they gonna make a season 3 or is it over over nah it's far from over okay fucking I'll season... probably watch it when season 3 comes up Season two, Rizero is literally like goaded. Dial like it's like the the greatest dialogue like ever, bro. It's like <laughs> I had to rewind shit like every episode. Every episode I would have to rewind conversations. It's such like it's it's so beyond normie, it's crazy. Yeah. Normies struggle with fucking Rizero. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited to watch it. It's so weird for an anime to have a director's cut. And I think it's so dope that ReZero has a director's cut. And I would love yeah. to watch it. When I think about ReZero and every episode being an hour long, I feel like it would be fucking godlike. I feel like it would be godlike as like a 50 minute like thing. Um, so... I- when I watch ReZero again, I'm going to watch the director's cut. And that'll be fun. 
Oh yeah, now would bro. Fucking, I literally love that shit, bro. Yeah. I, I like, bro. You know, I talk, I talk so highly of it, but it, it demands that respect. I'm telling you. Yeah. Where do I have it at? Never in thirteenth. Thirteenth. It's pretty yeah. cool. Pretty. It should, cool. It should be twelve, to be honest, but. I really wish that when I when you updated your list, I could see exactly what you updated. But like, I never know exactly what you update. Yeah, usually the updates are just like I update, I update the episodes we do. Mm. Oh yeah, I see. Yeah, episode ten, <laughs> episode six. There's so many. <laughs> <laughs> I watched yeah, too much shit. Crazy. Yeah. Ah, uh, Monan, okay. I love that shit. We're watching Kiki's? Huh? We're watching Kiki's on episode 10? Yeah. Oh, I thought we were watching Whisper. But I'll, oh, gladly, shit. I'll gladly watch Kiki's if you want to watch that instead. I thought... Oh, shit. It was Whisper, yeah. Yeah. What do you want, want to do? Change, change it to Whisper? I'm yeah, I'm changing it. Yeah. Save the bangers. <laughs> <laughs> Is it lagging right now as you type? Uh, let's see. Yeah, slightly. The reason why it does is because I'm on the screen and I'm like looking at it and I see you typing in real time. And that's so cool. <laughs> Pretty cool. Shit, hold on. Whenever you update your shows, like when we are planning to do our calls, like whenever you update your list, it makes me think, fuck, Manny just rated whatever he watched and I have to watch it now. Like, like, like if, if I didn't watch it yet, I, I get anxious. Like, ah, Manny watched it first. Um, I think that's cute. I think it's funny. I haven't, I still haven't rated a lot of shows. Yeah. Like, I, you don't rate things immediately after you finish them. And I think that's good. I, I, I do that all the time because I don't care. But there's a lot of shows I haven't updated yet. Yeah. Like, I didn't do none from episode nine. I did none from eight. Uh, there's a lot from six that I'm missing too. Well, a lot of the ones from six we didn't even watch together. Like, you didn't watch. Uh, well, you watched them ages ago, you know? So, like. You might have to rewatch them to even form a proper opinion. Yeah, I'm going to make sure I... I got to do eight fate. and nine. Eight and nine. Do f- rate, do yeah. Rate fate. Rate... Uh, I did fate. Okay. Vivi. Fate. You rated Vivi. Um, did you rate Ocean Waves? Did I? Did you? I don't think I did. You did not. Yeah, I need to fucking. You didn't rate like, Totoro. I need to fucking get busy. Fucking write these. Yeah. I'm gonna literally write it down. Right. Ocean. Man, I remember when I was first starting this list, bro. Like yeah. in the early days. Now it's just so long. <laughs> I'm like, Crazy. I'm like sad that I um, 
didn't do this earlier because like I remember a lot like basically every show that I've seen like I I one night I was like I'm gonna remember everything and I'm gonna write it down in my anime list and then I did so I have them all logged but I don't remember what my ratings are so like it's it sucks because like I completed Cowboy Bebop but I have to rewatch it in order to give it a rating and I guess it's for the better because I'm older now and I can only appreciate it now like when I was in high school I would have not given this a I, I did not see it as highly as I do right now. Like I yeah. love this so much more now. That's, I need that's to, amazing. I need to rewatch fucking Shampoo, and that's why I'm so excited to rewatch JoJo because, like, just imagine how much I'm gonna love JoJo <laughs> after like loving it in high school. Yeah, not for real. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to rewatch Ghost in the Shell, bro. Oh my god, that's gonna be so awesome. Oh, did I rate this? You did rate fate. Okay. Yeah. Alright, you did rate Vivi. You have Just, Megalobox on the list twice. Do I? Yeah. You have it at 7.6, and then you have it at 8.1. I probably didn't. Mm. Yeah, I think the 7.6 was the the first season. Mm. Yeah, take that out. Megalobox 2 was great. I love Megalobox. But Ping Pong was... <laughs> Goated. I don't even... Man. Yeah, I got a lot of shows to write. Um... They're making a sequel to Tatami Galaxy. That got announced. That's like the next thing they're working on. So, yeah, that'll be a good excuse for you to watch it. I still got to wait. I'll watch The Night is Short. Walk on, girl. Yeah, you got to watch. You got to watch the Tommy first. Yeah. Um, there's one me. There's one movie. There's one movie that for a long time I I would claim it's my favorite movie, but I haven't seen it in so long and it's an anime movie. And it's from the it's from Masaki Yuasa, the guy who made Devil Man, and it's called Mind Game. And it's like it this is the anime that no one has seen except me, and I think it's fucking awesome. At least I thought it was when I was in high school. And we, I'm 100% going to recommend that one day when we're done with these Ghibli movies. Mm-hmm. I need to rewatch that. But that's my po- That's another possible 10 out of 10 movie. But I can't rate it right now because I don't remember it. I don't remember if it's a 10. I need to like. I need to rewatch. Hmm. 
God damn, I want to watch fucking JoJo Part 2. Do it. I can't. You don't have time? I need to knock out Big Blue. Yeah. Decadence. Ah. <laughs> well, didn't... Hmm? No, I'm just going through what you rated and what you didn't. I guess we can we can wrap it up though. We're basically done. Did you find one that I didn't rate? Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know, Batman Ninja. I mean, I don't know if you want to rate that, but I don't um, know if I can. I watched it so long ago. Yeah, that's valid. Um, I don't think you rated Totoro. Yeah, you didn't. didn't yeah. You didn't rate Totoro. Did you rate? I don't think you rated uh, Ocean Waves. You. you nah, rated... yeah, I, I wrote that down. Uh, I yeah. did rate Princess Ocean Arietti Mar- uh, Marnie Star Wars House. You're not gonna rate Squid Game. It doesn't meet the criteria for. No, nah, this is not. Squid yeah. is not going on this list. That's fair. Or any list. <laughs> Princess. What, you, what what show did you just say I didn't? Oh, Totoro, yeah. Yeah. You didn't rate Princess Mononoke. Nah. I don't think you rated any from eight. Um, and then, you know, nine you just did. So, yeah. Those are all the ones that I just said that you need to rate. But I think you got everything yeah. else. Did you do any Yashiki? You did. That's, yeah, I did. Really? A 6.7? I remember you spoke pretty positively of that show. It was good. Hmm. Um. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What did you rate Banana Fish? Six point two. Interesting. That's pretty reflective of how you were talking about it. Record of Ragnarok. Seven point three. Where's that at? You gave that a seven point three. Oh yeah. It's really um, not a seven point three, but I gave it a seven point three. Mm. You think so? Yeah, it, it definitely does not deserve to be in the sevens. Mm. You can change did, it right now. I, no, I did. I I put it there for a reason. I did like some of it. So, all right. Plus, I'm gonna wait for season two. That's good. I mean, that shows something if you're excited for the next season, right? Yeah. Horimiya. Oh. That's the. That one show I told you to watch. What? Say that again? Horimiya, the romance one. Um, a- spell it? H-O-R-I-M-I-Y-A. Oh. I didn't even add this to my watch list. Interesting. 13 episodes. Okay. I'll do it. If you want to watch a romance. I like romances. I I mostly opt for the ones that people say are good because I don't like to waste my time. (laughs) But I really want to watch Kaguya-sama. I'm probably going to like that. This year was a banger for anime for me. Yeah? I watched part six. That reached ten. I watched... Parsi Jojo, that I gave that a 10. I watched ReZero, 
9.6. You mean par 4? Oh, yeah, par 4. Yeah. See, I like I like that I put the years on some of these shows I watched. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to you got to do that. Got to remember. It's, it's fucking the end of Evangelion. I watched that 2017. Mm, Bison Wolf 2017. I think I'm going to watch Evangelion in December maybe because um I don't know, I'm I might not have time because I'm going to be watching Attack on Titan and JoJo and working on videos and stuff. But I ordered the Blu-ray that like, you know, it's a big deal for Evangelion to get a Blu-ray release and it's getting a Blu-ray release. And I ordered the Blu-ray and it's coming in December. So I, I'll i be able to watch it the way I want to watch it uh, once I get the Blu-ray because the Blu-ray is going to have the original dub and I want to watch the original one. And uh, it's going to have End of Evangelion on it, too. So. Yeah. I'll watch that probably next year. That's probably when I'll get to Evangelion. The End of Evangelion is so epic. Yeah. I'm excited it's to watch so it. It's mind-boggling. Would you want to rewatch it for the podcast? Like, just that? or Fuck is it- yeah. Okay. Cool. I'll watch the movie, not the whole thing. Yeah, that's that's fair. The movie, like, like I gave the show, um, like you a high it. seven. Yeah. Like, yeah, I gave it a seven point nine, but mm-hmm. the movie, I gave it nine point two. Yeah, that's great. I'm excited to watch it. Fucking uh, love that shit. Yeah. I thought the new My Hero movie was ass. By the way. We never got to oh, really? that. Yeah, I know. I didn't go into it because it's like, it's, uh, I don't know. It doesn't really seem important to talk about, but the worst hate, it's the worst one. It's easily the worst one. It's like Arietti bad. It's like nether realm. In my opinion. Um, it's 100% worse than the other two. Um, to me, but like once again, it's one of those things where a lot of people like it, so I don't know. I saw it with Lewis and Kevin, and they liked it, and I was, I was, I, I wanted to fucking fast forward that shit in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> it was so tough, but the the part at the end where like the animation, you know, um, you know, like in uh, you know the there's an animator called Yutaka Nakamura who does like the really good, the money shots in my hero. He did the scene where Deku punches overhaul. He did the scene in heroes rising when Bakugo and Deku go, uh, you know, one super for all. Saint. Yeah. Super. Yeah. Basically he did that. You know, when the music is playing, it was like, we're always here. <laughs> Some shit like that. And this beautiful animation. He did that too. Uh, he did one of the, sh- he did the shot at the end of my hero, like the first movie where All Might and like Deku do the punch together, he did that. And he does a thing at the end of this movie and it's beautiful. And that was that was goaded. But uh that was the only good part. Actually, I take that back. That wasn't the only good part of the movie. There was there were other parts that I thought were were cute, but yeah. Um you do. I would genuinely 
Like genuinely, unless you want to talk about it, I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It feels... Uh, I also felt baited because they wear those cool costumes on the cover of the of the movie. Like the, the stealth costumes, like the all black ones that look dope. And um, in the movie, they wear that for like one scene. And they take it off like immediately. Uh... They have it in the first five minutes and then they put on their normal shit again for the rest of the movie. I was like, fuck. I was so mad because one of the, one of the biggest appeals of like these anime, um, like one of the best parts about like anime movies is when characters put on outfits that they don't wear in the show. That's like, that's literally, that's like one of the things you're looking forward to in anime movies. Um, you know, like that's, that's that's like a that's like a thing in anime movies. Mm. Uh more like they do it in the first My Hero movie where like everyone wears like a a suit, like a you know like formal wear and they you know when the when the action revs up, they're wearing like their suits. So it looks badass cuz they're all like, you know, wearing like unique fits, you know. And the girls are all dressed up too, so it's like not even just the dudes. Um I love I love the first the first one is the best one, Manny. If I had to rank the My Hero movies, is it goes the first one, then the second one, then the last one. The first one is a seven, the second one is a seven, the last one is like a three. Mm. Yeah. Great dance. Yeah, I know. I hated it. I I I have a Blu-ray of the first two, and I'm gonna keep it because I, I'm gonna watch those movies again. I love those movies. I'm never I I don't think I ever want to watch that newest one again. Maybe I'll watch it again to see if it really is as bad as I thought or if I was just in a fever dream and it was just my imagination. I don't know. <laughs> when my hero was there. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> uh Oh my god. My This movie won't get up. Huh? I was sitting down. You just made me get up. <laughs> my hero of my memories. <laughs> Don't disrespect Manu like that. <laughs> How about the secret? So off guard with that one. <laughs> the secret world of academia. That's fitting. <laughs> That's pretty fitting. That fits, yeah. Yeah. I can't believe you didn't watch season five. Dude, I'm like three episodes off the end, but it's so It's bad. so crazy because, like, that's supposed to be the good shit. And it's, like, terrible in anime form. It's so lame. What, what was the last thing you remember in My Hero? It was, like, the beginning of the My Villain. My Villain Academy. Oh, my Villain Academia is only like three episodes? I think so. It felt so much longer in the manga. But did you even get to the part... The vil- Spoiler alert. But the villains fight somebody. And they're like in a fight. Did you no, get no, to no. that? Okay. No. I, I was so surprised because like I feel like that's so interesting. And even if the animation was bad, it's so cool that you'd be able to like propel yourself through that. 
but yeah i once again i I read the i read it in manga form and uh we'll talk about it one day one day sure yeah one day these are my hero i'm never caught up until the next season comes really Uh, the only reason i caught up was one because the movie was coming out and two the i want i on on episode i don't remember number episode six or something uh, when we talked about like eleven things, one of those things mm-hmm. I I watched I read my hero, thinking that you were gonna finish it, and that's why I I read it because I was like, man, he's gonna finish my hero. He's been watching it weekly, but and then we would be able to compare the manga and anime, but it's okay. We'll do that next time. And drop the ball. Nah, it's okay. I never told you. You need to watch it. What do you play on your PS Five? I play 2K. Only 2K. 2K. PUBG. Does PUBG run well on the PS5? You had to think about it, so the answer is no. <laughs> but give me the answer that you actually are thinking of giving. Runs a lot better than PS4. Okay. Interesting. But it's still PUBG. Like it yes. runs like PUBG. That that makes sense. Fucking pub. Lewis has a Lewis has a series on his channel. It's called Pub Gay. <laughs> what does he do? It's literally me it's the adventures of me him it's the adventures of him being a coon me carrying the team and him team killing random our random teammates <laughs> you should watch it i'm gonna i'm gonna send you please send do you. it's please actually do. these videos are actually so funny <laughs> pub gay it has like such like Lewis humor. <laughs> I love like, I love Lewis humor. Yeah, you're gonna watch it and be like, yeah, this is this is just like high school. Pub <laughs> What's his what's his profile name? Hold on, I'm trying to find it. Man, I remember when PUBG Mobile came out and I would play that with Brendan and David. That shit was so fun, bro. Because yeah, I, never, I never played video games with friends like at home. Like I, I never did that in high school. So I never talked to you guys on PS4 and stuff. So like that was my yeah. only experience, like from a gaming standpoint. Well, I never really played with. I never really played with them. Mm. I was like when, we, when I played with Keanu, we would play like Dragon Ball, yeah. like the Dragon Ball games. I never really played with Brendan. Mm. I never really played with anyone else. Yeah, I was playing. I played with my my brother, my cousins. And that's about it. Uh. Why can't I find this fucking guy? Yeah, I think I gotta find him. By him commenting 
under my videos. Yeah. I think I I think I was subscribed at one point to his channel. Oh, I just found Oh cool. Um By the way, do you want me to link anything in the description of these videos to like for you? Cause like the reason why I don't like put anything in the description for you is because I don't know what you'd want to be linked. But do you want something to be linked, like your YouTube or like a Twitter or do you care? Do you want people to have access to stuff like that, or do you want to be a ghost and only exist within the realm of these videos? No, you don't have to put anything. Okay, gotcha. I'll put your name down so people know who you are. <laughs> I feel like. I feel like I didn't write it down anywhere. Maybe I'll put it in the about page. I talk yes. with Manny about anime. Get my cloud up. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. That'll be kind of cool. cool. At least for this. I'm posting it in the... There you go. Pub Gay. You Part 4. In the Discord or through text? Discord. Discord. Okay. Pub gang. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, I'm excited. All right, I liked it. It's in my liked folder. I'll check it out when I can. Um, that's cool. <laughs> uh, bro, have you seen Victor's uploads on his YouTube channel? Victor. Victor, oh my, you don't know about these videos? These are like some of my favorite videos on YouTube, like ever. Victor, that went to Brockton High? Yes, yes. He has videos of like, he has a compilation video. It's like Victor Kuhn compilation, I think, where he just, he just does stupid shit at Brockton High. They're so funny, Manny. Yeah, send me those. I just want to see that. Give me a second. Bear with me. I got to find his fucking channel. <clears throat> Victor Ray Billup. Ah, uh, yes. One of the best fucking videos on the internet. I sent it through normal text. Okay. Wait, speak right now? Hello. Okay. You don't have to watch it right now, but... I'm actually watching fucking my videos right now. <laughs> the, the... Wait, have you ever played Rainbow Six Siege? No, I've never played that game in my life. Well, you should people, know. People love it. That I was in it probably two years ago. I was in the top zero point two players of really? all players. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. People love that game, bro. That game takes that game I'm takes a lot of like life force energy. To, yeah. To keep, to keep playing.
That's why I don't. Please do. That's why I don't really play um, competitive games because it takes a lot out of you to like get good and then have fun with the game. Yeah. You know. That's exactly what it is, man. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. But it's fucking about to hit five o'clock. I'm fucking yeah. tired. We gotta bounce. All right, bro. This was good. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna edit this. This was, this was, this great. was a spectacular episode. It was. Thank you for talking to me every two weeks. Thank you for watching anime with me. Um, I appreciate you, man. Thank you for watching anime with me. Yeah, this is dope. So, all right, whisper, spirited away, whisper, and um, and then uh, what's the last one? Fuck. What's the last one? Um, Porco. Porco. Munch, munch. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited for Porco. I don't know. I heard good things. All right. Um, All right, buddy. I guess I'll see you later. I'm going to have Hi, bro. See ya. Deuces. 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 Uses, 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 uses. This is, 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 this